What's up, everybody? Welcome to another non-canon file. Today, we are going to be bringing you our summer 2023 anime review. It's a little bit different this time, but before we get into it, I am one of your three gorgeous co-hosts, Tanner. And with me, I have the illustrious... Bunkai! Colt. And the illustrious... Ryoki Tenkai. Wenzel. Wow. Did y'all like how I used illustrious both times? Yes. Uh, no, it kind of threw me off and uh, makes you th me think that you're just a piece of shit and I hate you. Colt, can I, can I see you to the side real quick? No. What the fuck? Everybody, this is the first for uh, the podcast where uh, there's some tension. There's some tension. Oh, yeah. There's never tension. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever. It's awesome. Nobody's ever been mad at somebody on the podcast. <laughs> never. Never. We, we are, if you count everything across the whole network, I mean, definitely over 500 pieces of audio. I don't have an exact number. Nobody's ever been mad at anybody. Yeah. No. To be if fair, if you don't count the Would You Rather episodes, it's probably like <laughs> maybe 10 to 15 episodes where I've actually gotten mad. Not really? Many. Yeah, it's not many. No, I wouldn't think it would be that high. Ten or fifteen episodes. Uh, maybe. What, what's the most angry you've ever been on the podcast? I don't, you don't know. You don't I have don't to say remember. at who, but oh, okay. I don't remember. I oh man, I maybe five to ten for me. Uh, because I because I know like I can deceivingly sound like I'm getting angry, but I'm not. But like for me to be legitimately angry, there's been a I I'm pretty sure it's anywhere from five to ten. And yeah, I don't hold my anger. Like, I don't hold, like, remember to be angry or something, uh, I guess. Like, I'm thinking back on all the pod, which, granted, y'all both been on more episodes than me, but I think I've only truly have been angry on one episode ever. And I don't even think it comes across in the what? episode. What was it? It was, uh, <laughs> it's our favorite episode, October.wav. What? Really? From 27. <laughs> I, I was mad because I I thought the idea was stupid. Wow, I <laughs> that is not what I got from that. Jesus, yeah. Okay. Oh, and if well, you're curious about what we're talking about, go and listen to it. It's yeah, go good. listen to it. Oh, don't, um, don't it's listen. Si to it's it. six years old. I also was not super thrilled about the first ghost hunting episode, but after listening to it back a couple of years ago, when I went back and re-listened to like some of those 2017 episodes, it's fine. I shouldn't have been like mad about it. And plus, it was about the fun, the experience. Well, I mean, I, I, I wasn't mad that we didn't find Ghost Cole. Like that's. Tanner <laughs> <laughs> was mad we didn't prove the existence of ghosts. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad because there wasn't any fucking ghost. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't remember what even because it definitely happened off mic. I don't remember what I dislike. I don't remember what it was. It sounds like you were possessed by a ghost. I, I, that's the thing is I don't remember you ever being mad. I, I remember everybody was having a fairly spooky time. Yeah, I pulled yeah. on my fidget spinner. Yeah, that wasn't at the first one. That was at the second one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. now the second one, I rem I remember being in a blast. Second one is still I would hold in high regard. But that's not, we're not here to reminisce no, about no, yeah, yeah, we're, five or six year old okay. podcasts. We knew that on any other episode. Today we are reviewing the summer 2023 anime slate. Now, different than usual is usually, you know, we try to select what between six and eight shows. Oh, get, yeah. Give you a first episode, like a little synopsis rundown and kind of like review it as we're going. And along. we try to or 
I'm usually the one that picks them out and I try to get the good ones or the ones that review well mm -hmm. because I don't feel like watching garbage because we've done that a few times before and it's just boring. So, sometimes watching the garbage can be fun. It's fun sometimes. And sometimes it's just boring. And we did watch some garbage this time yes. and it was boring. But we should but say some fun. today yeah. we have 31 anime to yep. go over so i like obviously you're not gonna get like i think on the fall episode we went like an hour on fucking demon slayer no yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not, not sitting here for seven hours about to talk about all the anime of summer uh but we are here to tell you about a i mean i would say i mean this obviously isn't every anime just because that i mean this already took a lot of time yeah but i would say this is the majority of anime the, yeah, we 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 got a huge just. I mean, we got the lion's share. I would say of this yeah. season. Yeah, um, like hit all the yeah. all the the big shows. But I I mean, if y'all are ready, I think we should just hop right into it. Why uh, not? I'll give you a little behind the scenes taste, though, for those wondering. Uh, since we are only doing the first episode, I I've been trying to make sure to give us do a little better about giving us an edge and uh, making sure we we're, we we kind of. Um, we're not caught off guard by what we're talking about and know what we're talking about. So uh, I've included um, brief synopses about each uh, each show and also about and we'll go into impressions and discussions about what happened in the first episode. Not everything, though. Again, this is not going to be a seven hour long podcast. And uh, yeah. 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 When, yeah. I will say Wenzel did a great job on the Google Doc. Greatly appreciate it. We may link Thank it you. to this episode so you can kind of follow along with us. Maybe. Ooh, how about no? No okay, link. Well. No link. <laughs> no link for you, actually. <laughs> but our first show we want to talk about today is... I just want to say, I did not expect Winslow to watch this, so I do not feel bad if Winslow doesn't watch this. This is the only one that I'm like, Winslow doesn't watch this, this is fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, also, just before we start, I want to say we wanted to do just new anime, but there are a few that we wanted to talk about that slipped through the cracks that aren't new. They're either like the second core as you're about to hear with this one or the second season, but we will highlight those. I, the majority of these, I believe 28 out of 31 are brand new this season. Anime. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know, I'll just highlight it right now. Do you know the other ones? Well, I was going to highlight the ones that are like core and season two. Okay. So up first we have bleach thousand year blood war core two. If you don't of know, four. Yeah, quarter two of four, so, you know, a little, uh, about a quarter of the way through the, the arc right now. And if you need, like, just a little synopsis, uh, at the end of core one, Ichigo and Renji and Ruki are training, and that is pretty much where two picks up. As Ichigo and the Soul Reaper start training in earnest, the second core, the separation, will follow the battle about to take place between them and the Wanderreich, led by, how do you pronounce his name? Shwok. You walk, you walk, you walk, you walk. You walk. You walk. Yeah. I, di I didn't know if the YH was silent because it, I've so only weird. heard it in Japanese walk. and yeah. I've only read it to myself. So the way I always read it is watch. And I know that's wrong. <laughs> that is not right. I, <laughs> well, I, I always want to say Yahweh because that's clearly what it's based off of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, so, the cool thing that happens in the finale of uh, last season, we're talking about the second season here. Uh, if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, well, I'll I will try. I mean, I know we're talking about thirty-one shows. I will try to have timestamps 
for this the, stuff. At the end of the first season, Ichigo confronts the past of a character that we know of, and that's a fucking oh my god, what the hell is Zengetsu? Yeah, his Zanpakuto. Is Zanpakuto? He confronts Zen Zengetsu, and turns out that's a uh, the spirit of Yuak from thousand year ago, thousand years ago. Yep, and it's so <laughs> obvious too. Because it looks they look exactly identical. like him, but <laughs> he has no mustache in uh, Zangetsu's form. But it's super cool because I remember uh, reading the manga and I was like, "Whoa!" I read yeah. it last yeah. year because <laughs> so it was so cool. It's it's so funny. And Wenzel, I want to hear your take on this because this, I guess, I never realized how. I guess because it was just a show I grew up with and, you know, Colt as well. Like, we kind of grew up with, like, the Toonami era Bleach. Bleach has a Kingdom Hearts-esque, like, lore system to me. Like, there's so many different forms of magic. You have your Zompok Toes. Like, in the first episode, they mentioned Arankar, which you, like, you would have no frame of reference what the fuck that even is. You probably don't even know what a hollow is. So I, I'm Winslow, I'm interested in your take. Like, what the hell did you think about <laughs> this episode? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I committed a sin. Did you I not watch, watch it? I didn't watch it. I okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. Because it wouldn't have made any sense to you. It would have been a waste of your 28 yeah. minutes. No, I, no, I should say, because, like, I, I, we, we originally... Uh, talked about whether we were all done with watching the anime i said yes but then i was like oh shit no i need to watch bleach and then i i just kept forgetting to watch bleach because i don't i haven't seen it so it's not it's like it's just i don't care about it because um i don't know anything about it i have no investment so i kept forgetting about it and uh here we are <laughs> yeah awesome. no that that makes total sense you would have been lost if, if you right. watch this i i will say though i do feel like you can hop in 2000 year blood war from the first episode and like kind of know what's going on. Well, see, they did show me cause I remember Colt had us watch the first episode of this. And I was like, yeah, this is cool, but um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember anything from that either. Prob well, I remember like two things. Maybe. Okay. Well, Colt has a full collection of bleach. So just steal it from him and read it all. Okay. It's really good read and it's art's beautiful. Kubo's got super good style. If he wasn't a manga guy, he would have been a clothing designer. Oh yeah, wow. That's probably, that's, I, I, yeah, I would say Kubo and Araki are like the two that like truly get like fashion. Fashion. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The art the really artistic side of fashion. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they like, they get it. Um yeah. Well, Cole, I will defer to you then. What what did as one of two Bleach Boys here? What what did you think? How do you think they started it? Because we are also this core is going to start introducing some anime only stuff to try to pad out, you know, for fifty two episodes. Um, so we are getting some anime original stuff. I don't believe any of that was in the first episode, but I want to know kind of your thoughts on this first little deal. Uh, I can, I'm trying to remember exactly where the episode is ending because the manga is blending with the anime right now. Yeah, so the first episode ends with them. I don't want to say coming out of the shadows, but essentially them like coming out of the shadows and being like, 
We're back in the Soul Society to wreck some shit. Coming. Gross. Like the like the Wonder Reich. Or the okay, one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, the Wonder This shit, like, it's pretty good. It's good. It's setting up the actual fight that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. It's really good because the new fucking uh, leader, the Squad Zero, not Squad Zero, Squad One, uh, he went back to the real world. He said, yeah, Ichigo's probably about to, like, get fucked. Like, he will never be able to come back here, so... I'm just telling you, and like he can't come to say goodbye, so uh, goodbye. He can passes to the Soul Society, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They can come, but they're really about to experience one of the fucking biggest wars they've had in a while. So it's yeah. so nice. Yeah, it's a so year blood war. <laughs> so two in the first part, like in this first core, and then it, we are going to try to be like being as vague as possible, but it is kind of impossible to talk about this first episode without talking about the first core from last year. I, I believe the the core, the first core from last year ha- was in the fall. So it's been, you know, you've had time to watch it. Um, oh, They kill off a ton of characters. <gasps> so we've kind of had this restructuring in the soul society with new squad captains, new lieutenants, and just kind of a hierarchy in general. Um, and, uh, the the Wanden right come back and like they're here to finish the job like th- there's a saying that they keep going is like after he lost the first war it's like oh it's going to take 900 years to regain like my His body mo- I'll, I'll say the exact quote go, right go for here. it colt the combined the fuck okay the yep, combined quincy quincy or quincy it's quincy quincy king regains his pulse after 900 years his mind after 90, his strength after nine years, and in nine days, the world. Basically, it's pretty sick. Yeah. So, pretty, yeah. That's so where we're at right now is we're about to experience the uh, reclamation of the world. And uh, it's pretty sick because these are some of the most unique characters you're about to meet. I'm not going to say anything about them, but there's a guy with a hood that you can see like very vaguely in this episode. That has some of the most unique stuff in all of Bleach. And yeah. uh, it just seems like Kubo was just having a little fun with it. Yeah, definitely. because And we kind of get introduced to some of these characters last core. Essentially, within the Wandenreich, there are 26 captains, each based off of a letter of the alphabet, A through Z. Um, and like, just for instance, one of them, the W is the wrestler. Yeah, and all of his shit is based off of wrestling moves, and he even has a little guy that's a like the the timekeeper, and he rings the bell for him before his fights. It's shit like that, and but there's 25 other characters like that. <laughs> yeah, it's super awesome, and there's yeah. like these this group of girls that are like all super unique in every way. Their bid's pretty fun. Yeah, they're they're essentially a Nazi idol group. Yeah, what a what a description. Yeah, I mean the I mean it's it's no secret the Wanden like the the Quincy's in the scenario are Nazis. Yes, like no, yeah, what? all all their symbolism is like Iron Cross, ton of crosses. They're wearing essentially Nazi uniforms, except they're pure white. They they are for all intents and purposes Nazis. That's wild. Reich yeah. is in their name. That's crazy. I, oh, I, listen. <laughs> hey, if Kubo's one thing, it's subtle. 
Yeah. But it, yeah. it's even funnier when you think about how uh Ichigo Zampakto literally has swastikas to handle, but it's for the Buddhist symbol. Uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, first episode, uh banger. I will say I mean, if, if you're watching the, like this specific show, like this specific episode, you know what you're getting with Bleach. They're setting oh, yeah. it up. You know what this arc is. Um, I will say if if you're not on the Bleach train, you should watch the first core and jump into this because the episodes after this episode is just like top tier, like shonen battle anime shit. It's like it's so good. It's like one character will get the upper hand. It's like, you haven't even seen my final form. And it's just that <laughs> for like 25 minutes. It's so fucking good. I'm super yeah. excited to watch these episodes. I was waiting to get my TV, to get a new TV to watch it. Because I want to see that shit on the big screen. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm I'm completely caught up as of right now to, with this season. It's, it's incredible. I hi- highly recommend. Now is the time to get into Bleach. Uh, yes. I mean, really, the time is like 15 years ago, but now, now is also the time. <laughs> also, One Piece. Get into One Piece. Yeah. yeah. Dude, b- this episode comes out. We're two days away from Gear 5. Whoa. We can't even talk about it. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Luffy does a backflip. Whoa. That's spoilers. Sorry. I, I will say, Winslow, you're not in mine, Cole, and Patrick's uh, One Piece chat, but Patrick sent something yesterday that there's a bar, and where was it? Puerto Rico or Brazil? Uh, I'm looking at it now. Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay, in Puerto Rico, that's offering free drinks if Luffy wins the fight against Kaido when he goes Gear 5. I, oh, I mean... Uh, which is really not... funny because it's just the manga, but... That's, what? <laughs> what if yeah. they don't know the manga and they're like, when he wins, he's gonna... Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. When he doesn't... We don't know if he wins, they, he just starts sweating bullets. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be able giving out free drinks. Well, you know, it'd be, but like I don't know, it'd be kind of fun. It would be kind of fun though if he knew he would win, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, everybody gets free drinks," you know. Just I mean, that's probably what it is. It's probably a promotion to try to get a ton of people in the bar to yeah. watch because One Piece is also weirdly huge in like Everywhere. other countries like that. Kind of like the Dragon Ball fucking anime. Yeah, it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z being super popular in Mexico. Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just funny. Uh, but yeah, Gear 5. Super I'm hype. funny. I'm Are you all ready for our next show? Watch yeah. Bleach. Yes. Yeah, watch Bleach. Uh, also, available on Hulu or if you're out of the United States, it's on Disney+. Plus. Also, it's animated by Puro. Yep. It's where they Thanks. put that Boruto budget. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the same studio that does Boruto? Yup. Holy shit. I mean, they're the same studio that did Naruto Shippuden, so something fucked up happened for Boruto. Yeah, they had a... Interesting. Okay. Our next show, which is also available on Hulu, is Sinduality... Sinduality? Yes. Noir. Yeah. Uh, here's a little synopsis, because I hadn't heard of the show until we watched it. In a world long overrun by monsters known as Enders, humanity ekes out a living and... Eeks? Is that the word? Eh, eeks or X, I'm not sure. Okay, humanity remember. ekes out a living in isolated colonies guarded by combat mechs known as coffins. The pilots of those coffins sync with advanced androids known as Magus to defend the remaining cities and scavenge the ruins for supplies. 
uh, I so I I knew nothing about this anime. I actually watched uh, a video, uh, Mother's Basement shout out, because uh, they need the plug um, of like the best anime from this season, and this was on there. Like this wasn't even on my radar. I really liked it. I didn't really care for it, but I like realized immediately this is toys. This is to sell toys because every single mech vehicle in this thing looks pretty cool, and I would not mind having them as toys. Yeah, well, well that's what isn't that what every mech? I mean, anime yes, really like. But I found the story to be just the first episode didn't grab me. Yeah, no, it's a it's a very basic plot. So like, essentially, our main character finds. A Magus that lost her memory. I mean, it's yeah. a very cut and dry plot, but I don't think I like. If I'm coming in, like, if I'm trying to get into a mech show, I guess I'm not. Which I guess is kind of unfair to say, but like a show like this, I kind of just want cool action. I thought the action was really well done. Uh, yeah, I I agree. It it was <laughs> you know it was nothing too crazy. I think though I. Mm. I'm kind of in the middle between you both. I I like how the mechs look. I like the animation. And the monsters are eh. Yeah. But it's not too bad. I, I'm willing to try out the second episode just to see how I feel about it. Yeah. I shouldn't I should mention though, this show, uh it's animated by 8-bit. Um that's a that's a studio. Um you know, I should have really included their work, everybody's works in here, but I, I thought that would not be important. Anyway, um, 8-Bit, sorry, I, I bring up 8-Bit too, because they're the ones that animated, um, at the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Oh, oh okay. Uh, season 2, though. Oh, okay. I, I don't know, the, we didn't yeah. watch season 2 for that. Yeah, so but, uh, yeah, I because I knew there was something important about them, and uh, also this, uh, this is actually based off of a video game, um, sin duality that's just what it's called ah, yeah I, is the video game out yet or is it about to come out oh, let me see uh god you really you guys are making me look like such an asshole because <laughs> uh, they're it's not out yet it's just supposed to come out this year yeah it's coming uh it's coming for playstation 5 and xbox series x um, so i mean i mean cole is right they are trying to build like this sort of like merch selling empire yeah for, i mean it's for these mechs it's made by bandai namco so yeah. it it kind of makes sense and they have a collaboration with subaru <laughs> okay. okay um I, yep. I will say if and we have talked about this extensively on anime review shows of the past if you are not a fan of cg you probably will not you like, this won't like this yeah. because the fight, like the mech fights are a hundred percent CG. I, I personally think they look fine. I mean, yeah. it's not like mind blowing CG techniques and, and the rest of the show is like traditional, whatever. I totally um, forgot about this game. I'm looking at like gameplay of this. I remember when this was announced. Yeah. The this game looks, looks pretty, pretty solid. Sick. Yeah. I'm I was, very interested in this. Yeah, game. I know. I've been wanting to say like the game actually looks pretty solid. It looks cool. And um and like some of the art that I've seen, like uh I don't know if it's for the cover or whatever, but like it looks really good. I'm like, man, I I really like how this looks. Um curious how, like because the the uh I was just expecting an yeah. anime art style when I searched up the Sinduality game, but now it's realistic anime. 
Yeah. But it's, it's not cartoony. Yeah. It, like, it's definitely like trying to make like the next big, like, merch selling property. Yeah. But also, it it looks cool. So, like, I, I'm not yeah. super I might mad continue, about it. I might check out a little bit more episodes if, uh, since well, I know this now. Well, see, it's weird because, like I said, with the art and stuff for the game, the aesthetic is different. And that's what's kind of weird for me because, like, I mean, noir, and it's so weird too because it has noir in the name. Um, the aesthetic for the anime is different or is separate from the aesthetic of the game, which. I don't know what that exactly will do for people. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, it's my opinion, but uh, I, I definitely think that's also kind of a factor into like, okay, uh, I do want to continue this, but I kind of wish it leaned more on the aesthetic of the game. So, um, also, there's a manga spinoff that just began serialization like less than two weeks ago they and are going light, all in on it yeah and a light novel and spinoff novel have been announced so yeah they're, they're this definitely, better be good this they better this better perform well or they're gonna be not happy yeah so definitely going in with it like i said there's nothing too mind-blowing about the first episode but i thought the mech like fighting was cool and it kind of seems like if you want to be on the ground floor of like maybe this big franchise yeah this next like big franchise or again it definitely seems like at the very least probably gonna be some pretty cool model kits come out of it yeah yeah Um, that's good because bandai so you're definitely getting model kits here you're gonna yeah you're definitely gonna get um i mean literally just if any 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 sort of mech suit you see in this i mean you can just already assume that that's gonna get a kit i do like that the main coffin i guess is what it's called is definitely based off like ava one Zero one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I just find, found that. Also, funny. it's strange that the robots in the game are like more traditional, realistic, uh, cold gray tones, while in the anime they're super colorful. Yeah. Well, th- no, that's what I was gonna say. like because I don't mind when robots have a little bit of color, but like the aesthetic of um of the ones in the game that you see so far are like very junk like, very military. Rusted very industrial feeling yeah that's what i was saying i was like i kind of like the aesthetic more now the aesthetic for the anime is fine but i just it, it's so it's so heavily leans on its own kind of like um i mean you could say like probably like anime pop culture that like it, it's it's uh it's developed its own aesthetic which i you know i think it's fine um have got to see the second episode really the nail down how i feel yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm curious now. Now that I know everything else, <laughs> that now that you know they're making twelve other things for it. Wow. All right. Up next, some people may be a little upset because this isn't a traditional anime, but available on Max. It's My Adventures with Superman. Uh, if you don't know, the story follows Clark Kent as he builds a secret identity as Superman while exploring his own mysterious origins and Lois Lane, who is on her way to becoming a star reporter. Animated by Studio Murr? Out of uh, South I Maybe Murr? It may be Mir. It might be Mir. It might be Murr. Yeah. Uh, I think, it, no, actually, I think it's Mir because I think there's, uh, there might be like an accent I forgot. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, but it's a studio out of South Korea. Yeah. Um. So if you don't know, this is like the new Superman show that I feel like this has been announced forever. 
Yeah, um, it, it's been announced for a while. Because it was originally going to be on Cartoon Network, and then they were like, oh, it needs to go on... It needs to be like the bridge show between Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, and now it's just fully on Adult Swim. Like, it airs at like midnight or something like that, but it, it's on Max is the easiest way to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we we actually watched this together. We watched a lot of these together. I'm yeah, but this is the first show we watched together. Um, I think this is this to me just based off the first episode. I immediately get there is a ton of like anime like influence in it, which is one of the reasons why we included it here. But also, I feel like the people working on this show get Superman more than people that have done Superman related projects have in like the last ten years. Uh, what are you talking about? Snyder cut question mark. <laughs> he got you there, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so spoiler, obviously Clark Kent is Superman. I don't Whoa! Know if- oh. <laughs> uh, just you know, I know we already said that, but did that have to be said? But like, if you're confused, yes, the guy with the glasses is Superman. Oh my god. Um, just crazy. Um. I like I, how it channels the old uh, Justice League cartoons where it looks like that. And I guess that's just how the Justice League slash DC cartoons look in general. They also uh, pulls from like uh, Invincible. In my I was going to say it, it leads a lot more like Tanner said, there's like some kind of anime tropes in here. There's uh, it definitely leans on like the Young Justice Invincible style um, with how their body, their body types are. Um, Lois Lane's hot. I'll say it. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Wenzel. So You're brave. You're going to be arrested for it. You shouldn't have said that because I said it. And I mean, I'm sending the cops your way because I don't know why. I can't say I can't say a woman's beautiful. I can't say a woman's beautiful. I'm the only one. Anyway, um, <laughs> first episode's good. It's uh, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> nothing special, but it's fun. Yeah, it, yeah. It, Go ahead. Like. Uh, no, I was just going to say, it, it's nothing special, but for this, it's been, uh, so I, I had to quickly look, look this up, you know, I, uh, you guys are really making me look like an asshole by- You're not, the one that's looking up shit. You could just you not guys, say anything. No, 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 no. You guys are making me look like a dick because I didn't include all this, even more research on this. I didn't include all this stuff. Now I look, I have my balls out and people are, people are pointing and they're, they're angry at me. I'm thinking anyway. you did this on purpose. You liked this. Uh, <laughs> the last time a Superman show, there was a Superman animated series, was um, it? Uh, its last air date was February 12th, 2000. So 23 years. Jesus. Um, Good Lord. Has it really been that long since a sole Superman animated show? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that seems absurd. That was like y'all's entire life ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, now Superman has appeared in other properties, obviously, but like a soul Superman show. So this is a big deal. Yeah. And, um, and the, prim- I mean, the first episode is very basic. Now they do do something new with him. And that is that he has to activate his powers and the activation of those powers is new. Like that's not, uh, I think there was only like one Superman ever that like has anything similar from what I've heard. Well, this is a this is a completely new thing, yeah. which I do. I have heard people are like divided between. Um, 
I mean, I could see that. I mean, like, because most of the time when you think about Superman, I mean, you always think about it as like, he is Superman. You know, there's yeah. no other thing. And we should say, we yes, we are saying transform, but this guy is still super buff and super strong and can fly. But when he transforms, it's kind of like a power up, essentially. Yeah. Like when he, dawn, when he dons the S. When he so, does, because it is a Sailor Moon esque transformation. Okay, that's and, spoiler. That's in the next episode. Well, I haven't it, seen that episode, Tanner. What the freak? It it. Oh, listen, that clip went around all over. I didn't see it. Are y'all familiar with the social media app X? Yeah. I love oh X man, I love X. Wait, I watch I love... all the stuff on X videos, all the new uploads and everything. Yeah. So mine. Icon's not going to update because to update the icon it has to be like iOS 15. I don't have iOS 15. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I thought get your a new phone, phone was newer. It is. Yeah. You? Well, my phone's three and a half years old at this point. What the fuck? You should oh, still. Oh, wow. Do they really not update three year old phones? I mean, yeah, but my ba- like it's an iPhone. So my battery is essentially shot. And if I was to update the iOS again, I feel like it would completely kill my battery. And I'm trying to wait another like two months till the new iPhone comes out. This oh. oh that's fair i'm gonna pop your other tires okay okay spoilers yeah <laughs> uh-huh yeah, but the transformation anyway that's not what i'm talking about though his his sailor moon transformation i'm talking about whenever he's about to go sicko um his eyes glow and there's like blue mm-hmm. electricity around him that's completely yeah. new for superman yep. just like oppenheimer <laughs> yeah <laughs> Colt's not allowed to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> Colt, did you watch Superman or Oppenheimer? Uh-huh. <laughs> we watched them together. Yeah, what was your review of Oppenheimer again? I'm just curious. Um, Blue Eyes, White Dragon. <laughs> oh, that's why you said blue. I, for some reason, I... <laughs> I just drew the correlation between the lightning. I'm like, yeah, I loved it when fucking... Cillian Murphy just fucking okay. Kyokind. You got it, Killian. It's Killian. Fuck! I know it's Killian. It's Chilean. Oh my god! It's Chilean. <laughs> I know it's Killian. I know it's Killian. I don't know why. In my brain, my brain sees the word and it wants to say it's Cillian. It okay. should be Cillian. He punched you in the throat for saying that. I mean, yeah, he would punch you in the throat. I mean, dude, you can't change. He okay. First of all, he's five fucking seven. He couldn't even reach my throat. So let's get but that out. He's, whoa, he's whoa. right now, dude. Have Irish. You, have you have you ever seen Peaky Blinders? Oh, I'm a part of Peaky Blinders. I am from the Peaky Blinders. I didn't okay, even realize like he was in the Peaky Blinders. He's the main, never, main character. Yeah, he's the main guy. What? What's he doing doing movies? <laughs> I like how me and Colt both said he's the main character. Yeah, because he is. He is. No, I know. It's just we're synced yeah. up. Uh, oh, yeah, I forget about- how how often y'all get together just to watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah, we're real <laughs> Peaky heads. Yeah, yeah. We go- every time I see y'all, I go Peaky Peaky Boo, and y'all go Whoa! Spoilers. Yeah, and then we also show up in vest and uh, British uh, news. Yeah, and y'all smell like this and uh, cigarettes. Cigarettes. (laughs) And And it's always fresh piss, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, drenched in it, actually. It's a little concerning. It's almost like y'all take each other's vest and piss on them and throw them on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Almost like it. Almost like it. This, Uh, okay. 
you know what? We can talk about this later. Does Pinky Blinders take place in current day? No. Are you fucking serious? No. <laughs> Have not. you not seen anything from the show? No. It's the 1800s. I, I don't know exact year, but it's oh, is it really? the 1800s. Hey, Tanner, let me tell you a little secret. I've never seen Peaky Blinders either. <laughs> it's like but Industrial I, Revolution. Oh, yeah, really? It's, it, it's oh. Industrial Revolution England. I do I do know so... I did know somebody that watched Banshees of Inisherin and made it about halfway through the movie before realizing that uh, it wasn't supposed to be like modern era. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, okay, to be fair, they they're don't... just like that over there. There's not a cell phone in sight, and there's like 15 people on the fucking island. They're just like that over there. They're just like that over there. I mean, to be fair, that's fair because there's no indication and the, the ambiguity no indication is the irish civil war you don't know that until like way later in the movie you hear cannons in the background and they show it that happens normally <laughs> it happens normally over there you idiot yeah ireland ireland is just constantly in a state of fucking war well for a while i don't know if you were. remember the 90s yeah, I was about to say there was like a whole. There's Do like y'all remember thing. the '90s? Cole, you were born in '99. Uh, bro, we have this thing called history books. Yeah, yeah. like Colt reads. Do you remember 9/11? I thought so. Oh dang, got me there. We need to talk about Superman. God oh, damn yeah, it! Yeah, 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 yeah. My, this is a good show. It's good. I really want to continue watching it because the Ugh. first episode was fun. Nothing special, it's but really fun. fun. Uh, we have a we have a lot of cutesy little. Uh, interactions between Superman and Lois Lane. Um, yeah, it's very fun. Uh, they use these CG robots that I thought was kind of cheesy. I was like, eh, but yeah, it's I would say borderline bad CG. Yeah, I would agree with that. But uh, the the rest of the animation, and I thought the the writing, at least in this first episode, kind of made up for it. The my one gripe with it is that. It very much leans into like, oh, Lois is like, oh my god, Superman saved me. But where's Clark? And then like it shows Clark, it's like, Clark, you just missed him. I'm like, the dude looks the fucking same, first of all. They're doing the same bit. It's just yeah, I know. literally I just, the whole thing. I know. It's but I really hope it doesn't drag on too long. It doesn't. I, I can already I, tell you that. I saw a leak. Oh. A leak. <laughs> I mean it came out. That? It came well, out. Why would you say that though, <laughs> on here? <laughs> okay, but, okay, but uh, to be fair, to be fair, I definitely agree. I don't think that should be continued on for so long, just because normally, like, uh, like it, it just it doesn't really it just doesn't make sense, you know, like to do that, especially with Lois Lane. Like, I mean, her character. Like, I mean, can she really be tricked for so long? Yeah, should exactly. Should she be tricked for so long? I and mean, like their a- their whole relationship, even this first episode, like Clark at one point's like, "You you lied to me." I'm like, "Dude, you're lying right now." Yeah, like I'm like, <laughs> literally, it, it's literally setting up for like she's gonna find out, and it's gonna be like, "You lied to me, bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, good first episode. Uh, definitely keep your eye on it. I am. Yes. All right. Up next, another show that barely made it in under the watch. Uh, this is available on Netflix. Is this like the first season they've done simulcast on Netflix? No, they've done it with a few others. I don't know exactly what they are. Because there are several shows this season that they're doing this with. But this show is only on Netflix here in America. 
My Happy Marriage, which here's your little preview for it. She is forced into a life of servitude by her abusive stepmother. When Mio finally becomes a marriageable age. I don't is marriageable a word? I don't know. Mar- marriageable. Marriageable. Her hopes of being whisked away to a better life suddenly crumble when she is given a precarious opportunity. An audition as a potential bride for Kyoka Kudo. Oh my god. Animated by Kinema Citrus. I I did not care. I didn't care. I didn't care for it. (laughs) (laughs) I was bored. I was like, dude. Yeah, I yeah. I honestly, I was bored with it. Uh, I I I I will say the animation was great. It's beautiful, Um, and I like the writing wasn't even bad. But it's like like at least this first episode, like ninety percent of it is like a retelling of fucking. Cinderella. Cinderella. So I'm just like, I've <laughs> I've heard this story a million times. Yeah, unless it does something crazy, like you know, like I mean, like Belle was retelling of Beauty and the Beast, and that was sick. Yeah, yeah. like I and I, did it in a totally different way. In a totally different way. Uh, this is not that, in yeah. my opinion. In in my little opinion. Now, Colt, I believe you really liked it though, didn't I, you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it a good bit uh, because. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading a lot of shoujo recently, a lot of Jose, mm-hmm. and it's all uh, it's a lot of romance stuff, and I'm really into that right now. Wow, yeah. So this is like something that's right up my alley at this moment. So I, I, I'm into it. I can oh, see like that. to see it. Okay, are you are you gonna have you seen the second episode? No. Are you gonna watch the second second episode? I'm gonna try to. Okay, cool. That that's no, that's cool. That's perfectly fine. Um. Yeah, that's cr- but that's crazy though because I don't, I don't think Colt's ever really been so much into romance stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like out of all of us, I'm not saying I'm the huge like JoJo head or anything, but I feel like I'm usually the one that kind of pushes like, "Hey, this romance anime is really good. You yeah. should watch it." Yeah, absolutely. And then y'all ignore me. I want more adult romance. Yeah, uh, which yeah, I will yeah. say, I, and I think we actually talked about this while we were watching the anime together. This season kind of had a lot of that. Yeah, like, it did. It had a good bit. Like, it more did. than it usual, did. and I don't know if that's just because we were watching more, but it, it definitely felt like this season skewed, like, more towards, like, oh, my lover's in class 1B. Like, it definitely seemed skewed away, like, oh, they're adults with jobs. That's weird. <laughs> you say that's weird, but, like, that's normal. <laughs> oh, th- yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about, like, just anime in general. It, it oh, felt yeah. it's weird. No, okay. No, you're right. It's definitely different, and uh, no complaints here. Yeah, not complaining because uh, there's some romance anime we'll get to later that I I liked more than this. But th- I mean, this if you're into the genre like super hardcore, you probably will like this because it does have really good animation. Um, and it does seem like maybe t- by the end of the first episode, it is leaning into different territory. But just like judging based off this first episode, this first episode is almost like a one for one retelling of Cinderella. So, and I imagine it does change it up because it's got a decent score on my anime list. Yeah, no, I know a ton of people that are like super psyched about it. And as as said, it it only gets better. So, you know, but we're also, you know, we're only judging based off the first episode because if we had to watch the entirety of all these anime, I would have to not work. I would, I would, um, It'd be a while. 
it'd be a while. Yeah, um, yeah, it'd be a little while. And up next, uh, a, a, another show that maybe isn't like your traditional anime, and it's not really even a show. It's like a short series. Uh, available on YouTube, we have Overwatch Genesis, which is uh, the series is a stylized, is stylized as a documentary and explores the origins of the Omnic Crisis and the creation of Overwatch, animated by Blizzard. Uh, so this is like literally a f- like what five minutes long? Yeah, yeah, it's and, five minutes, and it's a five or six part series. So yeah, it's all it's all out right now. You can watch all of it. Yeah. Um, if you remember, I, I think the reason why we were interested in it is because a few years ago, right before Doomfist got added to Overwatch One, there was this really cool animation that came out that rocked, and we were just like, why don't they make more of that? Well, they finally yeah. made more of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, uh, yeah, we were the, literally every time we played Overwatch, we were like, man, like, because usually with with Blizzard, they have these like Pixar Disney esque, you know, origin videos that are really cool. Don't get me wrong, but you can Beautiful. tell they're they're it's like it's very like. A lot of work and a lot of money probably goes in those. And not to say that doesn't happen for this, but it's like I would love to see this more. And I think it would also like because they could also they also put out a five part series. So like I feel like they could put out more with this with than their usual Pixar style stuff. And uh and yeah. Yeah, and, it uh, yeah, it definitely just seemed like they wanted to put something out in a different style and you know, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. As a huge Overwatch, when's on Overwatchers? You know how it be. Yeah, or Overwatchers, of course. Mm-hmm. This I've only seen the first episode. I really, really enjoyed it uh, because I love the lore behind Overwatch. It's fun, and uh, it's especially good. Uh, I haven't seen the rest, like I said, but I'm imagining it's going to be really good for like supplementary content for this upcoming season uh, for Invasion, where it's the Omnic uh, attacking again. Yep, it's yep. gonna be Omnic themed. Uh, and John so, Cena, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, and, and a new support hero. But I should mention for those who don't know, though, um, oh, and also in this over in this uh, little short episode, we get um, we get we get introduced first up to Doctor Liao, and for anybody who doesn't does know or that name seems familiar, or who doesn't, that is the creator of Echo, one of the heroes attacking. And heroes she voices and, um, Echo. She voices Echo as well, and um, and yeah, and in uh, the documentary style that they do is really cool because it really gives insight um, to like to what's happening and the, one of the big things that's happening in this. So to give you again a background to what's happening is they they're making robots. Robotics are blooming or booming. Doctor Liao goes even further. They go even further where they make AI, and then then that AI goes further to self awareness, and that's where uh that's basically the uh foundation for the omnic crisis for when um tensions begin to rise um because now all the ro- robots have basically gained self-awareness but now you have humans who are like oh well they're omnics you know so they're not people so we're going to treat them just like like you know trash or like robots you know they they don't count so that's where you get the crisis and that's where Overwatch is created. And you get to see Reinhardt, Anna, and Soldier in the background. In the I first think episode. You, yes. And I think at some point you see Torbjorn. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. You see, Torbjorn. Oh no, no, I'm thinking of something else. That's a f- different thing. My bad. But um, Cole was thinking of fanfic. Yeah, it was yeah. Torbjorn in his beach outfit, but he was wearing the Borat uh, thing. Yeah, speedo. Hey, hey, yeah. Torb porn. Oh yeah. 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 Why don't we get some more of that? I I'm on it. All right. Uh-huh. Are y'all ready for our next show? Yeah. yeah. Up next. We have uh, now we're this next little batch of shows, unless otherwise, you know, said these are on Crunchyroll. Uh, our next show is Am I Actually the Strongest? Uh, little synopsis for you. A shut-in is reborn into another world with the promise of a peaceful life. Although born into royalty, because his magic appeared to be weak, his parents abandoned him without a thought in the forest to be devoured by monsters. However, his magic is actually inhumanly strong. Uh, yeah, this is a, your uh, oh anime by uh, Staple Entertainment. Wenzel, I'll let you read your little <laughs> extra tidbit. Um, I, but I will say, like on the surface and what it is, it is your run of the mill isekai. Isekai, yeah. This yeah. is what I actually forgot about. Yeah. There are some isekais that we will cover that I actually enjoyed. Enjoyed, yeah. This one, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it. I felt nothing. The yeah. The, go ahead, Wenzel. The first part is memorable. After that, I don't remember the rest. I'm sorry. So, I mean, it, it is your run-of-the-mill isekai. This baby, I mean, you can tell by the title, Am I Actually the Strongest? Baby comes into the world. They throw it into the woods. It gets into a fight with a wolf. The wolf then turns into a lady. And then tries to fuck him. And, and then the lady says, I need your seed to bear you. And the baby's like, hold on, I'm a baby. And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm a wolf. And then it time skips in the first episode. And hey, then we, hey, and they have a kid. Yeah. Okay. No. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. What the fuck's going on? You guys are not explaining this right. Okay. Uh, so so this guy who, who gets reborn to this world, uh, a goddess gives him his his stats are a thousand and two those are his numbers a thousand two out of a thousand two um but when he gets born the mage who has to check his power level it shows two out of two and so they're like oh shit he's too weak get him out of here um and then the goddess immediately is like like oh shit i i didn't realize that this world that he's born into their numbers only go up to two digits that was pretty funny um and then whenever he's in the forest, he's just a little baby. He starts making barriers. It's pretty funny because he starts floating and he's like a magic fucking baby. Um, uh, this wolf lady comes up to him. He defeats her. She becomes his servant. She turns into a woman. Like they said, he needs milk. She's like, oh, well, I can give you some breast milk. But he's like, but you need to cover up. Gives her a leather outfit. Immediately takes it off. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, shit, dude, he has to, she has to breastfeed you. What are you fucking talking about? And she's like, no, we got to fuck so I can give you breast milk. And I was like, oh, my God. We were all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, no. And that's what my note says right here. Uh, Wolf lady tries to fuck magic baby. <laughs> and that's what happened. And that's the show. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to continue watching it. I won't continue watching it. No, I won't. I won't. It definitely seems like if you want, like, a bad anime to watch this season. Again, we've only watched the first episode, but it definitely seems like if you want just a bad anime, you may get a couple of, you know, chuckles in. 
this may be the show for you. This may be one. I, I, I should mention there is more stuff that happens. There is a time skip. He is taken in by somebody along with his wolf lady servant. So that, that does happen. Um, but other than that, there's not really much yeah. to go. I, I, yeah. I think if you if you're allowing yourself one isekai this season, this shouldn't be the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. All right. Are you all ready for our next show? Yes. Yeah. Up next, we have. Is it Atelier or Atelier? I'm not I, sure. I'm going to I'm going to say Atelier. I, I, yeah, I, I believe Atelier it's Riza. a. Atelier oh, doesn't Riza. matter. Well, it, does, it does kind of matter, Colt, um, because that's how language works. You racist piece of shit. Damn. Atelier Riza, Ever Darkness, <laughs> and The Secret Hideout, the animation. Riza is an ordinary girl, tired of boring village life. She escapes the village to gather with her good friends in a secret location to talk of their dreams and plan thrilling adventures. Uh, so this also is a double-length episode. It's 48 minutes long. Yeah. Right yeah, out I the was- gate. Wow, Cole, you're cutting out like a motherfucker. Cole. Jesus Damn. Christ. That was that's bad. Cole. Cutting out all. I I love how Colt said he's not cutting out at all on his end. The you, 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 yeah. all on my end. It's perfect. You don't. You, you don't awful. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. There we go. Meow? You sound better now. Okay. That's okay. As somebody that's actually played games that this is based on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you all you started to cut out a little bit again. <laughs> as somebody the games that this is based on. <laughs> as somebody that's played the games that this is based on. Tell me what I don't cut out. You're good. You're good. Played, you're... Okay. Because I would have just kept going. Well, the thing is, is every time you said it, you cut out. You cut out like barely. As somebody that's played the games that this is based on. I did not expect this to be good because I think the uh, story is very secondary to these games. Uh, it's fun. It's cutesy. It's never anything groundbreaking. It's a squad goes out to kill a creature uh, that's fucking up an environment or some shit or some fucking garbage or shit. But you don't get the same experience as you do in the video game. Because uh, in the video game, you get to uh, find all these items, craft, and then the fun is the branching of the crafting system. And you don't get that here. Yeah, but you know Riza... what you do get? Lint wearing an absolutely slutty little outfit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Lint is our, I, I would say, male lead who is uh, wearing. No, because nah, there's, uh, he's just there's... a dude. He's a he's a second male lead. Oh, okay, he, secondary not... male protagonist, but yeah. he he is the primary male in this episode. Um, wearing essentially a top a crop top, and his pants are I would say down to his knees. I mean they're not really, <laughs> but no. he is showing a lot of hip. He has one arm fully decked out in armor. He's wearing like a half little cloak. Leather, leather knee high boots. Yeah, leather. I, no, there's like thigh high boots. Thigh high. Uh, and then pants. It, and it said in the episode, it's like, oh, I don't have a mom. And it shows because he obviously dresses himself. 
Um, it's embarrassing, but it's, it's just it's just like as soon as he came on the screen i'm just like he is wearing the sluttiest outfit i've ever seen on any character in any show ever and he wears less clothes i feel like by the as the games progress so he's showing more chest i can't wait i can't wait (laughs) because that's awesome uh also riza runs like a fucking idiot yeah that's how she runs in the game they did it pretty one-to-one it's that's, pretty crazy that's hilarious that is amazing um tanner what do you think of this um i thought it was okay like again i didn't think it was anything oh my god he does wear less clothing in games going i told you <laughs> he loses the crop top he's literally just wearing the jacket Wow. Oh yeah, he has a sleeveless. He has a vest. I forgot about that. He oh yeah, vest. yeah, it's a sleeveless vest. Um, but anyways, um, I thought I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a good episode. Kind of introduce or or like three young characters to get mentored in their respective fields. I do find it really funny how one of our characters, whose name I can't even remember, is Which like, one? I want to learn how to read, and then the girl's oh. like, I want to learn how to fucking do alchemy. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Okay, well, he he's wanting to read a specific language, Tanner. Okay, yeah, he knows how to read. He's a smart one. Nah, he wears glasses. It's just funny. He's just like, I want to learn how to read. And the other girl's like, alchemy. If I had the option to learn how to read a second language or how to do literal fucking magic, I'm taking magic every day of the week. Let me tell yeah, you. yeah. Um, also, too, if you can learn magic, I'm sure later you can learn a language. You know, exactly right. Or yeah. yeah. Uh, really a translator i mean really though like i would take precedent in that situation like yeah i would learn magic first yeah like yeah let me let me learn a little yeah i'll learn a little bit of alchemy i mean i mean look at oppenheimer yep (laughs) but yeah i thought i thought it was fine i didn't think it was anything just said that (laughs) i didn't think it was groundbreaking or anything yeah um yeah, it was fine. Uh, I say I mentioned Oppenheimer because one of the the alchemist character in here uses bombs. That's not a bit. Um, yeah, he uses bombs on like tiny characters. little fairies. Well, little fairies blows them to fucking smithereens. It's so and they funny. chose it twice, which is extra funny. Uh, and then uh, so our other so Lent, you know, the other two characters want to learn from this alchemist guy. Lent wants to learn how to fight from the other woman. Again, who, uh, also cooler than uh, reading. Yeah, and uh, should mention too that it makes sense for Lent for Lent, who is slutty, to want to learn from the woman who has big ass boobs. And in the game, they're even bigger. Yeah, which was crazy. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> also, the way she was sitting on the couch is like, "Damn." I, yeah, I will say her like <laughs> default pose on the couch was like. Oh, just time to sit down and relax. It was like draw me like one of your French girls' pose. It really like it was like, <laughs> it's like damn, she's really she, funny. She's a baddie. Yeah, right. well, this it's fine. Uh, it's if fine. you liked Riza, sure, check it out. But if someone <laughs> that likes Riza, play the game. Yeah, just play the game. It, it was. I will say it was kind of boring for forty eight yeah. fucking minutes. It it, it was yeah, that, like that's my thing. I, I should actually talk about what I feel. It was kind of boring. I don't want to continue this. Um don't just don't yeah. Just don't ask me again. Yeah, I will say with this trend of like pilot episodes being, you know, double length episodes, or in the case of like Oshinoko, it was the length of four episodes. 
you have to be really freaking engaging. You can't just be two episodes put together. And, and this call was it clearly that because there this, was a cutoff point that yeah, be good for fucking end credits. Exactly. This was two episodes put together. Whereas Oceanoko, which we talked about last season, that was a movie. Was, yeah, I mean it was a masterpiece. Um, and there's another show we'll get to later that did it very, very well. That I did don't, so well. I don't think this show, I, this wasn't it. I, I'm with Wenzel. I probably won't continue this. I am interested in the games, though. Like, I'm interested in, like, the crafting system of the games and stuff like that. But I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it doesn't interest me as an anime. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. It, it just doesn't. It seems like this is it has game mechanics that are only interesting. No, well, not only interesting, but it seems the way they did it would have been better just as a game. That's it. All right. Are y'all ready for our next little show? Yes. All right. Up next, we have a show called Ayaka. Little synopsis for you, because this is an original anime series. Uh, Yukito Yanagi is an orphan who is originally from Akiyamajima. Akiyajima? Ayakajima. I don't know why I was trying to add so many vowels. Uh, made above seven islands where mysterious beings called Mitama and dragons are rumored to reside, but later left for Tokyo following his father's death. One day, he encounters an eccentric disciple of his father who turns out to be his childhood friend, Jinji Sagawa. Jinji later brings him back to Ayakajima. There, Yukito meets his father's two other disciples, who protected the harmony of Ayakajima, which soon threatens to collapse. And this is animated by Studio Blanc. I yep. thought this was quite fun. As a anime original, so I always like to grade on a little bit of curve for an, like an original anime series, just because like this is a, like a true pilot. There is no, there is nothing to work on here. Like this, this is it. Uh, I think. I don't think the premise itself is like super new or groundbreaking, but I am interested to see like, cause they introduce like a magic system in this show that seems to be like, that seems like it will be neat. And Jinji reminds me a lot of Gojo, uh, which I don't hate. Cause he's just a funny little rapscallion. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is an original anime series by Gora. Uh, they, um, or he, I'm, I'm not sure, actually, I don't know their pronouns. Um, but th th this is, I, I think this is a singular person. That's their, that's their name that they go by. Um, they, they do only original anime series or animes. And, um, uh, yeah, I thought this was all right. Um, I, th I think the, whatever the magic whatever it might be it might be kind of interesting because it leans a lot on um elements and maybe divine interventions because the the beginning of it seemed fairly interesting with how um with how the characters uh, these these uh these magic characters how they were using it and also how they were dressed it felt very like religious and um so there's that and uh um yeah it seems all right uh, Cole, any any hot takes i didn't like it I, like this is another one like i just was bored uh it, nothing was really grabbing me i don't have any strong opinions about it because i just don't care about it ah, that's fine you know um it, it, it wasn't the most unique thing ever 
either. Uh, so that's fair. It, it just it tricked me a little bit. Uh, also, don't feel bad for not being able to say Ayakajima, right, Tanner? Because I mean that that's that's difficult to say. No, I said it right. Oh yeah, no. it's so hard to say Ayakajima. Ayaka you Jima? literally just said it wrong. Ayakajima. That was yeah. right. I said, said that. He said it right the first time, yeah. No, wrong. No, he got it right the first time. Okay. Wrong. Tanner got it wrong the first time. So I, I take I take it back. You suck, Tanner. Wrong. Yeah. Uh I, I the magic system seems neat. It seems to be based on like Wenzel said, elements, but also like very long, like incantations almost. Like full sentences to cast spells. <laughs> yeah, and, kind of. And none of them really relate to each other. And then our main protagonist right now, he doesn't do that. He just gets thrown in the water and he blows up. Yeah, he um, controls water and that and that yeah. power is just an explosion. Uh, yeah. But I I mean interesting I, I would I would like to see in episode two. Um to see if I wanted to go further with the series. So I I, I would say this is a win. I'd say check it out. If you got a you know a spare twenty three minutes, there's worse ways to spend your time. Yeah, like um, watching. Uh, am I actually the strongest? Or like worshiping Satan? Am I right? Yeah, that that's actually what I was thinking. Are you all ready no, for our next show? Not that bad. Yeah, let's go. All right, up next we have Bang Dream. It's my go. It's the end of spring of Anant's first year of. Hanioka Girls Academy, and almost everyone seems to be in a band. In order to fit in with the rest of the class, Anon, who started school late, scurries to find band members and finds out that Hanioka's weirdo, Tomori, has yet to join any bands. Um, This one yeah. I actually enjoyed a good bit. Yeah, so fun. this is like based off of like the hugely successful like Bang Dream franchise like this is just another one of those um except from what i've seen this isn't a spoiler it's more rock focused versus pop focused um which is kind of neat but yeah th this is that like if you don't like idol anime where music is your main is like the main thing good probably not Lord. gonna be for you just looking at the history of this what the fuck there's yeah, so I warned much, you. and it's not that old. It's really not. No, not 2015. Old. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, Bang Dream hasn't been around for probably, yeah, not even 10 years yet. Jesus yeah, Christ, there's, like, there's so many. Yeah, there's like a, like all the bands are like legit bands. Yeah. I, almost, almost all of them. There's well, VTubers. I, it's a whole fucking there's, ecosystem. There's a whole, there's a whole discography for all of them. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, this is animated by the studio uh, Sands again, which uh, I think that word literally means like three dimensional, three dimensional object, something like that. And uh, because all all of their shows are in three D, um, which is what they do for this, uh, it doesn't take me out too much. No, oh, no, like I get used to it really quickly because everything is three D, so it's yeah. really easy to get used to. And it's also yeah. fine in a show like this because there's no action sequences. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it never really has a chance to look janky whereas if they were fighting it could look a little yeah. weird yeah it, it's uh since it is a since it involves music uh, it makes sense for them to be in 3d because that probably helps for better like um show of movements you know 
So yeah, that makes sense. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Tamori collects rocks and uh, penguin band aids. Out of all the characters that I've seen in recently in media, that I'm like, yeah, they might be autistic. This one is definitely autistic. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean. Damn, I didn't mean to shut you all up. Also, it's just a fun little thing because <laughs> at the beginning of the show, uh, the there's like one of the girls, turns out she's really mean. And she's like, I don't want to be in this band anymore. And this new girl, Anon, is like trying to make her new band. Doing so, she talks to Hanioka's weirdo, Tomori. And Tomori's like, freaking out like i can't be in a band and she just runs away crying and uh, there's a scene in the episode where another bandmate saw her running away crying from anon and she's like what the fuck did you do to her and uh it's a misunderstanding but uh if i was anon i would fist fight her yeah she was a yeah. punk bitch and that's where our episode ends like it, it so it ends on like a actually a pretty interesting cliffhanger yeah, i I, so like i get that this is disconnected from like the rest of the bang dream stuff but it seems like i don't know it seems like a lot to get into um it doesn't to me it feels I, like you're not supposed to have the information on i, I would say it band. feels it feels so disconnected because it's its own it's its own it's a different band so it's its own it's a new storyline um, that wouldn't really matter because uh, I should say at the very beginning of the anime, uh, we get a uh, um, Tamori, the weirdo girl, and uh, her. There was like, uh, God, there was like three other people. So it was like total five people in a band. Uh, like Colt said, one of them was being really mean. It was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And this other girl was just like, I've never had fun. And the other three girls are like uh what the fuck yeah, they're <laughs> like, like oh this is news to all of us yeah and so they all want to do this band except for two girls and it's just like okay so they break up and that's where you kind of get like tamori being weird about bands is because it was kind of it was kind of traumatic for her because mm -hmm. this girl was just being so mean to her and she and then tamori staked a lot from what we can tell into this band i mean she even says that she's been practicing and doing a lot of stuff so much yeah um so so yeah so and then Anon just comes in and, and it's like uh, it, it clearly sets up like oh she's gonna get the band back together yeah well and to Tamori when Anon asks Tamori to be in the band Tamori's like oh well, will, will we be in it forever and yeah Anon's like oh haha -ha, funny but Tamori like is like hurt that she doesn't say yes yeah so that that's like where you get this confrontation from where Tamori is just like non understanding of like a non being like, well, I don't know if it will last forever. And it's just like it's like two different worlds. So that that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I would honestly probably watch the second episode of this. Like I'm I am kind of interested. And again, knowing it kind of leans more into rock as opposed to pop also kind of interests me. Um, because most of the idol anime that comes out is pop music, and I love pop music. Don't get me wrong, but there's only so much you can listen to. I would be interested to hear like a rock take of it. Some would call this pop rock. Yeah, Not I me. enjoyed it. 
definitely gonna uh, check out some more episodes. Yeah, I'm gonna check out that second episode because I am vague. I not vaguely. I'm fairly interested in it. Um, yeah. It seems neat. Yeah. yeah absolutely. All right. Up next, we have Classroom for Heroes. Long ago, a powerful demon lord ruled over the people until an equally powerful hero rose up to defeat him. To counter future threats, Rosewood Academy, a school for heroes in training, was created. Today, Rosewood Academy enrolls only the best of the best and... Ernest. We'll put Ernest, but it says in the show her name's Ernest. Yeah, that's what throws me off. Okay, well, we'll say Ernest Flaming is the best of them all. Yeah. And Blade the Vampire Hunter. Even though they're not a vampire hunter, just his name is Blade. His name is Blade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which kind of threw me off. Where it's like, oh, here's the protagonist that looks a little different than everybody else, and his name is Blade. Yeah, um, uh, it's not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Like, I was like, that's a way to stand above the rest. And Blade. It, and it I feels. Got some, uh, if uh, I should say it feels, I don't know, it feels kind of on the nose for some reason. Um, just because in the very beginning of the episode, we see the like they said, the demon lord and the hero kill each other basically at the very end. Mm -hmm. The demon lord has black hair and the hero gains white hair, and um, it, it shows them dying and it shows their blood mixing, but then and then we and then we cut to Blade later who has black and white hair. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like okay, there's something there with that. Yeah. Um, but Blade is like played in this first episode as solely being the hero, like having the hero's memories and all Blade wants to do at this school is to make 100 friends. He has no interest of like actually being the strongest or the best, but he also just is. Ripped it yeah. straight from Comey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't have a show if he's not the strongest. So he yeah is the strongest uh yeah. and th this first episode is really about him building his relationship with Ernest, who is played as like yeah i'm the number one in the class and i'm the strongest and i'm a bad bitch um i don't so, like you but if you show yeah. me any a little bit of attention i kind of like you yeah but i won't so, say it this hot take i think this is one of the worst ones we watched i really did not like this one because uh, it was a bunch of stereotypical anime tropes and like fan service was weirdly everywhere. Yeah. And it's just, it was not good. I, I found myself like, ah, uh, a little mad at it. It wasn't fun. What? That's... I did not like it. What? Did I say something too spicy? What? No, because I'm kind of <laughs> in the same group as you Colt what? like I, I didn't hate I didn't hate it but definitely very right. tropey very I mean it it seems very basic uh the animation isn't like anything to write home about either no so it's not great it, it doesn't like it, it like that doesn't draw you in it definitely just feels like you're run of the mill like I don't even want to say shonen esque but it seems like I like a fake anime sort of it, deal. It, it's your run of the mill yeah. fantasy shonen, yeah, high school, like yeah. That that's, that is pretty much what it is. Uh, it's I, something I, that the main character of an actually good anime would be watching in the background. 
D- you know? Oh, the, wow. Wow. That yeah. Is, that is weirdly very, specific and also correct. That's so, that is perfect because what, it just. What anime universe do you think Classroom for Heroes is an anime in? Because I oh, already man. have my answer. Oh, uh, man. Um, probably. Ooh. It has to be Jujutsu Kaisen. I was oh, thinking of Erased. I was going to say My Hero Academia. <laughs> you could, y'all couldn't imagine Itadori sitting no. in the basement watching Classroom for Heroes? He's got better taste, so no. No, he doesn't. Whoa, whoa. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He'd be watching doesn't. King of the Hill. Mm. That's better. No way in hell you're saying this is better than King of the Hill. Because if you are, I am ending the podcast. How much personal <laughs> what King of the Hill is like in Jujutsu Kaisen world? Uh, badass. I think we're at a stalemate because I really don't know. <laughs> uh, you said uh, erased? When would they even have time to watch anime and fucking erase? When it's a flashback to the kids when they're playing? I was about to say, why did you say erased out of <laughs> That's all such a weird one. Because I feel like you could see them playing with the toys or see it in the background. It's not a main focus. It's a background thing. It's playing on the TV. I feel like for something erased, though, if they're going to show something on the TV, it's going to be something that correlates to, like, the overarching theme or story. Yeah, CNN. Yeah, they're going to play the documentary uh, about the uh, West Memphis Three. I I mean, probably. That show was fucked up. (laughs) They're not going to play that because it's kid. There's There's really bad stuff in that. What? Okay. But really bad stuff happens to the kids in Erased. You don't see it. What do you mean I don't see it? We you watched fuck, it together. You don't fuck with you, the vision. You see dead children in the documentary. I'm bringing the mood down. Let's move on. Something else. No, we're not moving on. Uh, I should mention, I say classroom, I say My Hero Academia because a powerful demon lord. Also, it seems like something fake that'd be watched in the background. And guess who wants to be a demon lord in My Hero? You guessed it, Deku. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think, and I, I couldn't think of anyone. Yeah, I was like, who? Wait, wait, oh, wait, really? He says it in the manga and, well, now the anime. All for one. It's not a spoiler. Mm. It's not a spoiler. He says it. He says he wants to be the world's most powerful demon lord. Well, he was kidding. Yeah, he's no. joking. He's doing a prank. Um. Anyway, at it's some point during at, at at some point during the classroom for heroes anime, we all screamed, "Why was she naked?" <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Ernest was in this kind of uh, uh, I don't know, soul battle with his demon. Oh yeah, yeah. Why was uh, she? Because her soul's naked. I don't know. Why are you asking me this stupid fucking well, question? Y- see, we said that we were like, "Oh, it's her soul. It's the representation of her soul." So obviously, it's not wearing clothes. But then it came to, and she was just fully naked. She was fully naked. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was just know. like that's where the fan service comes in. It's like, also, oh, okay. Also, too, to show that she changed after conquering this demon, she lets her hair down. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how you know she's nice. That's how she, yeah. That's how you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's basically all to be said about this show. I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah. a show. Run of the, I mean, even the character names are very uh, earnest, flaming. Her elements fire. Holy shit. Who could have saw that coming? Our main character carries a sword. His name is Blade. Oh my god. Wild. Ernest is Ernest. What? Yeah. Who would have thought? All right. Do y'all want to take a little break before we dive into our next little batch? 
Why yes. not? All yes. right. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the anime. We're back. And uh, still We're... the same day. Yeah, we never even left. Never even left. So we ready to get back in the anime? Always. Yeah, Winslow, are you ready? Said yes. Yes what? what yes doing? what? All right, Colt, continue. Up next, we have the fate slash strange fate. Yes, please. Whispers of Dawn. <laughs> this is a new uh, spinoff of the Fate series. It's in its own universe. And I'm just going to give you a little rundown of uh, uh, what this is about. Fight for the control of the Holy Grail, an omnipotent wish-granting device said to fulfill any desire. Years have passed since the end of the Fifth Holy Grail War in Japan. Now, signs pretend the emergence of a new Holy Grail in the western American city of Snowfield, Alabama. Just kidding. It's in a city called Snowfield. It's definitely supposed to be based off of uh, New California. York. And, yeah. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be New York. Yeah, Nebraska. That'd be crazy. It was like based off of Omaha, Nebraska. And Colt, you also did one of my biggest mistakes I always make while reading. You said omnipotent and it's omnipotent. It's just ah. really funny because I, I also always read it as omnipotent. I, I don't fucking know why, but I just always do. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't say that. Animated by A1 Pictures, you know, the usual fate uh, animators. I, I, I want to get out in front of this. So this this is a 55-minute, like, standalone thing. Yes. Um, I think I think it's it a originally... Yeah, it's like a prequel series for fate, but didn't they originally screen this at, like, Anime Expo or something? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, so it just, like, became available to, you know, all of us. But they are adapting this into a full series later on i would assume probably next year at some point do not believe the lies that is you can watch this with no prior knowledge of the fate series as all three of us did yeah i did plenty of googling saying looking around saying like can i watch this without uh knowing shit about it i mean yeah you can nothing's stopping you yeah you can and still enjoy it there's just going to be shit you don't know what it means and that shit is like 60 percent of the thing i want i mean i wouldn't say it was 60 percent, but there is a like probably like a 10 minute stretch in the middle where it's like every other word is like fucking french i mean it just doesn't make sense where i like i don't understand because like Cole, I'm pretty sure we probably read the same stuff in Winslow. I don't know if you did, but I like on the official fate subreddit, it was like, yes, you can watch this with no prior knowledge of a- yep. anything fate. Not and really I just, true. I just don't believe that to be true, but you can still enjoy it. Um, as yes, all of us did because I had a blast with it and it makes me want to get into fate and I would love to watch or read or whatever the the stuff i need to to properly grasp like grasp the situation that is in the show but from yep. an outsider's perspective i still had a ton of fun with it yeah i had a i had a lot of fun with it too but like tanner didn't really understand 
And uh, immediately after this, I went on Crunchyroll and added the uh, almost the entire series uh, that's on Crunchyroll to my watch list because I want to get into this so bad. Uh, I immediately looked up how to watch guides, watch orders, and it's pretty hard to actually find a uh, watch order. Yeah, because it's you can apparently there's not like a consensus order to watch it. Yeah, but from what I can tell, Fate Zero, the 2016 or 2014, I can't remember exactly year. Not Fate Zero, uh, Fate Stay Night. And then Fate Zero is the prequel to Fate Stay Night. It's a whole, whole uh, Kingdom Hearts like uh, system of naming stuff. Yeah, and the, so and, much. And the timeline is so convoluted in like the Fate universe as well. Like I know we talked about earlier, like talking about like hopping into Bleach. Like, say if you hop for some reason randomly hopped into Core Two and not like not understanding it, it'd be like Kingdom Hearts difficulty. This truly is like Kingdom Hearts level of like timeline fuckery. Like you can still watch this and enjoy it. Like, you know, like we said, you're just not going to get everything you could out of it. If you have no prior knowledge of the fate series. Yeah. It's kind of like playing Kingdom Hearts three without playing anything else. See, I think, I think it would be more similar to playing one of the weird spinoffs first. Yeah. The like, it'd be like if you played like game, yeah, like playing the weird mobile game, like playing like Kingdom Hearts Chi first, or playing like 358 over two days first. Yeah, yeah. It's not I a bad experience. An, it's just I just I just got another message from the <laughs> the lady I was telling y'all about <laughs> before we started recording. <laughs> she keeps sending Hell me screen yeah. grabs of people's contact information. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> Man. Uh, yeah. uh, also, this is on Letterbox too. If you yeah. want to, to pad your stats, this was my hundredth thing on Letterbox this year. I think it was like my, I don't know, it's up there, eighty something. Yeah. Wendell, you have any any thoughts on Fate before we move on? Is he there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just. Like I said yesterday I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything for this. So. I thought you said you were going to put your opinion. No. Never. Okay, that's salty. That's... Um, no, I'm just trying to, uh, trying to think, like, um, what were you guys' favorite, uh, favorite scenes in it? Uh, when that one dude put the, his lance to the sky and made a giant key. I really liked that. And whenever I, I really, the girl made a uh, like an explosion and it sounded like a pot getting hit. Very unique yeah, uh, I will sound s- effects. Yeah, the sound design, like that's the one thing I've always seen like on anime TikTok and like if you ever watch like a top ten anime battles of the year, there's always like some random fucking battle from some whatever that year's fate show is that I've never watched. And the sound design in their fights are insane. And this one, it, it gives you a little teaser because I th- this is supposed to be, from what I understand from A1, this is supposed to be like a proof of concept showing that they can make this a full anime series. So, like, they didn't give away too much in this, but, like, the little fight we get uh, towards the end of the episode 
I, I really like. Like, I, I think the sound design in it was cool. The animation went dummy hard. Um, and and also, like, I don't know if it's because it is a proof of concept, but at one point, like, it goes like all white and it looks almost like sketches. And I thought that was pretty cool. So, but I, I again, I don't know if that's just because, like, if that was like a, an actual like choice being made or because it's a proof of concept and they literally just didn't finish it. Like, I, I don't know, but I, I, I thought it was cool either way. And I thought it worked well with, within the context of what it was. Yeah, no, um, it was really good. Um, I like the, um, historical aspect of it. Yeah. All the yeah. guns. Well, no, because like uh, all the all the characters, you guys haven't talked about the historical characters. I've been sitting here. I'm like, when are they going to talk about what happens in it? You guys haven't talked about what happens in it. Like, I, I, like you're here for a reason. Well, I mean, I, and okay, I mean, no, 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 because I've been sitting here and there's two of you and none of you have talked about it. Like what happened? Like the, it's crazy shit. And that happens in here. I mean, literally one of the guys, one of the main guys gets a knife, the knife. What is that knife? Jack the fucking Jack the Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. And they like, also mentioned Napoleon too. Yeah, they mentioned Napoleon. The so that, that was like the that's what was crazy about this was like it was literally like they've been trying to summon they're trying to summon different spirits. And I'm like, okay, but it's like not not just spirits, it's like spirits, humans from Earth's history. And I was just like, holy shit. And literally the first guy that summoned is like the king of heroes. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's probably King Arthur. But no. Um, and what threw me off was the blonde hair. No, it's Gilgamesh. Yeah. Uh, Gilgamesh, like, so from a historical standpoint, Gilgamesh is considered Earth's first superhero. Um, and, uh, and so when they, sum so like summoning him, it was like, he's like a very, very strong, uh, very strong person. So that, that was pretty crazy. And, um, and then, like they said, there's that fight between Gilgamesh and who in I I should have I didn't look up how to pronounce their name and it's been so long it's uh, but their name is Enkidu and if you don't know uh but in the epic of Gilgamesh Enkidu was Gilme Gilgamesh's best friend and Enkidu is basically the uh the first depiction of a wild man in human literature which is basically somebody who is like uh like one with nature, you know, not untamed, uncivilized, stuff like that. And um, and they're both like basically because basically Enkidu was created by the gods because they were pissed off at Gilgamesh and he was sent down to go and fight Gilgamesh. And they did fight, but after fighting, they became best friends because they respected each other's strength so much. And this is just from like the story. Like this isn't has nothing to do with like the the fate stuff like this is just from actual like literature yeah i didn't know and, that uh, i had no idea that uh they were like they were based off of i mean i knew gilgamesh obviously i didn't realize it, how'd you pronounce it Enkidu. that's how i think it's pronounced um i, I didn't I'm realize sure. they were also based off of somebody from gilgamesh i i just thought yeah. it was like a, a like a fate thing yeah which and, i guess i should have realized it was probably somebody from history again because they were like Oh, we have to bring Napoleon back. And also yeah. my knife's Jack the Ripper. Yeah, no, I and Jack like... the Ripper I, I I know we have a friend or uh, that uh was into Fate series 
And I remember talking to him and uh, he would tell me about like historical figures. And I was curious and Oda Nobunaga is in this uh, series somewhere and it's an anime oh. woman. Oh, so they just have fun with it too. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's interesting too because Inkidu in this scenario is also feminine. But somebody, uh, somebody pointed out that they were very the per whenever they realized Inkidu was summoned. Which by the way, Inkidu was summoned by a a dog, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, well, a dog that was like getting abused by their owner. Yeah, and so. They they only call they only refer to Inkidu as it because so from from the um from the actual story, uh Inkidu again was made by the gods, but he was shaped out of clay. But in the fate story, they're feminine because so in so it's kind of this is where we get divergent because in the actual story he's he's a man. Um but he meets a prostitute called um Sham Sham Hat. Um, and Sham Hat teaches Inkidu the way of the world and how to be human and stuff, and he becomes a man. But I guess in this scenario, Inkidu adopts a more feminine appearance, but they still meet Sham Hat because um because they mentioned Sham Hat. So when Gilgamesh is talking to them, they mentioned Sham Hat. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, like it's like legit, like going the same way of the actual story. And then they also talk about Uruk. Uruk is was the city that Gilgamesh was the king of. And Uruk was an actual city in Mesopotamia, one of the first cities um, in for human civilization. So uh, and like that, that whole battle was insane, like literally just them th both throwing everything they had at each other and it was just literally just a fun little bout for them like that was so crazy and then and then whenever gilgamesh is like here's the final blow of the night or of the evening and fucking makes a crater in the earth yeah that was it's, crazy dude it's sick and that and that's like how the episode ends too like it ends on such a cliffhanger and knowing we're not getting any more till i i mean i, I would say probably spring or summer next year at the earliest it's so frustrating because I'm like, God, now I want to get into fate, but also knowing there's so much fate stuff I can watch. Well, you know, and I should mention too at the very beginning of this when Colt says I'm a little salty, it's because last night I was like, I did so much research for this. I kind of want to talk about this and this and this. And Colt's like, Colt was like, No, you can't do that. You can't talk about that. That's I just spoilers. don't. I'm and saying Tanner, I didn't want to be the same way. Tanner was the same well, way too. I, if and you no, want to I, talk well, about it, you can. No, I just shut want to shut up. Shut up. Hold on. Shut up. No, I'm saying you're right. You're it's it's completely fine. You're right. That's why I you know I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying that's that was why if it seemed like I was salty in the beginning, it was because of uh I was just I was just referencing what happened last night because because uh, yeah I was just I was going to go into so much and then they were like yeah you probably shouldn't talk about it and I was like okay yeah I, I just won't. I won't. I won't. But I do appreciate you bringing the historical because I didn't know any of that about the Epic of Gilgamesh because I've never fucking read you it. Never read I, it. Mm -mm. Oh, when man. would I have read it? Oh, in class, Colt. You didn't read it either. Yeah, we did. You did not read it. Uh, we read it in PE. No, can we just learned about fucking archery in PE? Um. Oh. But uh oh gosh, and there's something else too. Oh yeah, also um the guy getting fucking gunned down by America <laughs> multiple times. Or well, not that guy in particular, but there's multiple scenes where the guy just raises his hand and 
a fucking SWAT team just comes out and obliterates somebody. Yeah. And, and the animation for the guy's heart when it reveals that he's that the body that they killed was just a puppet. I was like, that's really good. Yeah, um, I've never seen an, uh, like a heart in any show like animated like that. And I get that it was a fake heart. So I guess they could have a little bit more fun with it because there was like strings and like mechanic stuff to it. Yeah, but it was still yeah. like really neat. I was like, man, that's like weirdly a lot of detail. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, sick. I, I definitely want to get into fate. I would love to like get together and us like watch. I don't know. I guess the beginning or something because I was really interested in it. And like I said, I've only heard good things about fate. It just seems like super daunting to get into. It's not as bad when you separate the storylines because there is a fate online game anime story. And then there's the original uh, Fate game, uh, visual novel story with the uh, Fate Stay Night and Fate Zero. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I will say, though, the game stuff, because it was funny because somebody pointed out I, uh, when I was looking stuff up about how when Gilgamesh was summoned at the very beginning of the of the episode or of the of the show, um, there was a there was a rainbow like hey, not halo, but like a rainbow kind of like color around the summoning. And uh, that was like, that's they were like, that's a reference to the game whenever you know you're going to get a great summon or whatever. Yeah, I I, I think I saw the, like that same post because they were talking about the rainbow is supposed to signify like a ultra like rare yeah. Yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that the, gotcha, that fake gotcha game does fucking boatloads of money because that's like the one gotcha game everybody that or people I follow on Twitter always post about. And it's the only reason why the anime has such high quality fucking animation, they fucking oh yeah, pay for it. I and I and I should mention too, this fate, uh, fate, strange fake is it actually started out as an April Fool's joke. Oh, yeah, funny. I think I, I don't remember the con. Do you have like the context why it was an April Fool's joke? Because I saw uh, I, I saw a post where they said it started as an April Fool's joke, but then it became real. But I could never really find like any reference well, to no, how I, they no, April Fool's it. Literally, I just it was it was in uh, the the mangaka or whoever dropped it in in there. They were like, "Oh yeah, like April Fools. This isn't you know real." But then it got so so many it got so popular, and so many readers were demanding of it that it got serialization. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. And I could see why, because if if literally this what they showed in uh, this first little kind of teaser episode, I guess, um, if this is what they showed in their April Fool's joke, like. Comic. I mean, shit, man, I would be I'd be I'd be sold too. like, yeah, because I'm curious crazy. how different it's it crazy. is from the original, because I don't know. I think the original is still about the Holy Grail thing. So, um, I, yeah, because like every every like, are you talking about like the original like April Fool's like? No, I'm talking like Fate Stay Night. Uh, I think it's oh the original Holy Grail, just the whole series. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because every I think like from what I've read is like every single series is like a different Holy Grail war. So keep in mind, so like it's like as Colt said from the very beginning that like. Um, this is this is after the fifth Holy Grail War, but um, what what makes this different from e everything else is that this 
isn't like a um oh gosh this isn't a number grail war this is this is what's known as the fake holy grail war um which was like which was what kind of confused me initially when mm-hmm. they were talk, which is what which was one of the things i had to look up because i was like because they were talking they're talking so much um like tanner said it was like there's so much there's so many different terms and that this is one of the things they're talking about is that this war is the fake holy grail war and they are trying to make it into uh, well they're not they're trying to keep it fake but they're also trying to make it real and uh but what makes it separate is that there's only six classes instead of seven i don't know what that means yeah they pretty much said oh well because we're in america there's only six yeah that's literally the explanation for it in the in the episode the guy's like oh you didn't think that the fact that we're in america there's only six classes it's like like, what the fuck does that even mean berserkers there's like warrior classes yeah but there's just one less in america than imagine it's there like is samurai in... or something oh, I, oh, I don't okay know. okay wait a minute i was gonna explain that but you said i shouldn't explain that i just know vaguely that is a thing i don't know shit about it uh, uh i i looked it up i i know the classes i i i can't tell you what exactly they goes on in them but um i mean so far from this we got introduced to assassin and uh berserker yeah because we know jack the ripper is a berserker which was kind of crazy he wasn't a, like i know that for a lot of people that must have been a surprise but for for his brutality that makes sense um god that's uh, crazy i think jack the ripper is a little girl in or a girl in uh in, in a different fate series Couldn't tell I don't know. That. I couldn't tell you. I, I find uh, it. I find it interesting yeah, though yeah, how yeah. like, as far as historical figures go, like there's a ton of anime that always used like Jack the Ripper, like because as soon as Jack the Ripper came up, I thought about Jack the Ripper and Record of Ragnarok. I don't know if either of y'all have read or watched. Really, it or he was in. No. Wait, he was in Record of Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, he. F- I mean, do y'all want to sport? I, I, I will. T- he fights no. Hercules in it. His his fights against Hercules. I don't want to. Is it just warriors? Yeah. Well, Record of Ragnarok is like they're picking twelve quote unquote champions from the human race to fight twelve quote unquote champions of the gods to save humanity because the gods are like, oh, let's just get rid of all humanity, and they're like, oh, let's give them a fighting chance, and it like it's like the third battle is hercules versus jack the ripper that's crazy it's pretty cool i i definitely recommend reading it because the anime is it's one of those weird like kind of like way of the house husband scenarios where like it's not like it's like a slideshow almost yeah. which seems weird because it's such a high octane that's like weird. battle anime but i would definitely recommend reading it because the art is fucking insane uh, Oh, hell yeah. I, no, I, I I've been meaning to check it out, and that's crazy yeah. too because Jack Jack the Ripper's also in Soul Eater. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. also like, I mean, shit. I mean, Jack the Ripper, too. Like, I I mean, is in JoJo's the first yep. part. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I was like, I know he's in one of the parts. I think it's I think it's the first one, but yeah, it's the first one. I mean, but yeah, it's just weird how Jack the Ripper always pops up. It's because no, I mean, it's that, the British killer that everybody knows. Well, and because at for the longest, you know, I mean, even still now, we don't have like 
prunk. Well, we do. Um, he was very like he's shouted and sh- he was shrouded in so much mystery. I mean, they didn't even know what he yeah. looked like. So yeah. like they could kind of attach any image to him. So he's very he's very much like um, ambiguous in that in that sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. This. Uh, oh, God. And, and there's like a bunch of name like uh, like heroic spirits, noble phantasms, servants. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What I think is interesting, though, is America is part in this. And that is that they are creating a fake Holy Grail war to sell as a product to other countries. Yep. <laughs> that's that's fucking crazy. Um, so I, I, I'm hyped for this. This is like super fucking sick. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it looks real. Cause it's pretty much like all the ridiculousness of like a over the top, fantastical battle anime, but also like, jack the rippers in it like i don't i don't know what else to say like there's also like a well, par- napoleon's gonna come in at some point well like uh, not only that not only that gilgamesh is okay so i was gonna make a joke about futurama but i got so salty last night that i was like i'm gonna not gonna make my joke or my reference to futurama now let's hear the From futurama the- joke okay so in futurama there was an episode where Bender becomes a hero. He's like a firefighter. And at some point, a flame monster from the sun comes down and starts burning shit. And he tries to hunt, he tries to stop it, but nobody believes him. So he exiles himself. But eventually, um, through like random stuff happening, or not random stuff, stuff happens, and the flame monster escapes and it tries to get to the Earth's core. Fry is like, kind of pissed off at him he's like i'm not you know you're you're a liar and i can't believe it but then uh he finds out that no bender's been telling the truth these flame beings from the sun come down and they're like uh they come to take back the fire monster again uh nobody believes them except for fry now and fry's like bender you know uh like you're you know you're a hero you're, this is awesome you're telling the truth and then the, the flame beings are like are like you are Bender Rodriguez. You are Earth's greatest hero. And then Bender's like, "Ha, suck it, Gilgamesh." I don't know if that is my thing. Flash red, suck it, Gilgamesh. And uh, and I always make that joke to Colt whenever we talk about heroes. But then after the flame people leave, and Fry's like, "We got to tell everybody." Bender's like, "Nobody's gonna believe you. They're gonna think you're crazy, and they're gonna think I'm a criminal." So please, you know, sh- you know, shut up for this one time. And so they bust. So the crew bust in. They're like, "Fry is safe. Praise Gilgamesh." <laughs> That's like good the only, shit. The only time too, and like I always, I always make that joke because I, I love it. It's probably one of my favorite jokes from that show. That's good shit. I want to watch the new. I, totally off topic. I know we've been on fate for like almost a half hour, uh, hour already, but I really want to watch new Futurama. Yeah, I do too. It, it looks fun. Sorry, sorry, I've been talking a lot. To be fair, fate is really this this really long, so had a lot to say. Really excited. Also, we all genuinely enjoyed it. Like, yeah, too. and and it is long. It was like almost an hour. All right, are we ready to move on to the next show? Well, yeah. are you all ready? I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Cole, I was born ready. Already. Next up, we have the gene of AI. Give you a little. No, that's the gene of Al. <laughs> Wenzel, I swear to God, I was almost about to make the same fucking joke. I was about to say that's the gene of Al. <laughs> Clearly AI, but I like swear was three seconds away from saying Al. I can never read. I can never read. Why does it keep going fucking red? I'm talking about my mic light. It's green, but then it goes red. I'm not that fucking loud. Um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. I every time I see AI, I have to read it as Al. 
at the Rita's Owl. All right, cool. Gene of AI, uh, give you a little information on it. Hikaru Sudo, also known as Magadit, secretly takes on illegal medical procedures. A doctor who treats a robot and humanoid problems takes place in the near future when humanoids with AI account for 10% of the population. One of the major plot points is that it is illegal for humanoids to make copies of themselves and that Sudo's humanoid mother is imprisoned for making a copy of herself and uh, Sudo's trying to look for the original. And uh, animated by Madhouse. So uh, th- they've got a good history. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it seems like, I don't want to say like their hype has died down in recent years, but it definitely seems like with the emergence of like MAPPA and stuff, like you don't hear about Madhouse being nah. like this animation powerhouse like you used to like in the mid-2010s. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, it's still cool I to agree. see him pop up. I agree, sadly. Um, yeah, which I, yeah. I mean, and this show is well animated. It's just not like when you think of like, at least for me, like when I think of like animation studios, I think of like really complex scenes. And like, at least in this first episode, there wasn't anything too crazy that no, like no. really lets them flex a little bit. Um, when I think yeah. Madhouse, I think Redline. I think of the big baby uh, creature fucking exploding. Yeah. Oh my god, they they did do Redline. What yeah. the fuck? Redline is so, oh my god. If y'all haven't seen Redline, I would love to do a Redline episode because Redline is so good and also haven't watched it since we got together and watched it like six years ago. But fuck, fuck yeah. Redline oh is good. <laughs> but Gmail AI, yeah. in my opinion, is pretty good too. I enjoy the art style because it reminds me a lot of a friendly magaka that's one of my favorites is uh, Naoki Urasawa is the uh, yep. the humans look they look like uh, his style and I like that not just the humans yeah. but everyone everyone well you know yeah yeah the humanoids humans yeah they look they look very much like it i have to agree with Cole on that um they they uh they they look very uh much similar to that style it's it's mm-hmm. so funny though the um the thing about their eyes that's what gets me it's like their eyes are all cg and i have the note here this is goat eyes because that's how you tell the difference between humans and humanoids is their eyes. They have like goat eyes yep. and humans are normal. And in case you don't know what a goat eye is, it's like the pupil sideways essentially is the, the and it's like wrong. If the pupils an oval it's, and sideways. Yeah. yeah. So kind of if for some reason, if you've never seen a goat, um, um I, I liked it. It, it's so weird. It takes, it usually takes a couple of episodes. Like, for these episodes or for these shows that have kind of popped up recently where um like you know it's like man versus machine sort of deal which this uh, this anime obviously is like even like vivi took me like two or three episodes to get into inuyashigi took me like two or three episodes to get into i feel like this would fall into the same category as that um where i need a couple of episodes but like i like the premise of it and i like like the added element of, oh, you can't make a copy of yourself. That's illegal. And like, that's what, what our main character is like essentially trying to find his original mother, even though he visits his mom like three times in prison, like in the span of this first episode. And he's like, I'm trying to find you. I'm trying to find you. So it's kind of interesting 
it almost makes yeah. you think like it, did his mom get framed did somebody like you know like make copies of her did she do it like it really like kind of begs that question so i think that's an interesting plot point to it um well no they they, they address it in the very beginning what, yeah what, but they well, kind of i mean yeah they do address it in the very beginning with that like opening scene where he's like a kid and stuff well yeah oh so okay i should explain what i'm talking about here in the very beginning his mom is talking to these doctors uh, i assume this like kind of back alley kind of group or whatever and uh her son our main character needs treatment he's very very sick but um she doesn't have the money so she talks to these guys and like yeah we'll do that for you but you got to do something for us and what that what that is is you got to make a copy of yourself and yeah um she does and she she does and i assume maybe like her doing that um either either she um well, I don't know, because if he's still trying to look for her original, then that means the original might be safe or might not be corrupted or something. But I assume that something happened to where she got ousted. So therefore mm -hmm. she got imprisoned or or I mean, that's really the only thing that can happen. Um, yeah. E yeah, either that or maybe her original did something or her original or her cop. Well, Here's the thing, like, is the one in the prison technically the copy then? Because he keeps saying find the original. So maybe his yeah, original I mean, mom is in like hiding and this one's in jail for maybe she did something bad or just because because they've never illicitly said we put the copies in jail. They just said that well, it's no, illegal no, to was... make copies. Well, well, no, it'd have to be it'd have to be the copy because what they, uh, I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of uh, weird, but I mean, I, I'm assuming that they, they would have to be the copies because the reason why they make the copies illegal. And I, I think this is they're Okay. They're kind of backing themselves into a corner by saying that making a copy is always going to be bad, which I don't mm -hmm. think it's, it can't be true, but they do kind of state that you, that really making a copy isn't a good idea just because also, something happened in the past to where the um the black market and uh making copies like making copies is only accessible through the black market and to do that it it you it will almost always run the risk of having viruses or corruption because every copy or one one copy or or whatever happened was infected and now it's just teaming all in or all around in like all around the black market so there's no there's no safe way to to really do it yeah and, and also so just... in the past people have been used a copy of an ai there's a specific ai that's been used in multiple crimes in the past uh there was a fucking body in the desert uh that was just abandoned there yeah uh, because that was where a rogue i not rogue uh, an AI was put uh, in that body. Oh, yeah, or God, I have to go back and watch it now because that that scene or that sequence happened so fast. Yeah, because, because it was basically saying that this man from the Middle East was used basically as somebody they made copies and copies and copies of until eventually they killed him and just threw his body in the desert. 
So it's he's super like, interesting stuff. No, like that's the thing that gets me about it is I'm kind of hooked already because it's like a lot of interesting, like philosophical stuff, especially with the mm-hmm. copies, because Mogadit deals with an issue where a, a man was trying to help his wife or yeah, they were trying to make a copy, but then she ends up getting uh, infected by a virus and she you said that weird. I know I did. I know I did. I don't know why. <laughs> I wasn't to say anything. I was like, you know what? He knows what he said. Virus. And uh, she ends up having like what? Like only like two weeks or something to live or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and our main character's like, you can still use the copy. But the thing is, is that there's going to be a gap. And at first they're kind of okay with it because it's only a f- couple of weeks, maybe a few. But then it kind of brings in the question like, well, is, would this copy still be the original because there is a like, does the time gap matter or will she like, she won't have the same feelings and memories of the moment leading up to her death. Yeah. So yeah, essentially yeah. she was scared that the copy while being the same person that version of her consciousness would essentially be dying. So it kind of brings into like the interesting conver- like point of like, yes, you can be immortal, but it's never like your same consciousness. It's it's like, it's pretty much like the same argument with, that people make like, Oh man, I would totally upload my conscious to, you know, to the, the cloud and become a fucking, you know, AI when I die. But I'm just like, but is that truly you? No, you're still no. going to die. Yeah, and you're, that's not you. I, yeah. There's no it, point It's a it. lot of interesting concepts well, in the show. Well, you got to be careful because it is it is you. Because remember, if we... But it's not you. It's it's a different person, basically. Uh, yes and no. So it's both. I should mention, because, okay, sorry. WandaVision brings us up where there is the fake vision and yes. the the corpse of the vision who are both interacting with each other and bring up the ship of Theseus or whatever and they talk about how is it still the original ship and they both say it's both but it's neither so yeah I mean you like that is still you yeah but at the same time it's not and I think that's fine and fair um, just please don't have an existential crisis about it. That's why I'm. That's why I'm stating this for any future generations listening to this. You are real. Y- yeah. <laughs> when you're listening to this podcast in a hundred years, uh, when we're all uploaded to the cloud, anyways, um, making podcasts and you know, eternity. Uh, it it is an is there is a lot of well, I, I guess talking through it, I'm like talking myself into liking it more because now I'm like, yeah, now I really want to watch the second episode because I, I bet I know, a, ton, like, a ton of those concepts were were left to be vague on purpose because it we're gonna get more explanation as the show goes on. Yeah, 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 true. I also just want to say, if you like this, uh, you're gonna love Pluto when we cover it in the fall season. I imagine if you like this, Pluto is the. It feels like a better version of this, but this is good. This is really good. (laughs) We only seen one episode. Um, yeah, I gotta read Pluto. Also, too, I I feel like this is something probably Ghost in the Shell would address. Yes, yes, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I yeah talking through it, I was like, man, I guess I liked it more than I thought. 
uh, yeah, I mean, we were when we were watching, we talked quite a bit because it yeah. was just, it was pretty fascinating. I mean, it's a it's an interesting concept. Um, it, it doesn't definitely doesn't seem very action based either. It seems very, no. very philosoph- philosophical and maybe even noir driven. Yeah, because I guess there is like one mystery at like the central core of the show. So you're probably right. Like, I mean, and we'll probably get even more stuff because, I mean, he goes by an alias. You know, he talks about the black market a lot. I mean, he's probably I mean, he's probably going to do some I imagine some like, you know, sneaky or like, you know, very investigative stuff anyway. Hopefully nothing nefarious, nothing illegal, hopefully. I hope not. Even though he already did. Uh Oh, Y'all ready to move on to the next anime? Yeah, yeah. Let's move on, Colty. The next anime is called The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. It's about a delightfully charming romantic... It's a delightfully charming romantic comedy about a boy who only has eyes for the girl who always forgets her glasses. Mie shares her dreams for the future with Komura, but he struggles to come up with his own. All he can think of is being with Mie. Uh, this uh, is animated by Gohans, uh, published by Square Enix, which is a little strange, but they have been in the game publishing anime for a little bit now. Hold on, Wendell is adding something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. Um, do Go we want to mention, do we want to mention the next anime too, just so we can kind of, we can just say that the next anime we talk about is going to be, uh, animated by the exact same people so there's yes. gonna be yeah. similar techniques used in both animes uh, yes but the, the it's head, very apparent <laughs> but there's one thing in this one that's not in the other one and that's the hair because the, yeah. the yeah. main girl her hair has a mind of its own it's the most animated hair i've ever seen it's, yeah, I, that's like the one thing we kept saying, like as we were watching it, it's like individual strands of hair were all separately animated. It's weird. I've never seen it's any so weird anything. I've never even seen human hair react to the environment like that. It was extremely distracting and it felt kind of fetishy. You know what? To be fair, the entire show could be considered fetishy. Also, I should say, uh, I didn't write that synopsis. Uh, delightfully, was what was in the Wikipedia synopsis or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Take that, take that as you will. <laughs> I, I thought okay. I, I I guess I'll come out and say I thought it was fine. Um, it seems like a <laughs> trope that loses its luster quick. Like because by the, we were halfway through the episode and it's like the next school day, and spoiler, the girl forgot her glasses again. And Wenzel wrote a note here. Oh, she's just stupid, which is (laughs) correct. She's just stupid and forgets her glasses all the time. Well, okay. So at the very end, she not only forgets them, she steps on them. And yes. so, and uh, our main character guy is like, oh, crap, like I, I, I accidentally begged the gods to do that or whatever. But this is divine luck or some shit. Um, but she ends up putting in contacts. Yeah. And but uh, as we saw from the next episode preview, she's blind again. So either she they just get rid of it or she for, also forgets her contacts. Yeah. Who knows? But that that's literally the joke. At I mean, this whole show is. Uh, fucking! Oh my god, 
I mean, how many how many stuff can you do to extend this for an entire fucking season? Like, like it seems like you could like. I mean, it it seems like a one one and done thing, you know. It's like when is it Velma and Scooby Doo? Why am I blanking yeah. on her name? Velma. It's like Velma. yeah, when she loses her glasses. It's like that. But what if you made it a thirteen episode anime? And what if that it's one middle, joke? And middle school kids. And what if the girl is actually incredibly fucking stupid? Yeah. Sorry. Also, for some reason, the opening four minutes of the show, and I get this is like the Gohan's signature, is just like these weird. I don't. It's not rotoscoping, but like angles. these weird angles that I've never seen in any animated show ever. It's like fish yeah. island skateboarding angles. Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. It's like fish eye, and then these like really. Oh God! It's like a what is it? What is it? I. I learned about this. Uh, it's like uh, it's a moving shot, but it's from a low angle. It's not a dolly shot, uh, is it? It, it? It's from a it's from a low angle. It's like it's like the it's as if the camera is in the right corner of your screen, and it's slowly kind of following the um. God, it's like it's it's starting from the from the left, then it moves to the right, and then kind of swoops up to to get that front shot of the character but then it does that quite a bit of like being these like really like like very focused action not action but like these low corner high angle shots not high angle god i'm i'm trying to think of how to call it but it's it's this animation studio's signature basically because they do this in the next anime we're going to talk about which and, is how um, we immediately were like uh is this also and we just so happened to watch these shows back to back yeah and we were like yeah. is this the same studio and like yeah it was it was good it is and and should also mention too that the environment is all 3d but the characters are 2d yes and it's not bad 3d at all it's It's some of the best 3d i've ever seen it's very pretty like yeah i've seen a lot of people complain about like the 3d environments in the show they're like oh there's there, like, I don't think that's the the critique of this show at all. I just think the critique of this show is that it's a it's Silly. like a one and done joke. Yeah, it, like it's just taken to its done. limit. But I, I don't think yeah. any of the animation or anything. Like, I, I thought it was actively like pretty okay. I, no, I do I agree with the animation's Col- beautiful. Yeah, I do. Th- the hair was distracting. I do agree yeah. with y'all because, like, again, sometimes she would just be sitting and her hair for whatever reason would just like bounce. It was weird. Yeah, it was, but, uh, you know, I didn't hate it. The animation is beautiful. I'm probably going to check out a few more episodes, probably not the whole season, uh, but it's all right. I hate it. Like definitely not the worst show here. Definitely not. (laughs) No, we already talked about that. Uh, up next, we have the masterful cat is depressed again today. Uh, Saku is an ordinary young woman who works long hours and lives alone with her cat, Yukichi. Yukichi, however, is not an ordinary house cat. He cooks, cleans, and succeeds at adulting more than the woman who expected him to be a pet. I had no clue what this anime was. Uh, the intro is a long, like, city, uh, environment shots. It was really yeah. cool. And I was like, where's the cat? When's the cat coming to play? And uh, I was like, does she have a husband? What's going on? And then as soon as it's like something clicked in my head, I was like, no fucking way. 
it was a big ass cat. Big ass cat. Yeah. My mind was. Yeah, blown. no, I, I was, I was very surprised because I was like, I know for a fact he's gonna have a big ass cat, and I'm just, I'm excited to see everybody's reaction. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I don't, I don't know where y'all sit on it because, like, we we did watch a lot of these shows together, but we kind of keep our thoughts to ourselves most of the time before recording these. This may be sleeper hit of the season. Based off of based off of the one episodes, like the, all the first episodes we watched, I thought it was incredibly funny. I thought uh, the cat Yukichi, who is a non-speaking cat, but is a like a giant, like six foot tall humanoid cat. Yeah, that does I- all these house chores. I thought it was incredibly funny, but I also thought the human characters were also funny. Like Saku's funny. Everybody she works with in the office is pretty funny. And like kind of the hijinks. It's it's fun. Like it's a funny show. Like it it's played yeah. obviously as a hundred percent comedy. And we get like this offhand joke that I think will be paid off in episode two where her boss comes up to her is like, oh, how's you like how's the cat doing? Like yeah, she, he says something like to the extent of like, yeah, I used to work with him or something. And it's yeah. like, oh, is this cat like what? It, it, it's super funny, but I, yeah, I no, honestly we, think it's the sleeper hit of the season. We we get these references that this cat knows. It's interesting because Saku got her got him when he was a kitten. And uh, we meet an old lady who um who was there and so they both know each other as well and then he makes a reference that he might know this cat and so i i'm really excited to see where this pays off also too it says the masterful the title of it is the masterful cat is depressed when does he get depressed like i know he didn't seem sad no he, he seems seem... happy he loves that... caring for her yeah yeah and like it, it's pretty funny too because there's even a bit in there where he has to. I don't know if he's weighing himself or he's weighing Saku. <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah. He go because, because uh, Saku keeps like eating all this, like because he makes like these gourmet meals. Because all this cat does is watch like the cooking channel, and that's how he has learned to cook like this. Is so we're led to believe. And he goes to weigh, and he does it like I mean, literally, we weighed our cat socks like this three days ago. Where you weigh yourself and then you grab your cat and weigh, and that's how you figure out how much the cat weighs. Well, that's how the cat weighed Saku. It was, <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. It, I, I think it's a sleeper hit too. I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. The food looked delicious too, by the way. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it was my favorite show of the season, but it is like, it's something it's I'm going to continue to watch. It's, yeah. It, 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 the humor and the comedy in it reminds me of uh, Honda San. Yeah. I was about to say yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So, Absolutely. like, yeah, it's it's super high, high. Cannot give it a high enough recommendation. Like, if you just want something lighthearted and fun. And I hope, it, I mean, obviously with the title, like, it may get into some deeper or darker topics. But it does seem like, like at the end of the day, it is going to be like pretty a, a lighthearted little romp anime. So uh, I, I definitely highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. I agree. 100%. I agree. I also th- just think it's uh, funny seeing a big cat. That is true, true because the cat also like Yukichi still acts like a cat. So like he sleeps like on Saku's face, 
despite he, being like yeah. this giant six foot tall cat. It's funny. And he breads. He turns into a loaf. Yep. Yep. He tries to get into spaces way too small for him, which is even funnier because he's giant. Yeah. <laughs> That was a really good bit when that little basket was uh, gifted to him. I really like yeah, that. And he, he just and he puts, puts it on his head. <laughs> and he falls so check this out. Check this yeah, one yeah. out. Definitely check, definitely it, check out. it out. Yep. All right. Y'all ready to move on? Yep. With your best shot. Up next, we have Horamiya, the missing pieces. Woo! By sheer luck, Hori and Mia Mura cross paths outside school, neither looking as the other expects. The seemingly polar opposites become fast friends, sharing with each other a side of themselves they've never shown to anyone else. This anime aims to bridge the gap and provide a comprehensive adaption of the manga story. This new series will bring to life the Kyoto Field Trip, the sports festival, and other side stories that were previously omitted. Um, yeah, so Hori Mia came out. <sighs> Shit. 2020 or 2021, I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, and I thought it was great. What this is, it, it, I, I guess it is technically a season two, but it does not take place after the events of Horimiya. It it kind of fills in the gaps, like like Colt said, between events because the first season of Horimiya doesn't adapt the full manga. Um, it just kind of picks like. I don't want to even want to say the highlights because the sports festival is fantastic. Um, and they kind of just glance through it in the first season. So this is just kind of filling in the pieces. So you can go into this blind, but I, I mean, I would recommend just watching the first season of Hori Mia because it's one of the best shows of the decade. In my opinion, in my humble little opinion, it's fantastic. As someone that hasn't watched the original Hori Mia, like anything at all. This was really easy to get into. And it actually yeah. made me really want to check out the uh, original because it's a fun little romance story looking to be. And it's funny. And it's got some funny stuff. Hori Mia is legitimately funny. super funny. Um, and yeah, it, it's so much different than a lot of like romance anime and manga I've, I've kind of dabbled in because like it. I mean, obviously, y'all know this because y'all watched the first episode of this. They don't, like, just tease you with Hori and Miyamura getting together the whole season. Like, they get together very quickly in the show. It's like episode three. They're together. And then the show is about them building and, like, this blossoming relationship and them, like, kind of growing together. Like, that's what's interesting to me about Hori Mia because I just don't think there's a lot of romance, anime, or manga, at least that I have been exposed to, that does that. And... This again is just like good, like good bits that they didn't put in the first season. Yeah, and it's what about they have a little bit of a higher budget? It's slightly better animated in the first season, but it, right. it's pretty, pretty. Yeah, um, yeah. One of my it, favorite jokes in it is uh, Wenzel wrote it down here. <laughs> it's uh, there was two guys that didn't want to go swimming. Uh, horror, not horror, Mia. Miyamura, that's the guy, right? Yes, yes, yes. He doesn't want to go swimming because he's got tattoos all over his body. Doesn't want to show everybody his tattoos. And this other guy doesn't want to go swimming because he has body, uh, self body image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is the class president. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my top top of my head, but it's the class president. Yeah, 
And uh, to get out of it, uh, both of them made up their own little excuses. One of them said they're on their period, and the other one said their arm exploded. And it, it <laughs> comes up multiple times throughout the little scene for them swimming, but it, it was funny. It was really funny. Like, they're not lying. Like, having not had any sort of uh, exposure to this, besides, like, the name, is uh, I, I was... I got into this fairly easily. Like it, it's really good. And um, the period joke, actually, they kind of explained that earlier where, uh, Oh God, what was it? It was, it was the same scenario. Or it's not the same scenario. It was the same similar situation where the character did not want to take off. He had to take off his clothes and that would show his tattoos. And they were trying to explain to his, one of his close friends was trying to explain why he can't do that. And he immediately, he, he, uh, what is it? What did they say? They like they're like he um he goes for broke. <laughs> he says he's on his period. <laughs> yeah, 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 they, yeah. They used the term he goes for broke multiple times, which I don't know if that's a weird translation. I have never heard that for somebody being on their period. Well, I think like I've I, never because they kept because they kept trying to explain what was wrong, but none of the excuses were working. So he was just like, "Fuck it, <laughs> the last ditch." <laughs> we're gonna say. Yeah. Left yeah, he's effort, a, yeah, yeah. They, like it's it, it is like the overarching joke because the first half of this episode takes place on the Kyoto field trip. The second half is them like having to swim for school or whatever. And like the bridge between those is the joke of Miyamura being on their period. It it's really funny. And then yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it it's it's really funny. Uh, again, <laughs> and one <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say one of the characters too. Uh, every time he popped up, I, I I would fucking I would get angry because he would just be screaming, and I'd be like, "Does this? Why is this motherfucker so loud?" He has green hair. Yeah, I can't remember him being that loud in the first season. But again, they they, they turned him up. Yeah, well, and too, like a lot of the side character stories kind of had to take a backseat because the first season. I mean they really just wanted to show like as much of, you know, Hori Mia as possible. So like you just get like the big, like highlights of the manga. So this, I feel like with the missing pieces, cause it's a full 13 episode thing. So I imagine we're going to get like all of the side stories of these side characters too, which from what I've read is really good. And I, I do wonder if we'll get like, if after this, it will be like a complete, thing or if you might possibly go to season three i don't know but uh i'm super excited because like i said hori mia has been one of my favorites of the decade so far and more of that is good to me hell yeah dude hell yeah also animated by cloverworks didn't say that oh yeah yeah y'all ready to move on to something different yeah Um, speaking of goat Um, eyes right speaking of goat eyes because they're (laughs) goaded with the sauce he, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, they're not goaded. Okay, you don't, okay. You hate on. Gojo. You hate Gojo. Okay, you don't think Gojo's goaded with the sauce? You know, man, I gotta be a contrarian here. I hate this. Uh oh. Have you not seen the it? recent manga leaks that no. came out today? No. Oh no. Yeah, they came I out saw, today. Oh, Let me oh <laughs> I saw the manga. I okay, Cole. We can't uh, spoil this for at... anyone that's listening. No, 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 no we're not. No, no. We're not. We're not talking. We're not, not saying spoilers. Can you can you stop jumping the gun, Colt? Jesus Christ! I was gonna say though. I know you don't look at them, but just know I saw the leaks 
or my hero holy fucking yeah. shit <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, dude. I saw I saw it about ten minutes before we got on Discord. I was like, "Me I too." Seen this yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That damn. also, Jujutsu Kaisen's going on break next week. What the fuck? But Rest okay. Ah, oh, they can't do that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah. If you couldn't, if you can guess, Colt, take it away. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen season two. It's back. It's been so long. Uh, it's currently um, season will be divided into two arcs: hidden inventory, which is five episodes. Oh, uh, actually, hold on, I gotta add something because I forgot this next episode. Uh, it, they call it this as well. Sorry, gotta put that in there. Uh, into two arcs: uh, hidden inventory, premature death, and the Shibuya incident. The first five episodes are the hidden inventory slash premature death arc. And the other 18 episodes would be the Shibuya incident, which makes sense as someone that's read the manga. Shibuya is, uh, incident is very long, uh, but very it's long. really good. Yeah. And there's also going to be a couple of bridge episodes in between the end of Hidden Inventory, Premature Death be and before the start of Shibuya, because obviously they have to start Shibuya on August 31st. So they're doing a recap of season one, and they're also doing a recap of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and then they're taking an off week. So like today, while you're listening to this, like the, the day this comes out yesterday, the final episode of hidden inventory premature death came out and it's going to be three more weeks until sh the Shibuya incident actually starts. They're trying yep. to get it to where it's releasing around Halloween. That's my guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair yeah. because uh, this isn't a spoiler because they mentioned this in season one. The Shibuya incident will be taking place on um, October thirty first. October thirty first. Yeah. Yep. And what? What you know? What is October thirty first this year? It's a. It's a Tuesday. It's a. Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. So. A Tuesday, uh, isn't it? It's a bit of a Tuesday. Also, can I go ahead and say what we're doing? Or yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So, as you all know, we are huge Jujutsu Kaisen heads here. We are about to talk a little bit about the first episode, but next only. Friday. Yes, first episode only. But next Friday, August the 11th, we are releasing a, another non canon file covering all five episodes of the Hidden Inventory and Premature Death arc before the Shibuya incident stuff pops off. We're not going to be going into manga spoilers on that episode solely just the hidden inventory premature death arc so just wanted to put that out there because a with this anime pre review coming out like a week later than it normally does because we covered so many extra shows but also it's been so long and we've all caught up on Jujutsu Kaisen we we want to talk about it so next Friday there will yeah. also be another non-canon file for solely Jujutsu Kaisen season two hidden inventory slash premature death arc yes uh, I'm going to yep. give you some information about this season just so you can have it. Uh, we go all the way back to the ancient, ancient times, 2006. We follow a second year Gojo in Ghetto who are tasked with a mission to protect and assure the assimilation of a middle school girl, Riko Amanai, also known as the Star Plasma Vessel, not related dun, to Pokemon. Dun, dun. Into Tingen, so that Tingen may not evolve 
and the uh, bearers of Jujutsu society are not lost. These are the origins of the two strongest sorcerers and how they became what they are in the main storyline. Now do that walk. <laughs> Which walk do y'all think would be harder to pull off? Like, because uh, if you don't know, Ghetto's he's just kind of crouched Bumped. in a in a very suspicious way. But Gojo's kind of ha- has that swagger, but also he's drinking a sodi pop out of a can without spilling any. Okay, Gojo's is harder easily. Well, Gojo is harder for me because I'm not six fucking foot. So I mean, <laughs> also he's leaning back really far. I'd be falling. Well, well, Gojo, well, Gojo's tall. I mean, Ghetto yeah. and Gojo are about the same height, but with Ghetto, he's crouching down so much that like. It's physically possible for that. With yeah, for it just Gojo, hurt my back. I mean, yeah, true. Uh, but I don't know. Gojo has a really relaxed. If you just relax your back and just have swagger, bro, you'll be fine. Yeah, I will say Gojo is six three. Yep, I'm six four. So yeah, I did not realize well, he was that tall. True. Dang, no, he he's just super, like me. He's super tall. Um, Gato yeah, is and, also six three. Yeah, they oh. have to be the same height because they're. They're the strongest. No, that makes and they're, sense. And they're foils. They're foils for each other. Yeah. So, yeah. um, also sense. animated by Mappa. I don't know if you know that studio. Kind of small. Yeah, kind of this yeah, little kinda, small in, indie studio. Indie indie studio. Yeah, kind of independent. Uh oh, god. Like, where do we even be? Like, I don't we'll remember talk, where we'll, the first episode ends. That's my problem. I'll, so okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll let me let me help you out. So I'll say this: the first episode starts with. Uh, Udihime and Meimei going into the house, which that pops off with this gorgeous anime. Oh my god, hold on. The very beginning actually pops off with Ghetto absorbing a curse spirit with this really cool animation. Um, Then uh, we get this VHS style recording of a backstory of the house that Iruhime and Meimei are going to, which is super cool. Like I've never seen this in animation before. Yeah. Like Colt mentioned this and I was like, I was like, shit, like you're right. I've never seen this, this style before. And, uh, and yeah, so they go to this house and they do this really cool, like crazy rotoscoping frame, like with Udahime. That's crazy. They put so many frames in it of her getting scared, which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, they really flexed the how much the budget went up per episode uh, <laughs> with this first episode. Like, yeah, like the animation is is like uh, a huge like the animation. In the first season was great. This is like a huge step up from that. And I don't yeah. even know how you can mm-hmm. do that, but they did it. They did it, man. Um, yeah, no, we, uh, we get, um, yeah, no, we get, we get introduced to the, we even, uh, the, the other second year as well with, um, with Gojo and Ghetto is Shoko, Shoko Airi. She appears later in the main storyline, um, where she is the school, basically the school doctor and, uh, and she, she is the one that heals everybody. Um, it sucks though, because she is such an important character for what she does and she's sidelined so hard, um, uh, which is I, I see as a criticism about Akutami is uh is that they do that but with their female characters but anyway um, yeah really I mean yeah, no. a criticism for uh, a lot of shonen in general but yeah 
true. But uh, yeah, this is where we, this is where like, like Colt said, we get, we get kind of a back, uh, we get the backstory of basically Gojo and Ghetto and kind of how they're, the roles and their morals are reversed because in this first episode, you know, we get, we get Gojo who is very strong, but also not like how he is in the main story. He's very much like, I don't fucking care about the weak. Who gives a shit? I'm strong. And that's all that matters. And then ghetto is like, we have to protect the weak. We have to protect non-sorcerers, uh, which is not what he is in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Should mention that. So it, it's, it's really nice to get this kind of flip-flop. Um, I don't, I won't go into it too much because like Tanner said, we're going to talk about it more in depth than our other episode, but it's really, it's really fascinating to see. And, um, and if you want to know where the, if you want to know where the, it ends off cold, it ends off with, um, those white dudes, with, uh, the, the, Q, the white, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Q, um, yeah, Q and ghetto, basically ghetto goes into, uh, the room that Rico is staying at. It explodes. And uh, he's in this cool-looking ball curse and um, jumps out the window to save Riku, Rico. And then Gojo has a bunch of knives thrown at him by another member. and um, But all the knives are floating there because he has Limitless on. So it's really sick. Amen. Could you imagine just being clowned on by two 17-year-olds? Hey, spoilers. I wouldn't let it happen. I mean, sure, spoilers, but I mean, I I just wanted to say that because I was thinking about that in the in the episode. I'm like, man, I'm like, if a 17 year old owned me like that, I would probably like go into hiding. I mean, first off, I wouldn't initiate combat with a 17 year old. Uh, like these people do. <laughs> what about you? Tanner? Well, <laughs> depends on the circumstance, I guess. Depends on the circumstance. Yeah, I guess if the seventeen-year-old is threatened to um, fucking annihilate you. <laughs> yeah, but these two are just throwing a knife good. at a child, and it just stops. I would, I would take a step back and be like, okay, maybe I need to reevaluate everything. <laughs> okay, Let, you let's win. think about all, everything in my life that has brought me to this point where now there's this magic wizard child in front of me, and it's not just one knife. The guy throws like a thousand, and yeah, it's a ton. So also, it's like, Gojo's on the fucking phone. Oh my god! Also, to them talking on the phone, Gojo holds the phone like a fucking freak, <laughs> and his ringtone is "Soldier Boy." <laughs> I wish because he, I feel like he would love Soldier Boy. He would love Soldier Boy. I, that's no, not he even seems like I, a no. Gojo is definitely a weeb because he does a fucking Digimon reference. It probably would have been digital monsters. Okay, the no. Digimon. The Digimon reference gets me every time. I still it's love so good. Um, I also think cool? that uh, Gojo really likes Soldier Boy because the way he rolls his blunts, he just sucks on him like that. He's like, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I'm glad culture's making shit up. <laughs> no, Soldier Boy's known for the video of him like oh. sucking on a blunt and then oh, like, no. loud ass music shakes everything. Okay. For I some reason, I thought you were implying. How Gojo. Gojo rolls his blunts. Rolls his blunts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. he does the same thing. <laughs> oh, well, now you, you, learned, are making, you are making he's shit. He's learning up. it from Soldier Boy. <laughs> I'm just imagining fucking 2006 Gojo on very early YouTube, YouTubing like Soldier Boy blunt sucking. <laughs> and Ghetto. Enter. Ghetto's like, what are you looking at? 
And then Geta was like, you're a fucking freak. <laughs> and Geta was like, you should be watching Smosh. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, get- I think Gojo oh just God. hits a fucking free throw. They would watch Smosh. No, no, they wouldn't watch Smosh. Winslow, you're, you're overthinking it. They would be Smosh. And they'd watch Ray William Johnson. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, probably not that, but they would be I, Smosh. I watched Ray William Johnson. I don't like him. And I, okay. in retrospect, I think that content was very bad. Okay, but here's the thing. Are you Gojo and Ghetto? No, I don't think so. You don't know me in 2006. Uh, also, I did know you in 2006. I was exactly like Gojo. I could float and I had blue eyes. One of those is the truth. <laughs> one of those is true. <laughs> Floating one. I'll, I'll, I'll let y'all at home guess which one is true. Uh, I'll give also- you a hint. Both eyes are green. <laughs> I I should mention too. We we do get also introduced to Tengen as well because Tengen was mentioned last season, and Tengen is finally kind of explained in this first episode, which is basically a very vital character for Jujutsu society. Because I I use they because their pronouns are I didn't realize their pronouns were were um were different, but um they are an immortal being who is like. A master at barriers and that's what helps protect japan and the schools from like from like just in general so and because they've lived um they also have the technique of immortality and since they live so long that their body is constantly evolving and it will get to the point where they basically uh they go into a higher state of being and that's why they need they need to give them a new body which is of middle school girl, uh, the star plasma vessel. You know um, how it is. It, yeah. it happens. It happens. Yeah. Um, like, uh, we talked about a lot. Like, any, um, anybody got any final, final thoughts? Um, listen, the everybody online ain't lying. Gojo is Mappa's golden boy. I ain't never seen the animation studio be on the dick of a character so much. Also, I will say I'm a lot, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in the fact that don't get me wrong. Chainsaw man's animation was good. It's nowhere near this good. And I wish chainsaw man's animation was this good. It's a, uh, it's, it makes me sad. It pro- I, I mean, it was it. probably just budget reasons, right? Like obviously the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen is going to be, Oh, I mean, even the first season, because I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen, the manga, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying something different. Well, I, maybe I think Chainsaw Man looks fine. I think it, I mean it looks good, and it has great scenes. It's just like it's not great all the time. I I, I uh, no. I mean, I and Jujutsu Kaisen's just a different beast at this point. We'll see. I'm curious because I I think what gets to me about about Chainsaw Man is too is like some of the um well almost all of the devil designs except for some they you know they did kind of a 2d 3d style which doesn't look bad and same thing with uh with denji and uh, katana man but i wonder if them experimenting a little bit with season two with how they animated the curse spirits in here i wonder if they'll they'll do that for chainsaw man season two because i hope they do yeah Yeah, they could also be that they didn't know how well Chainsaw Man would perform, even though the manga is performing insanely well before it even came out. 
Yeah. Uh, and with the performance of the anime, it did really well. So hopefully next season they're going to crank up that budget. Yeah. Well, also, if the rumors are true, if we get a Chainsaw Man movie before a season two, um, I mean, that usually is a pretty good, you know, indicator of like the budget for the next season, because I think that is why we're seeing like this huge jump in quality between, between seasons one and two of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, oh, shit. Also should mention, too, for this first episode, we get uh we get the first reveal of um, Megumi's dad, Toji. Yeah, daddy man's here. Daddy's here. He dresses just like me. Yeah, and he looks yeah. just like me, too. Yeah, he... Uh, uh, I talk just like him. You guys took all the good parts. <laughs> uh, and it, it was so funny, though, because so many people were confused when he was uh, shown uh because there were so many people who were watching this and like I, I I saw like tidbits comments and tweets here and there of like people were like are like is this Megumi's brother which doesn't no. make any sense because he says I took my wife's name Fushigoro so like like they're they're like who is this guy it's like it's very fucking clearly Megumi's dad but okay and he's only yeah, talked it- about having a sister it is kind of weird too, like them starting. I mean, obviously, I understand why they're starting season two with this. You you have to, um, but it is weird. Like if you're an anime only, to have no concept of what's going on, I would also be a little confused. So I can't. Well, see, like, I can't really blame I, them. I see. That's the thing. Is like I I kind of agree because I was thinking about it. I was like when I read this, I. I wasn't confused. I was like on the ball. I was like, oh, like, oh, yeah, like that's yeah. Holy shit. That's Toji or or that's Megumi's dad or whatever. And uh, and then now coming into this and like having people who only see the anime, I'm like, I'm like, how could you not? But then I'm like, OK, yeah, sure. I get it. Um, Yeah. So like if I was in the anime only, then- I'd be like, what the fuck is my boy Itadori? Yeah, true. <laughs> like I'd be me. Uh, Where's Panda? <laughs> It seems like the Gege has also fought, forgot about Itadori in the manga. <laughs> Shut I up. Mean, not really. But, but... Not really. <laughs> <laughs> there's something important. There's something important going on. It can't just, you know, there's other characters. Listen, they're this, cooking. The they're cooking. I'm letting them do they're, them. They're cooking. Go, re- they're go cooking. look at the, the manga spoilers for chapter 261 or whatever the fuck. And come back to me. Or, or if you're listening to this, go read the manga so we know you know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it'd be great if between this episode and my, the time. So you have one week to read 261 chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen. Which Just is go not ahead and hard at all. Go ahead and completely catch up on the manga. And when we come and talk about <laughs> five episodes from... <laughs> What chapters are these? Like in the seventies? Somewhere in there. You won't Somewhere. be Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, but that, I, I think now, that's enough to Jutsu Kaisen yeah. talk. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll give we, it its have... time. Okay, we only have four anime left for this section. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I thought uh, we were doing we're ten. Are we doing eleven? Uh, no, we don't. We only we done. That was six. 
I thought that was seven. One, maybe maybe I miscounted. Three, four, five, six. That was a six one. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me. Up next, yeah. we I miscounted. Have... Sorry. Uh, up next, we have Liar Liar, not the whole... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, Cole, hold on. I just realized something. Cole Tanner miscounted. Tanner made a fatal error in his math skills. Is this the decline of Tanner T? Already? Oh, my God. Is he stupid? Oh, my, my brain God. Been toast. My brain been toast. Oh, oh no. my God. Oh, my God. Sox, also, what if I said... What if I said this? <laughs> Maybe I was telling a little lie. Why? Oh, I, I was giving you an in to, to introduce the next show. Oh, oh, shit. Up next <laughs> is Liar, Liar, and not the hilarious Jim Carrey movie uh, where he's a, he's a silly goose. This is uh, a show... And I'm going to tell you what it's about. At Academy, <laughs> no, period! <laughs> <laughs> I did that for uh, comedic effect. At Academy Island, everything is settled through games waged for a certain number of stars, with the strongest student being granted the ranking of seven stars. Hiroto is transfer student and unexpectedly beats the strongest empress and becomes the pseudo-strongest in the school. A mind game of lies and bluffs begins. And Wenzel went all fucking philosophical. <laughs> Aren't we all lying our way through life? <laughs> animated by geek toys which is a strange animation name a it studio is name. it is um, I, would, I will I say afraid. the little synopsis colt gave is the first episode yeah that's <laughs> the entire episode yeah well yeah because whenever i try to look up the synopses it's only there's only a synopsis for the first episode that they use for the story yeah, uh, it's probably because nobody watched past the first episode because it's not good. I thought it was fine. I, I, it wasn't offensive to me. I, I like the concept of uh, like this. I don't want to say battle royal type anime, but that, I guess that's kind of what this is. Uh, with a bit of like a bluff thing on top of it. Uh, I, I liked it for that. I. I do think, okay, so Hiroto, who is our transfer student, beats the strongest in the school and gains her star, but her star is a red star, which means he can tell a lie, and then he decides his lie is that he has seven stars. And then we find out that the person that he beats, not even her lie was that she was somebody else. It doesn't really make sense. Like, why can she lie about being another person and everybody just believes it? Well, yeah, because so no, what what it was was, um, it was like she made the lie. I think, God, do I really not remember? I thought the lie was that she, she has to pretend to be. So the character that Hiroto beats is the daughter, uh, or the granddaughter of the guy who basically created the island or whatever, and the games and stuff. And so he beats her and. He, uh, she says that her lie was that she has, she had to pretend to be, or she has to be the body double for the girl. I thought that was the reasoning. See, um, I, I thought it was because I thought because didn't she say at the end of the episode that the real one has been in hiding for a year? 
something like that. So like I so I assume because Hiroto, um, whenever he beats her, um, it causes huge uproar, and uh, he has to talk to like the counselor or something for his section, and she sets up this kind of elaborate plan where it's like, okay, well, you know. Either you make up this lie or you get kicked off the island or whatever, because basically him doing that, him being just a basic ass student and beating the strongest person on campus was going to cause like a huge upheaval and uproar. So the only way to make things right or to make things even is that he has to um, he, he has to uh, make the lie because uh, because there's there's okay so sorry this is all explained in the first episode actually is that there's different stars and just so happens that the one that's been owned by the family who owns the fucking island or whatever is the liar star or whatever and that's what she has and since he has it now it it will tell a lie that everybody has to believe that is that he has seven stars, but also, too, nobody knows that it's the liar star because you only know the power of a star when you get it. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it, but, and then they have this like convoluted thing where they're like, yeah, and like, cause she says, oh, yeah, since you took my star, I have to tell you my lie. And that's the only reason I have to tell you. And then he's like, oh, well, my lie is that I have seven stars. Like, why the fuck would you tell her? It didn't make sense. Okay, well, no, here's the thing is that. So, no, no, no. What the thing is, is that Hiroto doesn't know anything about how the school works because he's new. So that was the thing about the liar star is that basically when you get it, you get all the information of any of the past users. Basically, it will tell you what the lie was of the previous person. And um, since he doesn't know how to use the equipment, he couldn't look at that. Yeah. And the reason why she told him this was because this body double was under the impression that Hiroto was trying to embarrass her. It was kind of a funny bit where um, she guided him to his section and she ends up getting hit by a sprinkler. And she assumes that this is a way to like embarrass her and battle her and stuff. And that's how she ends up losing because they have a, they have a game where it's a staring contest and she fucking loses. It was actually kind of cool. I, I say that, well, hold on, I'll get into my opinion later. Um, and so then she meets back up with him and she's like, she's still under this assumption. It's kind of like meant to be like kind of a, a comedic moment where she's like, you know, you knew like you, this is blah, blah, blah. This is all like, th this is all part of your plan. But it was him for him to explain that like, no, this isn't part of my plan. I'm a transfer student. And I think he's just trying to level with her and just tell her like, Hey, I also have a lie. Like I'm also lying to make, but then I'm just like, well, what would stop her from being like, Hey, this dude got this star that, is making y'all believe he has seven stars, but he actually only has one. Because he could tell her lie. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, because sure, you know, I guess. What do you mean you guess? That's literally the whole point of this. Is it's called liar liar because it it's it's emotional like blackmail basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, "Please don't tell anyone." Yeah, and he's like, "Please don't that tell anybody true. either." So now, and now this whole this starts this develops a friendship. Tanner, I don't know if you know what this is called, but this is called storytelling. Oh Never goodness. heard of this. Um, in my opinion, I think it should be called I, pants on fire. 
I really enjoyed it, especially the intro. It has a really cool animation. Uh, the, the intro is good. And like, I think it, I, the beginning was very funny, too, because he comes off as this arrogant asshole. But then later he immediately crumbles and he's like, it re it's revealed that like, oh, shit, he's just lying the entire time. And it's really it's really funny. Um, I liked it and I want to keep track of it. I like the idea of this uh, kind of low stakes. I say low stakes, but like low in the sense that nobody dies. Um, kind of battle royale of of uh, <laughs> games on your phone, basically. You got games on your phone? Yeah, I probably watch the second episode. Um, it's not like on my immediate watch list, but I didn't. I again definitely didn't hate it. Um, I just think maybe it's a little too convoluted for its own good, and maybe that gets cleared up a little bit. Um, because also during their game, like she's like, "Oh, are you not going to use any power ups?" Well, here's my power up like power-ups and like power-ups do like literally everything so maybe that will get cleared up but i i think it seems a little convoluted at first i'm sure that probably gets cleared up but i i i, I would watch a second episode but like i said it's not high on my to-do list i i was just bored i i don't really have any strong opinions about it i just found it kind of generic feeling I guess I, I just don't really have an opinion on it. It it just nothing. Like the right. well, thank you. We thank hit with our car. All right, thank you, Colt, for that insightful um, little tidbit there. I'm so glad I asked you what your opinion was. You're welcome. Up next, Damn. we have my tiny senpai. Takuma. All right, Cole. I, I if you if you don't have an opinion on this, we're gonna have some problems. I have some. <laughs> Takuma Shinozaki is an office worker who is being mentored by a kind and diminutive woman named Shiori Katase. Serving as his senpai, she likes to coddle him to ensure that he feels as relaxed as possible. Shinozaki hopes that the time Katase spends with him is something more than just a professional courtesy. And Wenzel, read that. Read that little sentence right there. Animated by Project Nine. <laughs> Not related to Mighty Number no. Nine. Okay, that's something else. So this little comment I have here was literally something that had me and Colt fucking dying in the middle of this show. Um, we just. I don't remember laughing. why I, I was laughing. I don't remember saying this or what. What is I it? said it. I said it. So. We were basically because there was this there was a bit in the happens in the show where um, we, we were making like this kind of bit where like Takuma does something bad and he needs to be punished. And Colt like Colt was just saying shit. Tanner was saying shit. And then I was trying to say shit. But then I was just like, I was just like, uh, 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 senpai. Just fuck me already. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. And like immediately I start laughing because I think it's so funny. But um, you laugh so fucking hard. This was the I hardest did. I've seen you laugh in a long time. I, yeah, I was about to say, I, Wenzel was on the verge of like actually passing out. I was crying because the way I the way I said it made me cackle so much. And then Colt. I guess because I'm so infectious, starts laughing as well. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm so infectious. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I would say. 
Well, I mean, what else would you describe it? Because Cole was fucking dying too. I, I didn't necessarily say, think the joke was. Fun. I was laughing at Wenzel because he was laughing so yeah, hard. Wenzel at it. just went on. Like Wenzel was laughing for like sixty seconds, and it wasn't like to prolong the bit of Wenzel thinking he was so funny. He was legitimately laughing at his own joke for over a fucking minute. I think he, it was like three minutes, really. It felt- no, it was so long. It was four to five minutes. Yeah, like and literally, he would stop, and all of a sudden, you would just hear. I could, I could. I wish it was recorded. I wish it was. I, I, yeah. God, it was. But um, yeah, if you couldn't guess, this show. Guess what? His boss is little. Yeah, she's little woman. Short, big boobs. Um, size of her head bigger bigger than her head uh we were we were talking about it and we we're like this whole body proportion it her body her body doesn't make it any defied the laws of physics <laughs> it, it, yeah uh, so what is this show to me um kind of the same premise as like uh the girl i like forgot her glasses except this a both adults in the show, which already gives it like a leg up. Um, yeah. Also, I did think some of the bits in this were like actually funny. Yeah, there were some funny bits. There were there I, were some I funny. I probably bits. wouldn't. I probably wouldn't continue it. I like, don't. but it, it's fine. It's fine. I you know if you if you're a completionist for like if you want to watch everything, there's worse ways to spend your time this season than this. I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, think I feel it is the too. exact same way. I don't like have anything yeah. else to say other than that. I think the uh, it's a strange, it's a strange one. I'll say that there was there was a there's a lot of cat bits in here where she's trying to. There was a funny bit where she was kind of ducking down because she was calling a cat, and we make the same joke again. We're like, oh, she's just fucking stupid, uh, and then our main character was kind of toying with her and making cat sounds as well. Yeah. And, um, then he came a cat slave thing. Yeah. Because then he has to start saying meow for a lot of, I forgot about stuff. that bit where she's like, you have to be my cat slave, which is like, it's like, okay, this is a fetish right here. I mean, but yeah, the le- but the leg up is they're adults. So that's fine. Yeah. 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 It's but all fun ever, and games. If I ever saw anybody act like this in real life though, um, in public, I'd run full speed at them, not hit them, but it'd scare them. <laughs> I would run full speed, but then get really close in their face, like a, like those, uh, oh god, like those bits for TikTok or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you ready to move on? Yeah, let's go. My unique skill make me OP even at level one. That's the title. That's the full title. Yeah. My unique skill make me OP even at level one. Uh, yeah. There might have been an S in there somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Ryota yeah, is unique. Ryota uh, Sato finds himself transported into a world where everything drops from monsters in dungeons. Despite being stuck at level one, he uses his unique S rank drops to farm dungeon monsters and make money alongside his friends. Celeste the Mage, Eve the Strange Bunny, and Alice the Monster Tamer. And in by Maho Film. When- to the show does this screenshot that you've posted take place yeah i'm curious about this one picture of this entire dog i won't elaborate 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was so I was looking stuff about this. I actually had to do intense research for this as well. Um, so I was looking up stuff about this because I was um, oh god, I think I just went to the wiki. I was doing something. Uh, oh, I think I think I was trying to confirm the character names. I don't know why that was so important to me. Um, but I was trying to confirm the character names, and I ended up seeing like it. it there's only there was a page for just uh not just a page there was a section just about the main character and nobody else in this um like this one page article about the whole anime and um in in images of him this is one of the images and it was just him getting a fucking gun <laughs> yeah it's just him holding a revolver the big ass revolver i mean it's probably like that has to be probably like a 45 yeah it's and it's even funnier because it takes place in like a medieval-ish fantasy it's a fantasy world and uh and yeah and then also the three characters that we get here his friends we meet celeste i assume is the girl with the with that we meet in this episode and then yeah eve at the very end yeah she just like punches the shit out of him and says i love you yeah it's funny Uh, this was a a surprise enjoyment because as you know, we fucking love isekais. I fuck we we hate them. Or I, I'm tired of them. I don't hate them. I yeah, just, them. I don't hate isekai. I just I the ones that are good typically tend to be pretty good, and the rest of them, yeah, you have to be pretty unique for me to like get invested. Yeah, and this it's unique. And I mm. gotta say, I'm pretty invested in the idea of a dude farming uh, just to get items to sell. I like that idea because I want a game like that. Uh, mm. I really want to play this as a game. I do think it'd be interesting to be in this world with like Dragon Quest esque slimes and then you just have a 45 pistol. <laughs> I think and- that would be fun. Okay, I kind of, I also, because I, I was so curious about him having a fucking gun, I was like, I had to look more into that, and oh my god, like, the dude fucking gets insane bullets for this gun. <laughs> that I'm only like, makes me want to continue watching. It's it's kind of stupid. <laughs> I uh, I don't, <laughs> I can't say anything more. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I mean, it's not I, I do kind of actually see where it goes. Um, I do think it's funny, though. He buys a house and wasn't going to live in it. Um, that yeah, had make... no intention of living in it. That made no sense to me. Um, also, too, for some reason, I was able... We were able to figure out uh, how much stuff is worth in this world. Uh, I don't know why that was uh, important for me, but I know now the currency of this world. Um, you know, so um, I know how much money to save up, I guess. Um, also to the bunny girl, like, come on, come on. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> like, wish you this know, was real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, it's, it, like, you know, cause I want to kill animals and, uh, get random things. You can already kind of do that. <laughs> God, do not tell Cole about poaching. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 
Nicole, I want to buy you a hunting license for your birthday next year. Yay! Take me to uh, to Australia. I got some plans. Uh, well, I mean, if it's American, because uh, you might have to, I don't know. I don't know how hunting licenses work for international stuff, but it is easy to get a hunting license in Alabama. I mean, yeah. 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 Extraordinarily Just easy. Just saying, Jesus. Um, Colt, let's just say you're going to kill yourself a buck. Yay! Any more thoughts about this? Uh, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I'm going to continue it uh, because I think it's fun. Uh, I want to see some more farming. I'm curious about where that image I put in the dock leads us. Yeah, I would love to know how he gets the gun. I... Uh, yeah, that's uh, the that's it for that. All right, y'all. Up next, speaking of isekai, we got another one. Uh, but we got another one. <laughs> another yep. crazy gimmick. Reborn as a vending machine. I now wonder the dungeon. A vending machine fanatic meets his demise when he is quite ironically crushed by a vending machine. He finds himself reincarnated as a vending machine in another world. Uh, it's animated by Studio Gakumi and Axis. This should not realize, work. I didn't realize vending machine was so much in that opsis. Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, we could say it, it did. Yeah, definitely it's... work. I, I, am I stretching? Am I? I mean, pretty easily the best isekai this season. Yeah, it's the same thing from the last one. I want this to be a video game. It just seems so, so fun. Yeah, like I, Damn, I don't know why I find it. Turn. Well, I, I thought so, I thought you were continuing your British bit. I bit. I I thought you were what saying bit? more. Um, okay. Uh, no, I thought it was fascinating. Like, I, oh, man, I don't know. I it caught me off guard. I mean, you have this. Uh, he he ends up getting named towards the end. Boxo. Um, there's also a Nendoroid coming of him, but um, it it's really kind of. I'm trying to think of how to the system of like him being able to look at um the different uh, things he could sell, how much they cost, how much energy they use, and him trying to basically meet a quota every day. And then also too, he kind of slightly has magical abilities, and him trying to figure out how to communicate to other people, and um also other people eating his products. It's pretty wholesome and cool, actually. Yeah, it's. It's definitely interesting because like at like reading the some like just the title of the show, I'm like, so what? They're just gonna make like this omnipotent vending machine become god of this fantastical world. But no, it's just like oh no, this dude's a literal vending machine. Like the only way he can communicate is like he can say the message prompts that like a vending machine in Japan would say, like, thank you hot or cold and stuff like that. Like yeah. It's, yeah. It's not like you yeah. can just be like, Oh, well, if I can somehow spill this milk and spell out this sentence, I can then have the incantation to give myself a mouth and be able to communicate with my guy. Like, no, it's just like, no, this dude's a fucking vending machine. Yeah. And he figures this out too. Cause he meets this character that is also are going to be one of our main characters is, um, she, uh, she's able to figure out the system where like, like Tanner said, he uh, they were talk they were talking, and she was like, "Okay, this prompt means this, 
this prompt means this phrase or this word, like yes or no or whatever. And that's how they kind of figure it out. And that was like, it was like, like, I, I guess too, that's also what makes this fascinating too, is like, it's not like other isekai. I mean, he's really at like a huge fucking disadvantage. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, like he's, he is biggest, just a vending machine. <laughs> some would say the biggest disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> um, but also heaven for him. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. He's like basically rubbing his nipples. This entire thing. It's because he's yeah. a vending machine. He loves it. Yeah. True. True. Uh, if y'all could be reincarnated as an inanimate object, what would y'all want to be reincarnated as? Oh, oh God, never. I never want to be reincarnated as an inanimate object. Yeah, that, that sounds like hell. That's hell. Yeah, dude. but just what What would it be? Like, if I had a choice? Oh, my God. Like, this guy chose vending, vending machine. Or didn't choose, but, like, he loved vending machines, and he got to be a vending machine in the next life. What, what would y'all be? A mountain. Okay. I'd like to be a mountain so I can stand tall and look at everything. Interesting. Well, damn, Cole, that was actually a really good answer. That's actually a <laughs> great answer, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um. Honestly, I would like to be something biodegradable so I could decay easily and then get reincarnated again. Maybe have a better shot at becoming something. Um. I don't know. Maybe I'd like to be a, t a claw machine so I can fuck with people. That would be pretty okay. funny. Actually, that's interesting. <laughs> Reborn as a claw machine, I now wonder an arcade. Cool. I think you just wrote the next great isekai. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I would be a peer. What? I think. Oh, for boats. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Like I would yeah. be on the ocean. I think that'd be nice. Yeah, but. Maybe, but the thing is, is like you're going to have barnacles attached to you, and those suck. Fine. I mean, I have no feeling, so. I, I win. Sure. Mountain's cooler. I, I will say Colt Mountain is a is a pretty cool one. Yeah. So we don't have feeling. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, I'm going to be keeping up with this. Uh, I, I meant to watch, like, if more episodes were out when we first watched this, I would have went home and immediately watched them. Uh, but now that they're multiple out, I'm going to start watching it. Yeah, this definitely... Seems like one I, I want to catch up on. Also, Wenzel mentioned this. They are making a Nindoroid of the vending machine, which I find hilarious. And like, I kind of want to buy it for the bit. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, I don't, there was a lot of spit in that. There was so much spit. Why in there? Was there was so much. There's a lot of spit. I don't know. If that I can't works. wait to smoke weed with you guys. What? <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah, I need that Nindroid. It looks cool. All right. Y'all want to take one last break before we start or do our you final stretch? Need another one just to have one for the road for the third stretch. Sure. Okay. Sure. I, okay. This is a good one to end off of, I think. I think it'll oh. be easy. All right. Up next and the final for this section is Reign of the Seven Spellblades. Follows Oliver Horn as he enters a prestigious magic school named Kimberly. He discovers that not everything is as it, as it seems, with the emergence of labyrinths, monsters, and other threats that endanger the students. Animated by J.C. Staff, famously known for Food Wars. I miss Food Wars. And this isn't yeah. a Food Wars. 
Yeah. It's a uh, anime Harry Potter uh, with a dog getting stomped and turned into a red paste. I mean, it, it, happen it happens to the best of us. Not me. I wouldn't get stomped. This one, I mean, uh, it's not bad. It's just not stuff I'm really interested in. Because I'm, I'm not a Harry Potter person. Never been into the magic stuff. Well, uh, that's fair because this takes heavily from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That was what the fuck? That was so deep, Tanner. Your voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know why. Like my throat caught. I, I'm just trying to just seem cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh. Yeah. I. You know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I thought yeah. that it was funny that everyone had like American names or English names. No, you know, it's Harry Potter, so yeah. Uh you know, I'm gonna be real honest with you. There was a section in there where they were talking about where their families are from, and um I didn't pay attention. <laughs> uh I just don't remember uh I, that I, I love how you're like, let's do one more for the road. What was this one about? <laughs> I know, well, I I know exactly no, what. No, no, it's know just it's like now. I don't remember. No, them. no, because I'm right there with y'all. I just remember this being like, oh, it's Harry Potter with swords. Like, okay, so I guess what an interesting thing is is that what was it? It was like twenty percent of the students at the school might either die or get like crippled or go from crazy. Magic. Or yeah. yeah, go crazy or get crippled from the magic, and it's like Jesus Christ, why does anybody let any child here? Like, yeah. Like and the animation's that. not bad either. It's good. Is, no, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It, it's just I don't know. It, it the way they do their magic is like uh, it just doesn't interest me. I guess it seems so weird how we get no like magic anime ever, and then this comes out the season after Mashal. Yeah, I just feel like uh, maybe you should just watch Mashal. Yeah. That's I was going to say, like, Mashal does kind of a Harry Potter style, especially with the wands, but it doesn't because Mashal doesn't use magic, and it's just, it's far more interesting. And it's funny. And it's funny. And yep. it doesn't have a dog getting stepped on, as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, this seems to be kind of serious, and I mean, I gotta say, I hate serious stuff, so. Yeah. I'm never serious. Never serious, no. Uh, no, it just it just doesn't. It wasn't up my alley. I mean, we get there's a character who's like a samurai. She gets introduced. I mean, she seemed kind of cool, but uh, like I again, I just I'm not. It just it just doesn't grab me. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 right there again. If like, and I, I know, like, these things get planned in advance, but, like, if I'm going to watch any show that loosely draws upon Harry Potter slash magic school tropes, I'm watching Mashal over this. Like, I just yeah. don't have time for two shows like that in my life. And Mashal just is, A, a far more interesting concept with the idea than what if Harry Potter had a katana? Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And see, you think that would sound cool in other hands, I guess. Like, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, just kind of a meh. Yeah, eh. 
is that is that all we have to say about it yeah i don't yeah. have anything else to say. yeah yeah okay that, so. that's why that's why i thought this would be easy because i was like yeah. okay it'd be kind of short okay for me so yeah that's a little section there we're gonna take another break uh and uh wenzel will be taking the hold of the last 10 yes sir <laughs> we'll catch y'all in just one second watch we're already back i know it's me <laughs> sometimes you know uh this isn't a spoiler because you literally can't spoil but uh freddie and carly uh are getting married um, at the end of the the third season of the reboot, and uh, there's three seasons out of the reboot. Yes, and it ends on a cliffhanger. So I assume they intend on making a season four because at the end of the season three, they're like, "Does anybody have any objections to the wedding?" And all of a sudden, it cuts to Carly and Spencer, and they're like, "Mom," because you know we've never seen their mom. Oh yeah, yeah what? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because I was under the assumption. The reboot was going to be like a one season and done sort of deal. Yeah, I thought yeah. that's what happened. Um, no, because Freddie and Carly get together at the end of season two, and then they're getting married at the end of season three, and it ends on a cliffhanger. But it's so weird, but like the Zoe 102 thing, it was just like a one-off special. Huh. Yeah, but iCarly, for some reason, is to show that is seemingly getting a... I don't even know how long the original run of iCarly was, but like... It had to be pretty long because I remember watching new episodes pretty much constantly. Six seasons. Yep. Wow. So, and the reboot is about to be on its fourth season. Wow. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Is it I good? Mean, uh... When I watched the reboot, because it's like, because, you know, it's on Paramount, so it's not on Nickelodeon or anything. So, like, they like cuss and stuff now. Like, the, it's more adult. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. kind of what this, at least the stuff I watched is like what it's about um, is like Carly rebooting iCarly, but to make it like more adult friendly, like it's essentially like cater to like the, the older zoomers yeah, um, and stuff. So it's kind of, it, it's interesting. It's weird to see like the characters like used to watch on TV when you were a kid being like, Oh man, my sex life is awful. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, I was gonna say that's kind of. I think that's what the draw of it is. Is like, yeah, these characters you grew up as a kid, as with kids, and then now they're older and they're adults, and I guess they're talking about adult stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's kind of weird because I don't know. Because like, there was that there was that one episode where one of them tried to get, I think Freddie or they tried to get Carly into like a threesome or something. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah. Also, it was revealed this season that the the way Spencer was able to pay for all of Carly's like school and stuff uh, was that he was a prolific sperm donor. Yes, I did see that. I did. Yeah. See that. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So like it wasn't his art. I mean, he sold his art and stuff, but it was mainly because he was just like a prolific sperm donor, which I'm like, oh, well, that's that's funny. <laughs> oh that's interesting it's definitely okay. it's definitely not bad i don't know how many people are watching it just because i can't assume that many people have paramount plus yeah um but it, unless it's it, like the only draw uh, yeah that's what i'm saying it's done well enough to like i said it, it's done three seasons in three years and seemingly they plan on doing a fourth so i mean i enjoyed the original iCarly stuff but now if i watch some of it today i'd probably be uh, weirded out because I didn't notice all the signs. Yeah, you don't notice all the the feet stuff when you're, you know, eleven. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, with this now, it's like it's not that, and uh, they're all adults, so yeah. yeah. Um, but it is like part of the reason why some of the cast didn't come back. Like, is the reason Jeanette McCurdy's not in it is because yeah, she yeah. had like such a, which I completely understand, had yeah. such a horrific experience with like Dan Schneider. I, I still need to read her book. I do too. I really yeah, want to read it. To. Uh, well. Yeah, it seems interesting. All right, that's been uh, iCarly. Yeah, that's been our iCarly minute. Um, this is going to be a weird section too. So we're. Uh, we're in the final section right now. We're still in Crunchyroll, but it's almost over. Um, and I'll be the one walking you through this. So first up is St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Uh, dwelling in the small outskirts of a peaceful town, Lawrence works as a local pastor for the townsfolk. When in need, he is responsible for guiding people to the church to visit the saint, a symbol of good morals who heeds each parishioners struggles and grants them sincere advice cecilia a kind young girl is tasked to fulfill this role however this tiresome job quickly exhausts her that paired with her hidden uh, som somnolent nature often caused her to laze around the church the leaves this leaves lawrence to care for the church all by himself while cecilia sleeps in anticipation for her next visitor lawrence caters to her needs alongside performing the church numerous church's numerous responsibilities Animated by Doga Kobo. They are the ones that animated Oshinoko. Ah. I did not even. Interesting. Yep. Because they're not, yeah. I mean, they're not animated. And I, I, I don't think there's really that much similarity between this and Oshinoko. Not no. really. The style is like uh, pastel-y, I want to say. Yeah, it's no, like it, pastel, pastel, pastel and like pastoral. a little muted. You could even say pastoral because it takes place in the countryside. Yeah, like, yeah, um, and muted, yeah, definitely. Um, a wholesome Christian anime. Fine, yeah, we we've Fine. all literally been praying for it. <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, so I was tasked with um by myself and by the others uh to see if the mangaka or the studio who made this is christian or there's some kind of weird christian thing going on and boy did i try but there's nothing like there's nothing really about the mangaka and the studio is doga kobo which we know that's not yeah that's not some secret christian organization or yeah because no. oshinoko is not christian well no. that well that and also too they they make uh, some of their genres is like lesbian ah so like they they couldn't be um so yeah, but I did but on my quest to find stuff out, I did find out a little bit about St. Cecilia and Lawrence and they're based well, Cecilia more so is based on an actual saint. Um she was a saint from Rome with a story that she wanted to remain a virgin but was forced to marry a pagan and became a saint by singing really good at the wedding. Uh so she was declared the saint of musicians and uh <laughs> Yeah, post-marriage, she said an angel would uh, punish her husband if he raped her and told him how to see the angel for proof. He did so, and everything was fine, but then she was killed for not renouncing her beliefs. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. What's happening? Wait, he so the husband raped her? No, so basically, um, uh, she she just... <sighs> She didn't, you know, she just didn't want to have sex. And, um, 
or you know you know like domestic um domestic rape can happen yeah so like like if he were to force himself on her without her consent or anything like that then it was basically uh what she said was there's an angel and um she just lied and said there was an angel and that if he ever does that or anything uh the angel would punish him and it was basically him like well how do i see this angel and she shows him this is how you see the angel it was like kind of some kind of elaborate trick and he was like oh shit okay so he believes her um what the fuck but then later later she uh she renounces her beliefs and she was uh did somebody sneeze yeah, yeah it was me <laughs> i tried to hold it off mic okay uh so thanks for that uh so she was killed for not renouncing her beliefs so uh, there is a 5th century church in Rome that you can visit today called Santa Cecilia in Trav- Trastevere, maybe Trastevere, and dedicated to St. Cecilia. So, so um, what was she, who killed her? Who do you think? I don't, I don't know. The church killed her. <laughs> for not renouncing her beliefs? No. The church killed her for renouncing her belief. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why is she still considered a saint? Uh, probably know. as a whoopsie. They probably went, uh oh, whoops. Uh the Catholics seem to do that a lot. They'll yeah. accident the the church will kill somebody and they'll be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. They're a saint. Yeah, I mean, you know, and um, yeah. So, but also seems like she farting. I want to be the saint of farting and pooping. But also seems like I mean she was made a saint while alive, which is pretty rare in like what we well, know about Catholicism. Sounds like the Pope was well, no, drunk. No, no, saints saints can be made alive or dead. Martyrs can only be made when they're dead. Maybe that's why I'm confusing. Um, now, now I should mention Pastor Lawrence. He actually, there's been a lot of Lawrences throughout history. He might, he might be, um, some, somebody I, I did see where somebody did some kind of some research. Oh God, I was just skimming through everything. And there was a Lawrence that existed at the same time that St. Cecilia was in Rome and he was a martyr because he died later. Um, so they think that maybe that he could partially be based on that but yeah so um i do not see this show going in that direction i'm just gonna call it (laughs) like i see it uh yeah uh it's basically a slice of life wholesome romance comedy kind of thing going on it's okay i mean with the church with a church i mean and while it you know we say christian it doesn't really lean so heavily on like um i guess more of like the um well this first episode anyway uh it it seems see it's interesting because they people shove this into the fantasy genre um and i definitely see that just because of the angel just because of the angels that we do see in this first episode Mm -hmm. and also too it just it doesn't lean on like you like on like um christian teachings or catholic change teachings as much as like anything else um yeah if anything it's more focused on the characters and their yeah. relationship rather than christianity and the church you know yeah yeah which is probably what like st- steered me away from believing that this was like supposed to be some weird like psyop i was like i mean they're not i was because i was like they're not really i mean yes it is like obviously religious but it's not like they're like 
oh man, I would hate to damn somebody to hell for having premarital sex. Like it's not, you know, like it, yeah, we, it, we it, only watched the first episode. It, that is true. They and it, we it, didn't it, watch the after credits that said paid for by the church. Well, <laughs> I, I will say I was looking at because when I was looking stuff up, I was having to go like into forums to see if there was anything about this goddamn mangaka, and it was just all people talking about how much they love the manga or whatever. Um, so uh, there's nothing like that as far as I know. Yeah, Unless just, the people that say they love them are all like. Uh, religious pa part of the bit <laughs> i mean true but i, I, I don't know. <laughs> the forums wenzel were on were called like christian fanatic <laughs> i love jesus.com i mean to be fair they also all made the joke like finally a wholesome christian anime uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah. And, what and if that's somebody, not a joke but then somebody was like uh have you seen jojo and they're like oh yeah that is true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is a very run of the, in my opinion, a very run in the mill slice of life. It just does have that funny element with St. Cecilia being like this revered character in the village that they lived in, that they live in. And then, so you kind of see two sides of her and the other side of her is just like, I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. And then you just have Pastor Lawrence like having to deal with like her shenanigans while she's not like granting miracles or whatever. So I, I think that's an interesting part. I would not watch any more of this. It just. Yeah, but it, it's fine. Like if you're somebody that loves the genre, you will probably enjoy this. And if you're religious, you probably like it, I guess. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, if you if you're looking for a way to kill 23 minutes at the next youth group meeting, um with, you know, spirits on fire, hearts on fire, desire the fire, um with some crazy Christian teens, show them this. Yeah, I pretty much hold the same opinions as Tanner. Uh it's very generic feeling slice of life, but with a weird coat of paint being the religious stuff and uh the religious stuff uh when i see stuff like that uh I, I usually like go away unless it's something that i know is gonna be like fuck the church yeah this isn't that no which i, I mean i i will say in a way you could say it's kind of making fun of the whole concept of catholicism where they're like Oh, look at this girl that this village worships and they think she's a saint. She's actually like just a girl. Um, but then but then it does also kind of go into like, well, she can like actually for real see angels. Yeah. So. <laughs> um uh so I should mention, um I don't know uh what happened whenever I was making some of this information on here. Um, but I had forgotten that I put a note in here and I don't know why I was, I was not, I not in here, but on my app to on my notes app to remind myself that I need to add this because Colt asked a good, some good questions. And I was just like, kind of, um, improvising. Um, so Colt, you asked who killed her. Um, obviously if we're not renouncing her beliefs. Uh, I realize uh, that doesn't, th I know that doesn't sound like that makes sense. It was because uh, she wasn't killed by the church. She was killed by um, 
his name is Almachius, um, because she refused to believe in false gods, quote unquote. So they were forcing her. She was killed because she was because she was Catholic. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, and um, oh, and because she um, she buried she buried the dead. Oh, and, yeah. I didn't know weird. that was like I didn't know that was a thing where it was like yeah her uh her refusal to worship false gods and her burying of the dead led to her arrest and then she was um she was arrested and killed if yeah. this show takes that kind of turn i'd be interested <laughs> it would be interesting from just like how we get to what episode one was to that but uh yeah i'm not gonna watch to find out yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry about that. I don't know what happened today. I woke up this morning and I was like, I was completely refreshed. And then at some point during this day, I got so fucking sleepy and I've just been so like just hazy today. It's so fucking weird. I don't I know get why. It. TikTok died. Play. It's uh it's a sad day. TikTok, tater tot. Tater tater tot. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> what happened to TikTok? <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, sorry about that. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I I completely forgot about my note. And listen, one of the greatest philosophers of all time. Uh, I don't even think I have to say who it is for the quote. Kojima? But everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, I, I just don't know why I doubled down. I was like, I was like, you don't understand what I'm saying. She was killed by the church. <laughs> I read it as she was re killed by the church. Also, just knowing what I know about very early Catholicism, that well, seemed like the logical jump to make. Well, yeah, no. In my mind, I was thinking, oh well, is because what she told her husband. But they were like, you didn't see an angel. But she was like, no, I saw an angel, and that's why she was killed. But then I was like, wait a minute, no, I wrote a note down. I forgot about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So it's it. I mean, I guess if you're Christian, you want something wholesome, go watch this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just talking. can't imagine like. <laughs> A, like just say if you are a religious person with you know whatever a religious person like sitting around and being like god i just wish there was an anime that shared the same beliefs as me like i i just don't it's just not <laughs> i don't think an anime as in general is just like the medium for you to interact with yeah i think yeah. most christians <laughs> see anime as like demonic because all the people yeah, look like demons from hell I mean, them. you're right, dude. We knew people like <laughs> locally that for years and probably still do think that Harry Potter is demonic. Yeah, I mean, I'm that was how my mom felt when I was little, but now she doesn't care. Wait a minute. We all don't think here that Harry Potter is the Antichrist. Uh oh. Uh, Did we not all go to church last Sunday and talk about how Harry Potter is, uh, well, J.K. Rowling is now on our side for her. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the devil possessed her from the years, but now 1999 to 2011. Okay, but now. Sorry, I've got to. Okay, I'm fucking up my own bit here. So, J.K. Rowling, when we first, we, you know, we all were like, ooh, J.K. Rowling, you, ooh, you lady making satanic stuff. But now, after what she said about her just being so brave and opening him up, you know, it's like now we see that Harry Potter is actually a retelling of the Bible. Uh huh. Uh, 
Harry Potter <laughs> Jesus. Wenzel, I'm not shitting you. There is a, a very small subset, even like before it, you know, she was completely outed as like a completely garbage person. Um, there is a small subsection of the fandom of the Harry Potter fandom that does believe that um Harry is supposed to be like a loose symbol for Jesus Christ. Damn. Uh, That's awesome. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like I mean some of some of it is far reaching, but then some of it is like on the nose. I I don't know. But that 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 is a held belief. I've never seen one piece of media be treated as demonic, but also as like actually this is probably the most Christian media you can interact with. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just it's, just thought okay. I would fit that in there. Oh it's man, strange. Also, people thought Pokemon was demonic, which I I, I agree. They're just I mean, there's a thousand of those fuckers now. You know, one of them is pure evil. Yeah, it yes, to be, there is. It had to be um, Politoed. The Grim Snarl. No, don't say that. Don't say that. It's not Politoed. <laughs> uh, maybe Grim Snarl. There's another one that's evil. Oh God. Oh what the the dra- the dinosaur dragon that looks like a fucking apple tart. That's not evil. That's tasty. If any animal looks edible alive, no. Would you eat one? Um. Well, because it. It it says that they smell like apple, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. It says uh, they t- smell like uh, apple pie for the other one. Appleton. Okay but, okay, but don't. Yeah, it's Appleton. But don't think that they're gonna taste like apple pie. They eat apple pie because apple pie does exist in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's called something else because you know apples. Um, but uh, I would be interested. I don't know. I guess it would. What wait a would? Okay, this is gonna sound really fucked up, but would it <laughs> would it be like apple chicken? Apple chicken? Uh, it, well, I'm, no, like with the texture of chicken, but tastes like apples. Oh, I'd eat that. No, uh, I'm saying more like uh, I somebody has to have made it. Maybe like a sweet kind of chicken. I'm, what is it? What I'm saying? You're okay. just making me want to eat it even. Now more. you're making me go to Google because like because th- like yeah because think about it like what if it's like a you know, like an applesauce, not, not applesauce like you think, but you know, <laughs> you fucking crush it like you stab it and it's bleeding applesauce. But like a, like a, you know, like a sauce that you put on like, you know, hot wings or whatever, but like it's like, like an apple it, glaze. Apple news glaze. for everybody. Thank you. Thank you. According to its Pokedex entry, Appleton has skin on its back that is especially yummy, which children used to have as a snack. It is called the Apple Nectar Pokemon, after all. But it does feel weird how much of a food item this Pokemon really is. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm eating that thing. I'm eating it. You don't have to eat it. You can just eat the stuff on its back. Yeah, and apparently it regrows. Okay, yeah. yeah I'll do that. I'll keep it as my friend and I'll eat it. Interesting. Okay. Um, so that's that's a wholesome Pokemon. But what's evil, man? What's an evil one? I can't uh, there's one. I know it's fucking evil. It's um racist Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's favorite. That's pretty evil. Uh, Man, yeah, Hitler Pikachu. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, We need to move on. Yeah, that special event was really weird. Uh, So next up is Sweet Reincarnation. This is animated by 
Synergy SP that sounds like an oil company. It sounds um, like a yeah, Minecraft it YouTuber. It does too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Comet and Studio Comet. Uh this is when uh, this takes place. It's an isekai. Uh when a young talented pastry chef dies in a freak ice sculpture related accident, he's given a new chance at life in a fantasy world. Reborn as the young son of a nobleman with the spot on name of pastry, the former chef is stuck living the life of a pampered only son with swords and magic when he'd really rather be concocting sweets the likes of which his new world has never seen what do we think about this one honestly it's fun probably i mean second best isekai this season you know where that bar lands for you i don't know um but i think it's fun this would be one that i would be willing to watch at least another episode of because I do think the concept is interesting where like he has like all the magic and like uh, is very is, you know, pretty skilled with the sword. And he's like, fuck all that. I don't even I don't want to be a nobleman. I don't want to own land. I just I want to cook, which I can respect. I can respect that. Um, what were you going to say, Colt? I didn't like it. Uh, it's not the worst isekai because the worst one was the baby one. Uh, but it's above that one. I. I I just found it incredibly boring and not something I'm necessarily interested in. Okay, you say that, but can we all call back to that one scene where a a priest takes this guy's son and puts him in a deprivation chamber for three days? Okay, that was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Now that I think about that, and and they were like, "Yeah, he's obviously a magic, a super powerful mage," and then it like cuts to his inner thoughts. He was like, "Ah, oh, I was just thinking about what I can do with apples." The yeah, whole time because okay. his Just, dad told him about this fruit. He was like, "That sounds a lot like apples." And they have a fruit in this world that's very similar to apples. He's like, "Yeah, I'm about to make so much fucking money." The imagery <laughs> they used in this uh, th- this one specific scene where they have him in the basement. He's tied up to a chair with a blindfold on. Isn't he just in his underwear? Or am I making that up? No. I think you are. Um, <laughs> it felt very no, serial killery. No, either way. Well, no, I, I say deprivation because he is literally being deprived of his senses almost, yeah. except for his nose and his mouth. So basically, uh, you are kind of in a ballpark cold of like they wrap this cloth around him so he can't move his arms or legs. They strap him to a chair. They blindfold him. And that's it. His dad <laughs> paid a creepy priest to tie up his son and feed him for a few days no no he didn't eat he didn't eat oh oh he just (laughs) fucking yeah because what 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 this was was like the dad testing to see if pastry had like the innate ability to be like a powerful mage to call yeah to call upon magic to uh whenever he's like fully deprived or whatever like he can focus in on his i don't know core i guess you want to call it yeah and uh and to answer any questions about like feeding or drinking or whatever, they gave him some something in the very beginning of that section so that he can do that. So he doesn't have to eat or drink anything. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I feel um, like there's probably a better way to go about learning your power, getting your cold. There's a nope. thousand ways better to do. <laughs> I literally can't think of any like, like right now, if you said Tanner, we have to go test to see if, you have the ability to be a powerful mage. I'd be like, I, I would already be in my underwear. Say, okay, strap me up. And, and, <laughs> we, and Tanner, Tanner is like in the serial killer basement. 
<laughs> strapped to a chair and three days later we get in there and he, he's just he's screaming <laughs> i'm just imagining you say serial killer basement and i immediately go to art house basement where yeah. we've recorded so many podcasts and you'll just leave me down there for three days and it's just standard screaming water <laughs> I could just picture like Pat upstairs and Cannon upstairs just hearing Tanner screaming at all nights of the all fucking. All I want to ask y'all. I want to ask y'all a serious question. Uh, as we know, like you know, the art house, love them all. Um, if we were to somehow sneak me into the art house basement and strap me up, and if I was quiet, how long do you think it would be before I was discovered by someone that lives at art house? Because I, I think I could. Pro- if no podcasts were recorded, if we purposely avoided it, I think I could last a week. Was, okay. I'll, as long as you're over near the podcasting equipment, you could, because they do go down there for their laundry. Well, uh, do they, I mean, do they though? Like, yeah, that's for the washing machine. Yeah. The, wa- the no, washer no, and dryer. I thought, I thought they would have problems with that. I imagine they fixed it by now. Uh, Did either, they though? Either that or they're just taking it to a laundry mat, which is yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, because their landlord fucking sucks. So could they get fixed? You know, like I don't I never asked. I never thought about it. That was like a year ago, wasn't it? Mm, Yeah, kind of. But it honestly may be easier to just take it to a laundry mat at this point, just because like it's already so fucked up. Yeah, it's so fucked up and they're fairly close to laundry mats. Okay, but you know what though? If they're only let's say they're only just going to to do the laundry, I would say Tanner might make it half a week because I feel like they would only go through that door, then get out, go up the stairs and leave. Also, Canon does shoot TikToks down there. That is true. That is true, damn. Well, um, I mean, what if I hid? <laughs> like, like, what if I was? You could last the there basement. as long as you want. Well, I'm I just mean, saying, what if I was hidden in the basement? Well, I mean, there is a. They have a pit, <laughs> don't they? Uh, yeah, there's like a door underneath. <laughs> yeah, you know, what every house has a fucking pit. Well, no, they they have a they have <laughs> no. a pit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, so if you just, I mean, honestly, you could just go in there. And honestly, that would be more deprivation chamber esque. Yeah, but also yeah. I just find something really funny about being in that deprivation chamber that is that has acted as the podcast studio for the last three years. It seems kind of poetic for you to be in there to try to harness your magic. Yeah, power. we're gonna put yeah. a chastity thing on your dick as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and put a mic in front of my mouth. Yeah, so yeah. we can hear the. We'll record it and upload it to Patreon. Yeah, and the yeah. only way the only way t- uh, to unlock your chastity belt is with a combination lock. Mm. Oh yeah, what about this anime? I have a oh. great podcast idea off mic, but uh, oh, that is pretty mm. much what we all just said. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I think it's all right. Um, it might be something I would see a second episode of. I don't know. Uh, I do like how this kid is just so concerned with baking because i understand that <laughs> um yeah i mean it, it's fun you know um also his name's pastry and there's he's not the only one with food name no his dad i can't remember his dad's fucking name um uh wonder coco bread. melon coco melon Co- coco melon not a f- food 
That is it? does that not sound like a food though? It sounds like a food, but I think it's the baby's name. Is that not the baby's I, name? No, I know. I'm just saying, Coco Melon. <laughs> That's a food. What's his name? Was like Baby Shark. <laughs> uh, wasn't his name like Paw Patrol? Johnny, Johnny eating sugar, no papa. <laughs> you know when we first got socks, uh, when like we would go out of the house, I'd put those videos on for him. I think that's why he was so evil for so long. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> turned him into a demon. <laughs> Just baby shark pisses him off. Hold on, I'm trying to look it up. I gotta, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm so fucked up right now. I'll try to look up this goddamn. I like the fake Wigil just got incredibly drunk before we recorded. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it's casserole. <laughs> oh no, it is casserole, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's casserole. Yep, and it's so weird because his, uh, his mom's name is just Josephine. <laughs> Everybody's favorite food. Um. Now there are other characters. There's brioche. There's sorry, spoilers. Sheets. There's licorice. Strudel. No, that's it. No, there is a strudel. I'm looking at some characters on anime. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I would. I would agree. It's probably the second best isekai, or maybe third. I don't know. Yeah, it's in. It's inoffensive, but like a season as stacked as this, like. It probably wouldn't make like a my top ten. No, no, no me no, either. No, no. No. Not even top twenty five. Oh. Top twenty five. Nah. Huh? Wow. Are we ready for the next one? Yes. yes. Okay, I get a burp. All right, ten Peru. It's uh, a. Oh my God, a Kamitsu Agami was always told by. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can meet you. I come. <laughs> it sounded like you were all about to bust. Oh Welcome my to god. The heartburn anime review podcast where we all have chronic heartburn and <laughs> just <clears throat> No, no, this no, clearing this, our throats the whole time. This Mr. Pib I'm drinking is super spicy. Um, damn, dude, my story zero it. sugar is extra spicy and it's fruity. It's, it's that right. damn vaccine. It's because that jab. It's so <laughs> 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 okay akimitsu akagami was always told by his father that no one can live alone but he's sure determined i know that's very vague but that was on the official thing uh, yeah after all his father sure wasn't saying it with the best intentions and akimitsu has no desire to become like that creep animated by gecko um so basically what happens in this is that this character we have here, Akagami, his father leaves him very early on because his he's a horny a old dog. He's a horny dog. His dad's a whore. And um He's a dog. No. <laughs> and uh and Akagami or Akimitsu realizes later on, he's like, uh like because he when he was a kid, he called his dad cool, but then he realizes, oh no, my dad's terrible. Um, so he tries to be not like his dad, he tries to focus on school and stuff. Uh, he ends up meeting a girl by pure accident, and he meet and he falls lo in love at first sight. And he's like, "This is bad." Literally, just breaks the walls of his abstinence down. He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I am appallingly horny." 
and yeah, he's, he's an incel. No, it's a cell. He's cell. He's trying to be a cell. I don't. No, he, I don't know if he's an incel, but he's definitely. He would it, wear a shirt that said "Virginity Rocks." Yeah, he would because he's voluntary celibate. Yeah. And um, and then he becomes uh, he becomes a monk and he goes to a monastery. And who's at this monastery? The girl that he saw. And um, there's this whole. It's a whole like fucking. Uh, misunderstanding that happens it's kind of funny it's kind of creepy uh there's it's just nothing but women and uh he's like super horny uh but he's like oh shit i need to get out of here um and that's and after a while they finally clear up everything um it's been converted into a nunnery um which is weird to hear because I, I just when I hear like when I think of Europe, I think of, OK, there's monasteries and there's nunneries with nuns and monks. But then when I think of Japan, I only think of monks. So I that's weird. Um, but, you know, this is their equivalent. Yeah. And um, and then uh, there's kind of this funny little bit at the very end that kind of starts off the whole fucking thing where um, he says his name and they realize or he finds out that his dad borrowed money from their nunnery that was like what like over like it was like a million yen or something 2.5 million yen and he's going to have to basically work and pay it all back so yeah also yep. it's fucking packed with fan service like holy shit there's so much fan service yeah uh there was like a there was like a bit where uh, they were like, that guy is a pervert or whatever. And I guess the head nun was like, oh, really? And then immediately shows her fucking boobs. <laughs> to me, this show really harkens back to like. Mid 2000s anime that like somebody would tell you to like, oh, you should look this up on all the fucking websites we used to have to watch anime on. Anime uh, 44 and all that. Yeah, I was trying Born to remember Heart. specific names. Um, but uh, where it, it like it borders on the edge of like, oh, that could be problematic. Um, and it like it grazes that line. But like it actually does have like some pretty decent comedy in it. Like I, I would say we actually laughed a couple of times watching. Yeah, this. there's some giggles. Um, yeah. And it, yeah. it definitely seems like that's the kind of vibe it's going for. So if that sounds interesting to you, I'd say go for it. I would maybe even watch a second episode, but kind of in the same ballpark as like Sweet Reincarnation. It's not in my like immediate like, oh, I need to catch up on Tenpuru. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um I really can't say much about it because it has some funny bits in it and um, it really does graze that line of like, OK, well, that's kind of that's kind of fucking creepy, um, especially one where he landed on a woman and he was trying to crawl back up. But the way he he was crawling, it looked like he was like dry humping her. Oh, I thought were... that's what was happening. No, he was trying. He was trying to he was trying to get up and crawl, but he was crawling in the same direction as her. And uh, it looked like he was dry humping her, which he was not trying to do. I don't know. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, if that sounds like your kind of thing. 
Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm with Tanner. I, I liked it uh, to a bit, to an extent. It's just uh, the fan service is what like kicks me away from anime like this. It just I'm not a huge fan of fan service, and uh, you definitely kind of overdid it here. Colt says he's not a fan, but then when he sees a bit a woman with big boobs in a manga, he's screaming at me to read it. Yeah, because I'm not. I don't hate all fan service. I just yeah, hate no. it when it's overdone. It's like you're just horny when you're drawing this. Fair. I. I yeah. I'm just. I'm just pulling your leg. Um, oh, which one? Uh, I pull. Actually, you know, I pull both of his legs. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm dragging you. Those are my testicles. <laughs> no, no, I'm pulling your legs and I'm stealing your shoes. Damn it! Uh, damn, he's stealing your Sonic Crocs. No, <laughs> Eddie, you're trying to stop me, but I'm just hitting you and I'm telling you, no, no, and I'm taking your Sonic Crocs. And he has a little uh, squirt bottle where every time you swat at him, he he goes pss, 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 and he squirts you. Yeah, that's fucked up. And then he tickles your feet. Yeah. And then he like like when we're both sleeping at night, he like gets uh, at the end of the bed and like puts his whole my foot in his mouth. All right. I don't know why you made it weird. I don't know why you're. At, well, I don't know why you would say that. Uh, uh, next anime. Colt, we need to talk to you about some stuff. And this is, I think, the perfect time to do that. Cut the podcast. <laughs> I told you not to. I think Stop three and a half hours into this episode, we, <laughs> we have to have an intervention. <laughs> How many times have I told you not to rile me up? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like a like a dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, every time I see Colt, he does piss himself just a little bit. He's, so excited, yeah. he's so excited. Okay, the fucking episode of Family Guy is playing on my TV right now. Where <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you fuck, you're doing the bit where it's like, wow, podcast born in hell. And you're watching Family Guy. No, instead. I'm not watching it. It's just odd. And I just look up and it's the bit where Brian's so old and fat and Peter has to help him to the water bowl. <laughs> oh fuck, that is a funny bit. That, that is, is a really good funny. bit. I'm not watching it. It's just, it's just odd. Okay, not Wenzel. That would actually be a very <laughs> fucking funny like caption like for Twitter. Being like, oh, this podcast recording boring. Ah oh, fuck, and it's just <laughs> yeah. You take a picture of your TV and it's family guy. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, every time we do a podcast, I have my TV on. Um, <laughs> uh, don't ask why. Me too. I'm watching the 2012 presidential debates. I'm watching the death of Princess Diane. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about the next one. Uh, next anime is uh, Undead Murder Farce. Uh, taking place between the, uh, between the late 19th century and early 20th century in a world filled with supernatural and magical creatures. Sugaru... To Nuchi, a half demon alongside servant Shizuku Hasai, leave Japan and embarks on a journey across Europe to retrieve the body of Aya Rindo, the immortal, who was decapitated by an unknown villain prior to the start of the series with only Aya's head as living evidence for the journey. Um, animated by La- Lapin Track. Pretty. Love this. It was good. I, I loved it. I, I am invested in it. Um, I, I won't lie, and it, it's probably pretty apparent. 
I'm usually not huge on like the gothic aesthetic. It's just not what I'm looking for. And that's very much what this is. Um, but the story to me is so fascinating. Like I'm, I'm just super interested in it. Also, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why Crunchyroll calls it undead murder force. I, th- I thought I was right, but on the light novel is called un- is undead murder force girl. I think no undead girl murder force. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, Cause I was like, I, I- it, yeah. I yeah I forgot to mention that because when I was looking this up I noticed that and I was like that's so weird but then I just I forgot to write it down um interesting thank you but yeah I I thought this fucking rocked um I was I was trying to see what else the studio has worked on because I was really interested in like the whole style of it like it looks really good and they've really have not worked oh they did Sars on my this, oh, this yeah. Did. They they co-animated Sars on uh, with uh, Mappa. Oh, yeah. Okay. It actually looks like they've done a couple of co. They also did a uh, Uchitama. Have you seen my Tama? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It looks like a cat anime that they also co-animated with Mappa in 2020. I've literally never heard of that. What the fuck? Um, yeah, first time I've seen this. It's some cat people. Yeah. Furry thing. But yeah, um, it, it it has a great style to it. Wow, it makes so much sense that they did Sars on mine. Now that I th- think about it, like, yeah, because <laughs> this is really stylized. It, it does have the gothic aesthetic, and it. I mean, obviously, with I mean, if you listen to the premise, it does hit you over the head with it. Like one of our main protagonists is just a head in a fucking birdcage. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it, it it's super sick, and it actually looks like it's gonna have like some pretty decent action set pieces, as yeah. we saw in the first episode. So I, yep. I'm hyped, and I'm always interested in anime that does have like fight sequences, but doesn't necessarily lean on like magic per se. It's just like hand to hand combat, which kind of seems like what this is maybe going to be maybe a transformation maybe um but yeah i'm i'm sold on it and I, yeah i loved it uh yeah this is this is super sick it seems like uh again we don't know exactly because we've only seen the first episode but it very much leans on more on um the physical side because uh it, it's also really cool because it starts off with saying this is uh an alternate 19th century japan one that you don't know where like all of the kind of the creatures from like folklore and everything uh they exist and Mm -hmm. um and we don't really know you know about magic but then at the same time it um we get kind of a um hint at maybe like a mad scientist because our main character he was uh he was human at some point but he was turned into a half demon by uh, by a mad scientist who was the one who also cut off the immortal's um, head. And uh, so we're getting kind of like, you know, that uh, because they have to go to Europe and it's kind of very much like feels like a, a Frankenstein-y kind of way, especially with how the character we see flashbacks of him strapped down to a, a table, like kind of Frankenstein-y kind of 
uh, wacky, like uh, mad scientist lab, Victorian yeah. era kind of stuff. And then, like Tanner said, the gothic aesthetic, um, which the gothic predates the new or is the predecessor to the noir. Um, and we and we kind of get hints of noir, especially with how like um, with this journey and also too with the, with our d demon character, whenever we see the intro, he's wearing like kind of like a trench coat, which is very much a noir kind of look. Um, and the, the opening was really good, too. Um, yeah. And it's just it's just beautiful, too, especially when we get introduced to the immortal in the birth in the birdcage. She's just um, the way they've animated her and her hair. It's really pretty. Um, and her um, assistant's really badass. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, she like that fight between her and um, uh, Sanucci was really sick. And there's a lot of conversation, too, like in this first episode about like. uh I mean, kind of philosophizing in a way it was it was actually very interesting about um, about like what like Sanucci's aim is out of this uh, out of this journey and what he's doing, why he fights, because he's like part of like a like a circus, basically. And um, where he he'll fight other monsters and kills them. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sick. I I'm excited for this. I'm really interested. And um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add because I hold the same feelings as you both. It's good. I want to continue watching. Yeah, I'm. I mean, this is an easy recommendation from all of us, I think. But like, definitely, if it can hold this level of quality through the whole season, I feel like this is going to be one we'll probably be talking about at the end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Are we next are we ready for the next one? I think, yeah, speaking I think of so. God tier, let's go. Okay. Uh uh yeah, shit. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Johan. Johan. Oh. I feel like Johan. Johan the Parhelion, I'll say that. We'll meet in the middle. Uh it's <laughs> no, it's it's Johanne. Uh <laughs> So ever since she was little, the girl Johanne has never fit in and has always felt part apart from everyone in town. Her aspirations and true place in the world lie elsewhere. Uh, the story follows this girl who can't follow the rules as she journeys into this into the mysterious world. Uh, yeah, that's fucking vague as hell um, because I couldn't find a really good um, synopsis and I couldn't really think of one that like. Like, how do I, how, I don't know why I, I just couldn't think of one, how, like, how to explain this fucking first episode. But basically, this girl, she goes to the big city because she wants to be a singer. Um, but she, after two years, she, uh, she just, uh, she fails, basically. And, uh, she has to move back to uh, her hometown. And, uh, her parents are gonna be gone for, like, I don't know how long, but they're basically saying, hey, live, just, you know, come back home, stay in our house for, like, however long kind of figure everything out um and try to reestablish yourself and you know like it basically feels like a very much back to your roots kind of uh story yeah um i i will say this is a part of the love live um universe yeah, i don't know I think any it's other... like uh it uses love live characters and they're in a separate story so it's not like love live i think it's like normal girls singing in real world 
Yeah, so th- this is like an alternate timeline of, from what I can understand, of Love Life characters. Um, I also just saw that they're making a game based on it. Oh, yeah. It, Love Life games are huge. It's probably yeah, a gotcha. Ba- no, this isn't gotcha. This is based on this show, and it's coming to all major platforms, and it's not a gotcha game. <laughs> Ah, it's a Metroidvania. Oh, well, okay. I should mention too. I say this: there is there is technology in this anime, but there's also magic as well. Yeah, Yeah. and a talking wolf dog. Um, A lot of yeah, talking wolf dog. Which I I I put doggy. Her name is Lilaps. Yeah, very cool doggy. Very cool dog. I don't mean to bring the mood down. I thought this was so incredibly boring. Yeah. Um, wow, that's crazy because I think we all thought that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a fan of the Love Live stuff. I've tried to dabble in it like 10 years ago. Haven't tried since. Well, now. Uh, if I like the music, I'll just listen to it on a service, YouTube, yeah. whatever. And I didn't even uh, think the song in this was good. Nah, it's no, it's not boring. really. It was just boring. Like uh, and, and I guess we do have the frame of reference of comparing it to to Bang Dream because we watched It's My Go, um, from this that was good as well. Bang like that. I don't know what the general consensus is. You know, Love Live versus Bang Dream. I thought Bang Dream blew them out of the water as far as like pilot episodes go. Like I don't even think it's a fucking contest. Well, currently on my anime list, uh, this show has a seven point nineteen and Bang Dream. 2023, 2023, 2023. There it is. It's my go. 7.64. Oh, so practically the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a like 30 point 30 difference. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. I, I also did not mention this is animated by Sunrise. Which Sunrise can do great work, uh, but they can also oh. do not great work. Because uh, Gundam Hathaway, great. Boring. Oh. And uh, uh, just a lot of Gundam series. There are some bad Gundam series, but the majority are good. All yeah. of them. And I, I'm not, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I was so bored by the plot. I couldn't even tell you if the anim, I, like, I didn't think the animation was awful, but I, I don't know if there was anything worthwhile mentioning about it. It was unremarkable. Yeah, it was just kind of unremarkable. But the again, the sto- the plot was so bad like it just took away like any sort of po- positive things I could have said about it because it was so boring. I don't I don't want to say it was bad. It was just so dull and boring. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's really that's, all I have to say about it. Best thing about it is doggy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Lilaps was kind of uh, she was fun. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Everybody ready for the final one in the Crunchyroll line? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, yeah. Next up is something that's been hyped about by a lot of people. Uh, It's Zom 100. Uh, This story star stars. Now the story is uh, uh, has Akira Tendo, a 24 year old, 24 year old office worker of ZLM. Huh. ZLM discovers himself trapped in a routine and meaningless life. He lacks drive and motivation, and since he is disenchanted with his career, 
However, when a zombie apocalypse caused by experimental bioweaponry unexpectedly strikes Tokyo, everything is turned upside down. This is animated by Bug Films. Yes. What is... I, okay, I'm probably I'm just going to go to their my anime list because Bug Films, you did some fucking cooking here. You yeah, cooking that, I was literally crazy. trying to find the animation studio while Winslow was talking because I was like, this is the first they, thing. So it, it has to be of like industry vets. What? Yeah, they having been established as recently as September 2021. However, the triumph that ZOM 100 was in its first episode is particularly incredible considering that the title is the studio's first ever anime production. Holy shit. Wow. This is a studio to keep your eyes on. 100%. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they... And I'm sure Winslow can probably talk a little more about this just because I don't, you know, I don't know words. But they use so many techniques like they they do like kind of like the sketch sort of style, like the wide out, just pencil yep. uh, sort of thing. The color that they use just brings like a whole different light. Like I I haven't read the manga for Zom 100, um, but I can't. Like I mean, obviously you don't get that in the manga. You don't. Oh no no, that, that's those one pops thing. of color, the action. Oh, <sighs> one thing about coming from the manga, I read. I'm probably like. 30 some chapters into it. I'm waiting for the app, Viz app to add some more. But the ones I've read, holy shit, they're good. It's very good art, but you don't have that color. Uh, I thought it was very neat that instead of blood, they just added like paintball. Yeah, like, basically. Shot by paintballs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it seems like, too, they're leaning or they're using the covers of the manga as inspiration for that. Yep. Um, because the covers are always so colorful. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, this was like, I, I was hyped for this, but I, I didn't necessarily know too much. And then, you know, we watched it and I really love how at first it starts off with this guy working in an office. He is just so just, oh my God. And it's very much based on like actual, like, conditions of working in, of work culture in japan yeah um, so i i was pretty shocked because i didn't realize either that uh that they could actually you can you can sleep under your desk with a sleeping bag and i was like huh i've never thought about that but that makes sense because um, that's a terrible thought that is a yeah that is a terrible thought <laughs> um yeah so I, but then whenever whenever he realizes that he doesn't have to go to work <laughs> it's like that dude he just he just like all of us <laughs> yeah, like the, that's the fun thing about the anime is that whenever uh the beginning part it's it's a little bit colorful but as he realizes how his job fucking sucks the color it's like seeping out yeah but as soon as the zombie stuff was happening more color was coming into it and then by the time he realized i don't have to go to work anymore it was fucking colorful as hell yeah like at the very beginning from him so at first when he's going to work it's very colorful and bright but then when he actually starts to work and gets into the bustle and hustle and craziness of it the colors become muted become sadder become depressing and then as soon as he realized he doesn't have to go to work it was like i think it was literally like shots of color were starting to come back on the screen as if the the, the screen itself was like being shot basically with paintball yeah and it was so 
good it was so cool like like it, it was so crazy because the way the world looks so beautiful while there's this horde of undead just rampaging behind him and being absolutely terrifying but at the same time so idyllic and beautiful for like a like just such a short like um scene or seconds of a scene um it, it was crazy there's like a plane blown up in the background it was crazy um and then also too i love it how they use this uh this uh the sequence where um when he realizes that he doesn't have to go to work it it like zooms out of earth out of um out of our orbit out of the solar system out of the galaxy and shows the universe and has a like kind of an interesting little moment that I don't really think about enough with uh with these type of uh, zombie genre stuff is like thinking about like you know on this tiny little planet the speck of dust in this huge fucking universe is like there is tragedy happening well not tragedy because tragedy that's very much happens but like something horrific like zombies is happening and yeah. like I, I I never seen that really in a uh, zombie media and um yeah like an apocalypse level events happening and it, it's just kind of like uh but it's just like this one problem in this vast infinity that is yeah, fun this... to think about just like a planet the problems are exclusive to the planet so if you're like on mars you're like damn that's crazy yeah it, 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 honestly it could just be the country we don't know if that, it's happening anywhere besides japan that is true uh yeah yeah you get it you guys get it like just a tiny dot and this horrific shit's happening but again we're just a tiny dot and this seems so unfathomable especially too when like in comparing it to our real lives and thinking about the already crazy shit that happens it it's just it causes like this kind of in my brain it causes this weird um not existential existential kind of thing where i'm like what the fuck that's like so bizarre and yeah and uh they man they, it was so sick um and also dude played rugby in uh in what was it college so like college, he, has, yeah. he has some like athletic ability so i think that's gonna be play into late oh, it did play into later because um he he tackles his fucking boss out of uh out of the building and it was super sick like tanner said it was uh when he tackled him he was giving his resignation to him and there's like a moment of just pencil sketch of him getting fucking thrown out of the building from like one of the highest floors and landing exploding it was so cool yeah like i'm hard-pressed to think of a show where with the first episode it demonstrates such a unique style i'm not saying it's the first anime ever to utilize like the pops of color or whatever but and especially knowing now that this is the first production of this anime studio and they have it knocked it out of the ballpark like this like a it only makes me excited to see more what they do in the near future because obviously after this and i'm sure this is probably going to be one of the more successful shows this season i'm sure they're going to get a ton of work but i, I don't know i'm i i'm kind of hard pressed to even think of like a a debut for a show i i knew little about to leave such an impression on me and to just have immediately such a recognizable undeniable style to it 
Oh, gosh. I, I'm pretty sure we've had several. I just can't think of off the top of my head. Um, like, I know I, when Jujutsu Kaisen came, like, it had, it had, like, the style and the swagger about it. And, like, the, I, I guess this show kind of reminds me of, like, when I watched the first episode of Jujutsu Kaisen. I knew nothing about Jujutsu Kaisen before the anime came out. And, like, th that's the kind of impression this left on me as far as style and swagger, like, goes. Like, it just has, like, it feels cool. It feels like the cool show to watch. Yeah, I agree. It, it, because, um, because I know, I know for me personally, every, almost not every season, but a lot of seasons where we've covered stuff, there's always been one, two, maybe several that are, that hit me just like this and being so unique, knowing nothing about it. Um, yeah. And then also too, at the very end when, um, our character, he, he stops at a gas station and he's, uh, just kind of contemplating stuff. And, uh, this is where we get the initial, like the actual, like premise of this, um, of this story, which is what the, uh, what the original manga is called. It's Zom 100 bucket list. And he writes a bucket list for, um, for himself to basically do, uh, while the world is to shit. I also love that he paid for the notebook. Yeah, yeah, that kind of that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> He's a good dude. No, no, I'm just kidding. I know, I know. I, I also it, it. You don't. We don't. We don't get many characters in this first episode. Uh, that matter. So in the future, we're gonna get some characters that are cool, and they're all adults. That's one thing that I really like about Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead is that everyone here is an adult, and everyone's acting appropriate towards each other. Yeah. Nice. Well, like, I, well, I guess except for the boss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But he got his shit rocked. He did. He did get his shit rocked. Um, and also, it's very fucking funny in the manga. I'm not going to spoil anything, but let's just say you see some cheeks. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> hold, hold on. What are you doing? <laughs> It's your furious typing. <laughs> <laughs> um, does does anybody else have anything more to say? No, uh, easy recommendation. Maybe the easiest recommendation of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I love it. I'm gonna keep up with it. Yeah, same. All right, everybody, ready for the final four? Yay! Yeah, let's do it. Final four, baby. All right, these are on high dive. Um, these are the, these are only four that we have on this service. So, uh, here we go. Uh, now this one actually is on shutter as well, which I, which was very, I did not know. I was Thank very surprised. Pat yeah. Telling yeah us Patrick that. told us that he was like, Oh, there's an anime on shutter, <laughs> which, which I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. uh, this is called dark gathering. Um, I like, I put a note here that it came out on July 10th, which is, which was my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it stars Keitaru Gentoga is a college freshman who hates ghosts. Unluckily for him, he has a knack for attracting spirits. Two years ago, this connection had led him to receiving a spiritual injury on his right hand with his friend getting caught in the crossfire. Animated by OLM Team Masuda. This is so. very fun. I just want to go ahead and say that I personally enjoyed this a good bit because I love the spooky vibe that's going on here. And I just love spooky vibes in general. Uh, it's just fun. And this little kid that is, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's good bit. Uh, there's a bit in this episode specifically where she has this little bunny 
that we come to find out are actually little spirits or ghosts that she captures and she just squeezes the shit out of them. <laughs> and they're all scared of her. Yeah. yeah. It's a good bit. So it's technically, a... there's a scene where she throws the bunny, one of the bunnies, into a phone booth where a ghost is at, and uh, the bunny explodes. So I'm guessing that means she sacrificed a, a, yeah. a, a ghost. Yeah, I, I assume, which is crazy. Um, and this little girl has uh, skull uh, skulls for eyes. <laughs> oh, this is a studio behind fucking Odd Taxi. And Komi-san. And the good Berserk. So a bit of a track record. A great track record. Jesus Christ. Um, I'll say I liked it more than I thought I would. I wasn't like completely in love with it, but I do think it is a very fun. There was a show kind of similar that came out a couple of years ago, and I cannot for the... I should have looked it up. No, it was... um Um... A cult something like a cult special force. I, God, I can't remember the actual. Oh. I know we covered it on one of these. Oh, wow. Um, but it reminded me of that. But I think this version is better because it this is also leaning to like the horror aspect because there was like some genuinely terrifying like faces they gave some of the characters towards the end of the episode. I'm like, oh, well, that's unsettling and creepy. Um, are, you, are, you, are you talking but about it's funny? Mid- Midnight Occult Civil Servants. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep, that was it. I we I it, God, that was probably 2018, 19, 19 maybe when we talked about it, but yeah. It, this reminds me of that, but I I like this just a little bit more. And the uh, style's really pretty and yeah. uh, it's just a good bit that this one guy's coming to tutor this little girl and the person that hired him to tutor is uh, she's like, all right, let's go hunt some ghosts. <laughs> yeah, and the little girl's like, what? Are you afraid? You yeah, what fucking you pussy. Yeah, yeah, it literally calls him a pussy. It's so like, good. And this kid is fucking stressed out, man. Yeah. <laughs> he. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, it's really pretty. Like Colt said, I really like the spooky vibes. Um, I, I'm not like a hundred percent sold on it i'll say i i definitely uh i would say i'm 90 percent sold which isn't bad <laughs> also i just love yoyoi's uh fit yeah it got drip got total fucking drip yep. uh <laughs> like just to remind you guys i'm gonna send it real quick look at this fucking drip where are you go. sending it you know twitter chat Okay. Oh yeah, that's drip. That's Kingdom Hearts drip. Look at that fucking drip. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is some Kingdom Hearts ass shit. I mean her shoes have mouths. I know. It's... And they're platform shoes. Yeah, no. She yeah. God, that is drip. I didn't forgot she was wearing a fucking tie. Yeah, I, I like I completely forgot because I was just looking up some stuff anyway, and I was like, damn, such a good drip. Um yeah, I it's good. Um does it feel this... weird to anybody else this didn't come out in the fall? Yeah. Kind of, it seems yeah. like a perfect October show. Well, yeah. you know, you say that, but I feel like maybe they're trying to line something up with October. It's, they yeah, could be because it's, it's a 25 episode run. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. well, okay. Yeah. Then completely disregard what I just said then. 
Yeah. So yeah, they they totally could be lining up. Yeah, I, this is probably one of my um. I'll save it for the end. <laughs> but yeah, this it, is one of my favorites. Ton, my ton of fun. Um, pretty easy recommendation from from me and I think all of us. Yeah, give it a give it a a giggle. No, uh, a gaze. That that's what I was going for. Maybe check it out on Shutter. See if Shutter gets more like weird horror anime. That'd be fucking awesome. Please. Yeah. Um, next up is Helk. While humanity celebrates the defeat of the Demon King by the hands of a lone hero, the denizens of the Demon World prepare for the contest of a lifetime, a tournament to decide who would inherit the title of Demon King, animated by Satellite. What do you guys think about this one? Not much. Honestly. Is it not supposed to be Satellite? Oh, it might be Satellite, yeah. No, it's Satellite. <laughs> um so with this one i i had heard good things about the manga yeah that's what i've heard too that's what i've heard too um um and with it i because i think we're most of and i could be wrong again we're just basing these off the first episode obviously i i think a lot of the show is it's humor and I don't, I don't know if the anime is really adding anything that I couldn't get from the manga. Now it could it, be, now it could turn into some crazy battle anime because it seems like the whole thing is a tournament. So maybe, but it seems like most of it lies with its humor, and I feel like I would maybe just be better off reading it. Yeah, it feels like the pacing's weird. Like, yeah, feels like you could get this across a lot quicker because you can just by reading it. But I know that can be said about everything. But here, it's just, it feels long. I felt the length. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, yep. I, I fucking hated this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I was so bored, and it was so long. Like, just imagine uh, a, a picture or, like, a gif of a guy sitting in a chair. His head is down, and he's just shaking his head. That's me. Like I, I was, I was fucking upset. I was like, "God damn, man, this!" I did not like it. Um, See, I, 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 I didn't hate it, but it this didn't make me want to watch the anime anymore. This made me no. go, "Well, maybe I should read the manga." Yeah, that's my takeaway. Is I, I'm interested in the manga because I like the idea of a human that's like, "Nah, fuck humans." I'm actually pro demon. Yeah, I think that's fucking <laughs> that, funny. Yeah, uh, that was funny. That was funny. Other than that, I was just kind of—I don't know—it killed me. <laughs> but yeah, that, no, that I was pretty funny. That. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much to say other than that. Yeah, no. I was about to say that's kind of that's it. it with this one. Um, but like I said, I am interested to check out the manga. Yes, but and maybe you'll get a kick out of it if you have read the manga. Maybe maybe you'll get a kick out of the anime. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you guys have been waiting, waiting for this and you love it. So, you know, that's fine. Completely fine. All right. Next up is level one demon lord and one room hero. A hero defeats a demon in a great battle. Years later, the, de the demon revives as a child and finds the hero is now a loser. Now both must work together to revive their former glory, animated by Silverlink and Blade. Surprisingly, it's not an isekai. Even though it 
kind of feels it, like one. It, it feels like an isekai, but it's not. Yep. It's really weird. If anything, it's like a like a reverse isekai. Or yeah. also known as yeah. also known as reincarnation. But in <laughs> this world, it's like <laughs> like 10 years have went by. It's just like time progressed and now society is like normal society, the real world. But with magic creatures, people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I I, I actually enjoyed this a good bit. Um I, I think it is interesting, like the dynamic being like, oh, this hero kills the demon. Oh, the demon wanted to come back early to kill the hero, and the demon king god is just like a little demon girl now. And the once great hero that defeated him is now just like caught up in all of these like celebrity scandals and he's kind of just like somebody that lives in an apartment and he cheated <laughs> on a lot of women yeah <laughs> like a serial cheater so that I, I mean that's interesting like i've just i've never not many shows that really like have the concept of oh this fantastical hero defeated the demon lord oh also it takes place in like modern day tokyo <laughs> like it, that's, I, I find that kind of interesting. It's yeah. also just fucking funny the, to me personally. I had a lot of fun here because it's just it made me a little giggly, especially the uh, the way the Demon King just uh, says like "fuck, this is sad" and just <laughs> walks out, and they come back and they're like "fuck it, dude, I'm just I'm I'm gonna fix you, man." Yeah, like I have to live here to help you. <laughs> also, when's all that cover you sent? Uh, rocks. Well, my thing is, is the guy to the left. What the fuck is it up with his proportions? I was about to say the foreshortening and proportions are fucking awful. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, because they showed this guy in at the end of episode one and he is not proportioned like this. No, nah. it's so I'm so sorry. To the it artist. could just be the manga because artist or the yeah the the cover artist just oh my god I'm so sorry I'm sorry it's bad that looks bad <laughs> um okay I'm done with that uh yeah I I giggled <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad at all it's pretty no. fun um. Gosh, I'm trying to think because I watched this like late at night when I was like sleepy. Um, the Demon King looks funny. <laughs> yeah, it's Lord. just a fucking wearing a sailor outfit. A little goofball. A little goofball. Yeah. And then the <laughs> Demon King's assistant just wears a, a fucking, fucking swimsuit. Um, swimsuit? I was like, what <laughs> the hell? Also, uh, what? <laughs> I mean, that's what we all wear to work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're all a bunch of just um, we're just a bunch of sexy ass motherfuckers, right? Yeah, that's just facts, right there, bro. You could have oh, said God. swimmers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, everybody's swimmers because we all won if we're born. Sperm. Thanks, Cole. I'm just going to let Colt sit with that for a second. These swimmers is referred to semen and swimming uh -huh. to the egg. We're all swimmers. No, I actually don't get it. 
Okay, I'm explaining yeah. it. I'm can explain- you explain it to me in excruciating detail? Oh, yes, I can. Semen is made when you stimulate the penis. And uh, it's used for reproduction. And uh, you would have sex with a person with a vagina. And uh, you, uh, the semen would go after the egg and uh, inseminate it. It'd go, it'd break the shell and start making a little life form thing. That's it, pretty much. Look, look at this character uh, sheet. I sent. Of <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. Right? I'm watching more of this. I'm watching more of this. <laughs> you fucking horn dog! I, I mean, I liked it. I I would probably watch the second episode. Yeah, um, I didn't hate it. It, it was like, um, I'm trying to think. I, I feel like, uh, or maybe this was after because I I feel like somebody said that like the the last chunk of anime we had because this was that. Or no, 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 it wasn't. Wait, yeah, it was. It was the last chunk of anime we had to watch. Somebody was like, it was like, eh, it's okay, the last chunk or whatever. Um, so I was kind of worried, but no, it was this was good. This was good. It was good. Um Yeah, I yeah. almost forgot to watch this show. This was the very last show I watched. To be and fair, just, it was on the dock in the middle of two shows we've already watched. It was, I almost yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I missed it. Um, no, I I missed a lot of shows. I almost missed a lot of shows because I it was so hard to read because they were just lot these names they have such big fucking names. That's the fun of it, especially the fucking isekai ones. I know, I know. But yeah, I I would right. give this a a, a half hearted check it out. I, I I would I would definitely say it has potential to be really funny. Yeah, I gotta watch that second episode. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll definitely it. check out the second episode if nothing else. All right, are we ready for the final one? Final yep. show. Hey, let's cream just say we're ending on a banger. The cream de la cream, the perfect, the best. We're saving the best for last. That's right. You guessed it. The dreaming boy is a realist. And you might be thinking, <laughs> what? <laughs> And I'll say, I'll take your what and I'll double it. And I'll say, what? Why is this the last one on you know our what? list? I'll, I'll take your what's and I'll double it. Tanner, oh, you hey, double hey, it? double it and give it to somebody else. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Listener. Listener, can you take, do you want, uh, uh, oh God, do you want these what's or do you want to pass it on, double it, pass it to somebody else? Say it now. Fuck, we got they gave it back to us. We'll Shit. wait all day. Yeah, we'll wait. Uh, you might but, as well but, tell but, us what it's about. I'll tell you what it's about. So, Wataru Sajo has been following asking Aika Natsukawa, a beautiful girl in his class, to go out with him and getting turned down. One day he realizes he is not worthy of her and begins to distance himself from her. However, Aika mistakenly thought he disliked her and she started to get involved with him. Now, I should mention, I didn't realize this. This was animated by Studio Gokimi and Axis, one of the other studios that we've mentioned on here. Um, For some reason, I didn't have the animation studios for these high dive anime. I don't know why. So I had, I literally added them right before we recorded this yeah so this is forgot- the same people that animated reborn as a video yeah um 
that was better than this uh, by a good bit. I yeah, I would say by a hundred percent. Yeah, I <laughs> this might be my least favorite show we watched. I did not like it. Oh my god! Now remember what I said about Helk. Take that for this as well. <laughs> yes, yes. I felt like what you felt for Helk for this, and I yeah. didn't like Helk. <laughs> I I just oh my god, it killed me to watch this. I was like, I don't fucking care. I don't know. Yeah, why. that was me. I'm like, I don't feel sorry for this character. Like, I don't like him. Because obviously in the events leading up to the show, he's like a serial stalker. And then he's like, I want to stop. Yeah, he just doesn't have game. And now he's like, now it's like a weird thing. Like, oh, he's not throwing himself at me. Yeah. Oh, why isn't he stalking me? Oh, and now he's dark and mysterious because he's not talking. (laughs) And it's just (laughs) like, oh. Like, I want to ga- I wanted to gouge my eyes out when we watched. Yeah, it. yeah, same. Like I don't. Uh, what do you want from me? <laughs> Dreaming boy is a realist. It, no, I think Stalker boy just got tired of the hunt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Probably my least favorite show of the whole season. Yeah, it's down there. Uh, it really is down there. Definitely like bottom three. I, why is this the last one? Why are we ending on <laughs> such a fucking dud? I told you it was to fuck with the audience. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, you've been waiting for it. D- don't you know how sometimes in movies the good part's in the middle? So, yeah, and but don't you. you did you know I'm kind of an abstract kind of evil goblin? So whenever I, when it comes to my humor and fucking with people, this is how I do it. Yeah, imagine this podcast has been like a three-act play, and we were building up to the climax, and right before it, we just stopped. (laughs) (laughs) On on purpose. Yeah, no, completely intentional, or, you know, artistic intent. Yeah, just picture this podcast is Red Dead Redemption 2, and right as Arthur is about to go to sleep forever, uh, instead of tuberculosis, he gets hit with a grenade. (laughs) <laughs> and like the grenades in his mouth so his head fucking explodes tell me you would tell me that wouldn't leave you shocked though if that's how oh, yeah I would, would be, ended. I would be pissed <laughs> that would leave that would leave me shocked yeah this doesn't, I, this doesn't leave me shocked yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> i have uh i i found mountain dew frostbite at a gas station earlier today and i'm drinking it right now <laughs> 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 i was oh, gonna ask uh because <laughs> It kind of seems like that's the end of that talk. I was going to ask, what was everybody's top three shows of the season? Top three new shows. So you can't say Jujutsu Kaisen, can't say Bleach, and you can't say Horimiya. Well, what about Fate? You can say Fate. Yeah, Fate can be different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, Just making sure. All right, Colt, let's start with you. Give me a second. I'm trying to think. There's 31 of these fucking. Well, I can I can do mine because I I already thought about it. Double it, double it, and give it to the next person. (laughs) Double it, give it to the next person. Um, I would say my number three. Hold on, I don't want to get the name wrong. I don't want to look stupid on my own show. My number three would be the masterful cat is depressed again today. I was I again, I'm just as shocked as everybody else. How much I loved it. My number two would be Undead Murder Farce. Nice. And my number one for the season, I mean, I'd, it has to be Zom 100. Okay. That's a good list. 
I have mine. I have mine. I have mine as well. Uh, I'll go. Yeah, Fine. Colt, go first. Double it and give it to the next person. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, Kitty Cat Big. Big Kitty Cat. Uh, number two, uh, Murder Farce. And number one, Zom 100. Okay, so you literally just stole my top three. Oh, my wow. God, I did. I wasn't even listening to you, Tanner. I'll be honest with you. Wow. wow. Because I was looking at the listing and like, what do I like? And the well, thing is, those three are yeah. That's it. Uh, can I give my top? Yeah, go for it, Wenzel. No, I think we should end plugs. <laughs> Damn, double it and give it to the next person. Uh, hold on, sorry, that frostbite's hitting me. Um, I I'm gonna say this. I don't have a top three. I have a top five. I'm Damn, go for it. All right, number five is the masterful cat is depressed. Number four is. Um, reincarnated as vending machine. That's a good uh, one. That's a really good one. Number three is fate, strange fake. Number two is undead murder farce, and number one is Psalm one hundred. Yeah. So I think if I was extend yeah. to extend my three to a five, I would include vending machine and strange, uh, fate, strange fake. I would <laughs> so. Too. Yeah, if, so fate if I would were... be four and vending machine would be five. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, nice. If I were to extend mine to six, I'd probably put the dark gathering in there. If I was to extend mine to six, I'd probably put uh, dark gathering. If I wanted to go to eight, I'd probably go to demon lord and one row. <laughs> if I wanted to go to nine, I'd probably add um. Fuck, man, I don't know. God, if I, were to go, <laughs> if I were to go to seven, I'd actually add uh <laughs> I'd actually add Gene of AI. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, Gene of AI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm just gonna go off the basis. I assume we're all cooking up a top fifteen. Uh, <laughs> no, no. This no, has already no. been by far the longest anime review ever. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, are we ready for plugs? Plug it up. Plug. Well, Plug. thank you everybody for listening to our summer anime review for 2023. Let us know Good if you Lord. like this. Lord, did you see what Tanner sent? No, <laughs> what? I, I just thought y'all ignored it. I was like, That's no, so weird that they're, they're ignoring. Oh, that. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Colt, I don't know why I, Colt I, I, screamed. <laughs> You're right in the middle of fucking plugs. Um, let us know if you like this format going forward with the anime reviews. Uh, you know, if we should maybe try to narrow it down to you know seven, eight, nine shows, or if you like us just taking the, as Wenzel said, the lion's share of the shows for the season and uh, going forward with it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on instagram aych podcast twitch.tv slash all you can hear youtube.com slash uh all you can or where all you can hear and at aych podcast on youtube so just search one of those you'll find us uh got some cool video game-esque stuff cooking out or cooking up we'll have some announcements for that coming up in the upcoming weeks uh that we're all pretty excited about i'm trying to think uh go follow us on tiktok aych podcast uh, we're going to be cooking some stuff over there soon. So go follow that. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. ARCH podcast on TikTok. 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if anything is, else is like ready to be announced. We have a lot of shit coming up. Uh, we're gonna yeah, have we a a lot of announcements coming your way here within the next couple of weeks that I think y'all would really enjoy. Yeah. And... Uh, if 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 you've been paying attention to our uh, twitters, uh, me and Tanner will be at the Sidewalk uh, Film Festival in yes. Birmingham. At the end of August. Yes, Winslow so. and I are going to sidewalk at the end of August. Um, we will we are doing an episode at Sidewalk um that will actually go up on Labor Day Monday. So it'll be the week after Sidewalk ends. Um so be looking out for that. God, I'm trying God. We just have, we have a lot of stuff. Just keep an eye out on AYCH podcast to Twitter. You'll know what we're cooking up. Uh Go to AYCH Extra. A new episode of Instruction Booklet just came out yesterday. Go yep. listen to it. Backlog Boys will come back stronger than ever. We just we kind of we, uh, double, triple booked ourselves. Yeah, that was just for the main show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but it will come back stronger than ever. Don't you worry. It, it won't be too long. And I guess you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. And like I said, just kind of keep an eye out on all of our socials because we we are at, like we're cooking. Yeah. Um also X might be uh might be gone soon, so I don't know. Watch out. Yeah, fucking fuck. Fuck man. We'll we'll make a threads. Yeah. Maybe eventually. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, me now? Yeah, go for it. Okay, my name Colt. Follow me on Twitter, Colt D zero zero. Send a, send me a picture of a chicken wearing boots. All right, odd request. Just, um, just curious. I'm kind of curious now too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. I'm Wenzel. This has been a journey, obviously, because we also record this over three days. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Wednesday Wilkie. Follow me on threads at World of Wednesday. Follow me on Instagram, my art Instagram, World of Wednesday as well. Or, sorry, at World of Wednesday. And follow my bookstagram, Wenzel Banters. Um, I have Linktree for all of everything including x instagram letterbox goodreads so follow me on there um you don't have to call it x you can call it twitter i know i should i i look at it i'm like x i i just say it's twitter i will never say x unless i'm being a dick about it i would never say x unless i'm being held at gunpoint wink wink oh oh shit a crazy image Damn. Okay. Never mind. Then don't send in the picture of uh, chicken with boots. Don't send well, that if in. If you have a if a different one, I'd be cool. Like cowboy boots or like those traditional uh, Mexican boots that are like super long. Anything like that. I'm super curious. I don't know. This kind of fills it for me. So. Wow. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go. Go. Keep an eye out for everything. Yeah. Keep an eye out on our socials. Keep an eye out on the podcast feed. And as always, stay beautiful. Mwah.